Welcome to the program, everyone. What is that? Hello. <laughs> you the pause when you're like you. Way, it was a way longer pause than yeah. it usually is when you when you tell me to be quiet because we start to show. But that one was a real <laughs> long. It's like I was in the ring for who was in the ring forever. Oh, uh, by Bianca Belair this week. She was oh, that's in right. In the ring for twenty minutes. Well, she's on her own against the wall. <laughs> she was the boardest. I guess she was the boardest. She waited there for the longest. Welcome to episode 803 of Smart Wrestling Fan. It's our last episode. Oh, I'm Joan Agron. No, maybe. I don't think so. Uh, Along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Yay. Hello. Along with me. Hello. Um, I don't dread talking about wrestling this week. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot of good things. A pile yeah. of bad things, but it's like it's like hmm. ketchup and mustard stains. It's all over the map. Remember guess, maps? Um, I was at an auction. I actually bought a box of crap just because they had the old map my dad used to keep in the glove compartment. I think you told me that story years ago. I just did it like a week ago. Or I think something. you told me that story yesterday. <laughs> okay, maybe, but yeah, you did. Like, that's the map my dad had in the, and he would yell at me because I couldn't read it well <clears throat> enough. Oh, I thought the story was going to be, and then you opened it up, and it had ketchup all over it. No, my dad would beat me if I put oh, ketchup. The new in one. Oh my god! And the kids today can't read a map. Imagine them <laughs> using. Exact, precise global coordinates positioning. Oh, the, the the horror! I love this. I love these memes on Facebook. Imagine these young kids using a much better and more reliable product. How Remember, dare they? We we roamed the neighborhood on bicycles, and we were ended up fine. What does that mean? That you just happen to not get murdered and kidnapped? Good for you. I was one of the kids not molested. Good for you. But Dudley, he was at the bike shop, and he didn't. He was not as lucky. <laughs> yeah, they never talk about all the kids that go to the bike shop and don't get molested. Yeah. No, they don't. Imagine they, if Dudley would have had a do. cell phone. He never got molested. <sighs> we didn't have a cell phone back by dark. We're so good. <laughs> what? Uh. Okay. If you know what this is, share. It's like a rotary phone. Why do they need to know what a rotary phone is? I don't know. That's, do I need to know what the tongs that the blacksmith put the horseshoes no, in the water with? I don't no, think I about do that. I do not need to know that. No. Leave the kids alone. The kids are all right. Learn, get, a, get a telephone and blacksmith history class. That That's a combination, <laughs> I think, that exists. If you need that information, go for it. Kids today don't even know what polio is. Why? <laughs> There should you be a pole. Wow. If your legs don't work, sure. There should be a pol a polio and polo explanation. Like the difference is compare with and contrast. Horses that had polio. That wouldn't work. <laughs> big braces. Big long stone cold braces. <clears throat> That's awful. All that clanking up. <laughs> and then afterwards they'd have to shoot all the all of them. Oh How many people God. want to team up? Like twenty-eight horses. I'm saying there's 14 people on a polo team. I don't know. That's a lot of horses. When I was younger, there was no <laughs> polio vaccine. We played polo with a chance of polio. <laughs> okay, Stone Cold. Uh, okay, grumpy old Stone Cold. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, I'm so glad Macho Man passed away before he became that grumpy old wrestler guy. He was turning into that in in, in TNA, if you remember. Oh, I know. He was it was on the cusp, but luckily, <sighs> not luckily. <laughs> was no, <laughs> not luckily. You're gonna say luckily he slammed into a tree. That's horrible. No, there's but we have to admit there's a lot of people we like just because they died before they became old people we don't like. Yeah. What if JK jo- Jolie? What's her name? Jake. We'll just call her JK because I don't even want to say her full name. Okay. Here. It's like it's okay. some of the well, demons. I, can't, like I don't know. Voldemort. What if she had a heart attack like when the last letter of Attack of the Yeah, I know what you're saying. Cauldron or whatever yeah. the book mm-hmm. was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't everyone know. should die at the peak of whatever they're doing. You know, Which means Charles, we're safe for a long time. Char- that's <laughs> we true. We can do this forever. Charles Schultz, that happened, remember? Oh, did he do like the Great Pumpkin? Then, Yeah, he died right afterwards in like some kind of Halloween yeah, murder, right? The Great Pumpkin <laughs> killed him. It came to life. And then oh. and then Bob Barker, he died the day after he left and Drew Carey. No, he's still alive. No, that's Bob Barker's okay. still good, doing good. He seems to be pretty cool for an old guy. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I I hope, I think. At Seems least he nice. has a good sense to not talk about. I think that's what, it. Reverse mor- mortgages and credit cards. He what might just all these old people, old actors trying to con other old people. That's about as low as you can get. Well, first of you're all, a Larry. millionaire old actor and you're out conning other old people who are poor on TV at like two in the morning. First of all, I'm Tom Selleck. You yeah. like. And they even they're like reverse mortgages have a bad rap. We don't call them reverse mortgages anymore. Well, what do we call them? We like reverse Rana. We call it poison mortgage. <laughs> poison mortgage. Yeah. You don't even get the joke. I okay. thought it was bad Rana. No, no po- poison Rana in the wrestling. Oh, that's for her. Wow, case. you really botched that. Yeah, I'm not. No, that was a that was a Kenny Omega. Christopher Daniels thing. That's not me. I didn't make that up. But anyway, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, Thanks wrestling. How about that um, wrestling? Yeah, it was wrestling. Now, th- th- listen, I've there's been weeks that I have been much more reluctant to talk about wrestling than this week. This was not a this was not a bad week. This is a week of things yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Stuff to talk about. Are we going to review Bad Ronald ever? Somebody pays us. You brought it up. Okay. Someone. Were they okay? Is that your. Because that movie seems to have a lot of. Had a lot of impact on you. It's not. It's not that it had impact on me. It was that it, it had uh, TNA on me. No, that uh, that movie. It's just that I remember it because it was so weird from such a young age that I saw it. So it did. It did impact you. Because I remember Phantasm. I was super little when I saw that at a drive-in. I guess so, yeah. I mean. I should not have been watching it. No. But See, it I don't understand TV. the ratings yeah. when we were kids. Because the ratings when we were kids, they put in must, pretty much should have had just, you You can see this and you shouldn't be seeing this, but we know you are. Yeah. Well, that's we the saw whole point everything, of. everything. I know, but that's the whole point of rated R. I mean, wait. No, that's PG. Crap. So I don't know. We saw everything. My, our parents were like, yeah, watch this. Why are sure. you letting Even as a kid, I, I, I knew. Why are you letting me watch this? This is, I know. This is terrible. Stripes is on and Kramer <laughs> versus Kramer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they did a joke about that on Bob's Burgers, but it was my real childhood. 
It's so weird. I don't ever remember not being allowed to watch anything. Hmm. And I'm talking from walking on up. What? Like from the age I could walk on up. I I don't know anything before I I heard you say a different thing. Like Signs of the Lambs or something. What did you say? Silence of the Slams. No. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) I hope that's. Oh, okay. I got to see if that's a special. It is. No. That's that's part of. That's one of the TV shows we're making for the Smart Wrestling (laughs) Fan Network. Stop. You're ruining it. (laughs) High five. Oh, it's already something. Oh, well. Yeah. It's not what I wanted it to be, but. No, no. It never will be. So, um, okay, we've stalled long enough, I think. I didn't think we had to stall, but we um, didn't for some, I guess maybe we're such a habit now. Yeah. I had no reason to stall, but we just pretty much put in what, 15 minutes of crap. Right. right. Is there going to be a Halloween smart movie fan, Larry? Is there? I'm asking you. You don't know if it's coming or not. That's called suspense, Joe. I'm waiting for you. you. It's a you thing. It's in me. It's always a me thing. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, your your job today is not to let me get drunk because, speaking of what we do for the show, this is my only day off this week. I have to get everything done, which includes I have to run to finish out my my breast cancer awareness run. Like I'm not aware of those. Well, but yikes. Yeah, I got to finish it, so I have to stay sober. So you're monitoring my drink. I don't know how to do that. After how many years we've been doing this? I yeah, but I to- can ne- right all these years, and I can't prevent you from taking a drink. Well, then Listen, don't. I heard you drink just now. But yeah, I can have. Well, okay, technically, I had two. How am I supposed to know? Oh my god! Were you okay? First off, you had to eat before we started the show, which made me have time to drink while I was doing laundry. That's not my fault. Oh, did you miss the part where you said we had to wait till you? So I had to eat breakfast. So I've had a couple. I didn't and I make you one, drink. And then oh maybe God. I can be allowed maybe one more during the show. All right. Well, I don't believe you. Because if, if I'm running through town drunk in a hot dog outfit, this me. is going to be weird. Well, are you videotaping this with a tape recorder? <laughs> with a video camera? <laughs> yes, with a vi- one of those giant video cameras. You rent at the mall, at the tape kiosk. Okay. Remember when you could rent a Beta Neo Max. Geo at Blockbuster Video? No. It's a lot of money. You had to put down like a $500 deposit. Mm. If you have $500, why don't you just buy a Neo Geo? I don't know how much a Neo Geo is. $600. Oh, then yeah, seems like a fool's errand. Yeah. I don't know why people rent to own anyway. Because Hulk it's Hogan not like told it's them a secret to. That it's a ripoff. Yeah, I know. No, it's. I think it is a secret that it's a ripoff. Some people go, "Oh, it's seventeen dollars a month for twenty years. Oh, it's fine. Good price." <laughs> and you're like, you know, the total would have been like three hundred bucks, and they'd be like, "Oh, why? How much should I pay?" And then you don't want to tell them because they'd be embarrassed that they paid. What I don't know the math. Have you ever rented to own anything? No. Me neither. That's it. Wish I wish I had some good rent to own story. Yeah, I, I got nothing. <clears throat> why don't you Bye, just everybody. do stuff? Like, why don't you rent it and then ruin it? I I don't know what. Because I would do something before I returned it. Do you return it or do you, you just have said to rent, rent to own? own. You, what are you talking can, about? Can you just rent oh to God. rent though and be like, I just yeah, that's called renting. What? 
Well, there's oh no, my God. there's not a store called Rent to Rent. Well, there's not. I'm saying if I don't know how these things work, I've, people yell at this is I, I hate this. People doing it on the Internet. Don't yell at people for not knowing things. You know what? When when someone says they don't know something and they ask questions, applaud them. Don't make them feel bad. I don't know if you can rent to own and then give it back or not. I've never done this. But you you're saying the words. That's my problem with it. The store is called rent to own. But what do they do? If, I mean, what if you don't want to own it? What if wait, is there a store really called that? Isn't that the name of the store? It's Rent a Center. Well, you, you don't rent. I thought it was called Rent to Own. Is, is this it? Like, is this like you're out there and I'm over here? Rent yeah. to Own. R E N. Oh my God. This is. Oh, it's Rent. No, it's called Rent a Center. Oh my God. I thought, I thought it was called Rent to Own. No. That's a thing That's that you gimmick. do to own something. What the, why is it called Rent a Center? Oh what are you renting? don't rent a center you do if you're wwe but okay but rent is still in the title so my argument is still valid or my question is still valid you, you rent so you can return if you're just renting yeah what do you say that in the beginning like when I, you sign the contract know. i don't i don't know what if it's a chair do you what do they do with the chair after you return it they sit in it no do you want a chair that's been in somebody's living room for three months that works so when i go to rent something i'm getting something someone else is renting for three months yes okay that's what renting is did you ever did you ever go to did you ever go to blockbuster video in the 80s and go man i hope nobody played that tape before i did there if they had their butt on it yeah but i they might have they might have had their butt on that tape they put it on their butt, they put it in the VCR, they watch it, they forget to rewind it, they return it. They pay a fee because they didn't rewind it. The store rewinds it, and then it goes to you. The store doesn't rewind it. And then it goes to you, and now their butt was on it. Why are we talking about this? I Because I want to know if I could take somebody out there rinse to own, knowing our audience. Okay. Can you just be done with it and give it back? And if so, they No! Oh my God, why would you give it back if it's to own? Larry, what are you missing here? The fact that you don't, you okay? Then you legally own it, so you can't return it. Yeah. So that do they come and get it if you don't pay for it? Oh my god! Yes. Then you're not owning it. What do you think the repo man is? (laughs) I think he's a member of demolition. He is. Uh, he takes things back and he destroys them, which is what they should do because you can't give it back if it's a couch or a chair this that is, someone set in for oh three months. What about ticks? Not ticks. What are they called? Ticks. Please. Bed bugs. Oh my God. Chair bugs. What about chair bugs? There's no chair bugs. There are. <laughs> there are. You yeah, can get okay. bed bugs in your chair. Okay. All right. You can. I, I'm deathly afraid of those. Not chair bugs, ball bugs. No matter you should what, be couch bugs. You go gross. spelunking in the COVID caverns all the time. You should I don't be afraid of the everything. Home, the uh. bed's home. Okay, we well for a week we liked in wrestling. We really went off tangent. It's all your fault. We'd be off tangent. Bad Ronald. If anybody wants to produce that, how do they do that, Larry? Uh well, it's too late because the movie's been made. But well, I suppose you could do remake. Remake. No, you donate to a smart movie fan. 
You know, I don't remember anything about Bad Ronald, so that would be, actually be a crazy <laughs> one to do. Larry just gave faulty information. What he yeah. said will not help not you. The first time. It's big news. Wow. You don't remember Bad Ronald? It had Dabney Coleman in it. Who was she? She oh was the one with Crowbar. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Who put Daphne out of wrestling? Oh, uh, Big Kamea Bertha. What was the big girl in uh, WCW that hurt Daphne? Yep. You win. Come on. You know who I'm talking about. A lot of love. Rosie Lot yep. of Love. Was that it? There you go. That was not. That was. what? Okay. Yes, you're right. Don't know if I am. Well, are you? T- who was the 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 larger lady who really didn't know how to wrestle, and that's what happened to Daphne? In what know. company? Was it WCW? You mean yeah, WCW. So then, Crowbar. how did Daphne wrestle in TNA then? After that, it was a different Daphne. It's like oh. a, a, a alternate, alternate warrior, warrior with a different haircut. Got it. <laughs> anyway, well, okay, she hurt Daphne badly. If you want to go. I think it was Daphne. Yeah. It's Daphne and Crowbar, right? Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. David Flair. There you go. That's okay. No, we're Crowbar and David Flair. <laughs> so, so go to smartwrestlingfan.com. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Yeah. yeah we Can we please know. do the news? <laughs> sure. Why not? I just, I really wanted to talk about wrestling, and you're like going crazy. I, I, you brought up Bad Ronald. I didn't. You did. Uh, we could go back and listen. I to said, that. no. Oh, Larry. Okay. Who are you going to believe? Ghostbusters. You brought it up. <laughs> okay. What's the news, Joe? What's no. the ratings? Who's right and who's wrong here? I think I'm right, but I believe you more than I believe what I think. You should. So here's how it went. You, you said, you said, I don't even remember how any of this. You said started. reverse mortgage. I said <laughs> reverse Rana. You thought I said like bad Ronald. So you oh. said it first. Wow. I didn't even have to rewind. My oh, memory I is I better than I, yours. I, I believe what I think, but I when you tell me something else, I believe it more. So You should. Okay. <sighs> That's how it works. You misheard me, <laughs> just like when I said... That TNA is near homeless. And you said, you thought I said, you're homeless. Or you said, or was it you said that and I said it. Either way, it doesn't matter. What's the ratings? That's right. You said near homeless. And I thought you said you're homeless. (laughs) That was how it went. Anyway, let's start the ratings. Uh, Oh, boy. Last week's season premiere of Raw scored Ooh, those always do well. Scored 1.7 million viewers, so it's down. <laughs> season premiere, everyone. That Raw sucked. Yes, it did. SmackDown Live on Fox. Oh wait, no, it was on Fox Sports One. Ooh, I want to hear this. Okay. The week before, almost two million viewers, right? The week on FS1, what did I say it would get? Uh, you said it wouldn't be as bad as I thought. So you said something better than what no. I thought. I don't remember what I thought. I don't think so. <laughs> 881,000. Okay. 
You just said okay to that? Well, they lost over even, a million viewers. I don't even know what Fox One is. It's Fox Sports One. It's O N E or W O N. It's just the number one. It's F S One. It's another channel owned by Fox that shows sports. They stuffed wrestling on there because of the World Series. Because apparently people do watch baseball, even though you say they don't. And well, there are people in old folks' home and they don't have visitors anymore because of COVID. So, sure. This shows me again. Now, last year, they moved to FS1 for that one day, and it was around the same rating. This leads me to believe that Mm -hmm. it's a combination of all three stooges where people don't want to chase it to a different channel or these numbers that we keep getting week after week are not real. They are numbers that people just having the TV on and just not even watching it. Well, we've made that argument forever. And do you remember remember back in the Monday Night Wars, you actually knew because people were watching because yes. they were flipping back and forth. Right. I think those numbers were pretty reliable. But yeah, how, it was the TNA, you know, who's just got it set on the DV, DVDR, yeah. you know, all this <laughs> DVDR, DVDR. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get one at Rentone. I, I swear to you, I thought it was called Rentone. There might be a company called that, but I don't know of it. I don't know what that is. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm saying you you were thinking of Rena Center. Yes, I was. Yeah. I always know, Larry. I always Can you know. imagine if you went to one of those pay day now places? Uh, what are they called? Pay? Where you, you go to get, get okay, so you go, you get an advance on get your money paycheck, there to go to rent a and center. then you go to Rena wow. Center. Imagine how much money you'd lose. <laughs> I think this, the, 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 I was going to oh, say this. Do you what? remember Brewster's Millions? He's, yeah. He should have done that. Yeah, I guess so. That that actually was a good movie. All Why Brewster had to do was get a get a credit card and it would have been all fixed. <laughs> That's it. That's reality. That a That's movie. a shoot, everybody. Ooh, he went there. Pooster's millions. Okay. Yes. So, oh, wait, I want to get back to this before we leave. Uh, how, how many did they have? 800? 881,000 viewers, which is about what I said. So, in a way, you could say that's how many viewers, uh, dedicated viewers, they have. That's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm thinking. Yes. yes. So I don't understand advertising and say how Fox. Why isn't there a numbers cruncher somewhere seeing that for say Fox know. or advertisers or something? Isn't anybody paying attention to anything anymore? That's the thing. I don't know, Larry. I really don't know. I don't understand how any of this works. I don't understand the plus threes. I don't understand how people don't look at this and look at WWE every so many years and go, nobody's going to give them that much money again. And then they get more than they ever have every time. And it's like, nobody's going to do it again, though. They're going to see these numbers. No way. And then they get more money again. The bubble's got to burst. You, you would, think, one would think. When you're the <laughs> only game in town, I think they just have that, hey, they're wrestling like they are wrestling yeah but that's just that they're not just wrestling they're a giant entertainment company just like because AEW now if you look at the numbers they had about as many viewers on as on their show as as smackdown did and if you look at that's fs1 
versus TNT. I mean, they... I think AEW wins in this situation. However, if you're a network and you're looking at, you know, renewals in the future, you might go, wow, AEW is pennies on the dollar. I'm going to get that instead of SmackDown. Or you might be too old school and you might go, well, they're a little company. I don't know how long they're going to be around. This WWE isn't, is unsinkable. So you pick them. I I know we have a long time till contract negotiations and everything can change. Yeah, it's a lot of years, like four more years, but, I think. Yeah, but I think if things stay sort of how, how they are, I expect Fox to just take all of WWE programming and make it a because it's it. it I don't think USA. I don't think USA can afford to lose it, Larry. I I I think they will. Huh. I, it's not whether they can afford to or not. I think. Fox just wants to put that under the umbrella. Technically, they don't own it, but they yeah. kind of do if you have all the programming. Right. We have we have the World Series. We have this. We that's have a, that. that's a good point. And then eventually, if they can have WrestleMania as, as a TV show, like the Super Bowl, or like, yeah, I guess that, and, that could be a thing. And the network is becoming a, you know, kind of a secondary thing. Yeah. I could totally see that happening. Yeah, all the pay per views on the network except WrestleMania. On yeah, I suppose Fox. you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I said that years ago, but yes, not years ago, but maybe a year ago. Um, AW versus NXT numbers. Uh, AW had seven hundred fifty-three thousand, and NXT did six hundred forty-four thousand. So you know, it fluctuates. I could probably tell you five things off the top of my head that happened in AW. I can tell you one thing that happened in NXT off the top of my head right now. Well, this time I took bullet points, so we're going to do the speedy NXT review. And I, and I, oh, and even though it's a pretty negative review, and that's not my fault, I'm just reporting it. Um, I will always say at least one good thing about the show. So ah, that's funny because the one thing I can remember <laughs> is the thing I liked. I know. Well, and I know. I know we like. match up probably. So. Um, those are the numbers, uh, news bits and rumors, and then we're going to get into a mystery review after news bits and rumors. So, uh, WWE is being investigated by the Department of Health in Florida. So, guess, guess what sites are being investigated, Larry? Three of them. Uh, Three of them. Vince's butts. Vince's butts. Both of his butts. Yes. Uh, the Performance Center. That is correct. Uh, the tornado rally, what's it called? Thunderdome. That's correct. And that weird hotel locker room, fancy place that the, the Roman reigns and Paul's been sitting in. Wow. You got it wrong. No, that's in the Amway center. No, that could be in a hotel. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that was. It's so weird. No, the third one's just, just full sale, but, but full sale is in, they were in the, Remember, they they only just recently went back to the to the performance center and changed the name. They were in full sale for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, okay, so okay. But anyway, yeah, it looks like the numbers are bad, and um, the number of of tests. I forget what number they they put out. They said we've WWE said, but, but why are you investigating us? We've done over a hundred thousand tests. What? Okay. But that's not 100,000 people. How many people do you think are there? 
I don't know. That, that doesn't testing. even sound real to me. A few hundred, maybe? So are I these? Are, are you sure the tests weren't like the ones that are, if you were a Girl Scout cookie, what kind of Girl Scout cookie? <laughs> maybe that could be the test they're talking about. I don't know. All I know is the numbers sound bad to me. So The numbers are bad. Well, they said they claimed, we've tested over 100. They, oh, God. Their logic is incredibly flawed. Excuse me. They said we tested over 100. We did over 100,000 tests and only had a 1.5% return rate with COVID. But Larry, what's 1.5% of 100,000? I didn't know we were going to. You have to do the math. Go. Oh, really? Yeah. In my state right now? No. A lot. Many? It's a lot. And that's the thing. A bushel? Yeah. It's a a It's a peck. But gotta hug around the neck. The point is, <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know what is it, 150 or 100 or fifteen hundred. I can't tell. I don't know. Maybe the same. Per- but what do they claim? Because, like you said, it's not. They don't have that many people. That's what I'm saying. So if it's we, no matter what number it is, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see what you're going for. You're saying that they're saying that they had all these tests. Yeah. And they had this small percentage. But right. When it's a small percentage of positive from a large number, that's a lot of individual yeses. But the actual sample size is a small sample Correct. size. So that many ye- yeses for a small sample It's got to be less than 500. Yes. You, yeah. It's a bigger percentage so, than they're saying. Correct. You can't take a percentage of tests. If I test everybody yes. a thousand times, you know, ones are coming back. Yes. That's right. And that's my point is that it just sounds fishy and bad. And I think these are just the numbers that, you know, corporate spins to, to make it sound good, but it's not okay, good. We, we know WWE is not lying about it. So. <laughs> oh, I know. This is a big roundabout way to throw numbers on top of the fact that they're horrible people and we know it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, they're getting investigated. So I hope somebody does. I don't know. Nobody's going to do anything because you get investigated right. in Florida and, oh, look, Vince made a donation to some guy and now the go- it goes away. So there. That's it. Is Linda still working? I have job? no idea what she's doing right now. That was like a thing for a while and then... It it still might be a thing. I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's like tracking a cabal of vampires with these people. I, think it I is. don't don't have the time to play Von Helsing to these people's no. horrible, horrible vampires. So you don't call it Van Helsing? Von Helsing. Von Helsing would be V O N, Larry. Yeah. Like Von Halen. Oh. Okay. Uh, Brendan Vink. Uh, we're not going to do the thing where, for some reason, we talk about something and then it comes up 20 times. I know Van Halen's going to come up 20 times in wrestling now. Well, I think that Dolph brought it up once. Oh, I know. That's we'll it. That. He's lame. Um, Brendan Vink. Remember him? He was in a tag team yeah, on Raw. Was, uh, Ghostbusters, and- right? Yes. He was right. technically the fourth Ghostbusters. Correct. Ex- yes. Like the fifth Beatle. Yes. That's not Somebody right. Somebody beat him right. up in New York, too. Did you hear that? Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, that was sad. No, no. Uh, Brendan Vink. Yeah, Bonner. that was sad. Yeah, somebody beat him up in New York. Why? Why would you do this? Wait, who'd they beat up? The guy, the 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 accountant from Ghostbusters. Oh, Rick Moranis? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a shame. Why would you do that to him? 
I didn't, but why would someone? Mm. So, uh, do you remember Brendan Vink or not? He was in that tag team on Raw during the pandemic at the beginning when there was like a skeleton crew on Raw when they were only showing NXT Bar- guys Barca? as jobbers. Oh my God, you're not letting me finish. So, <laughs> so it was him and Shane Thorne. I think it was him and Slapjack. <laughs> Wasn't it? Wait, 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 it was a tag team with three guys? Yes. No, four. Slap, Jack, Vink, and Thorn. Slap, Jack, Vink, Thorn. And they were, and then MVP's like, come on, join me. I manage you. And then oh, nothing. okay, yes. Yes. Okay, knew, now I do. I knew if you'd I, let me say that, MVP. you would know who I'm talking about. Anyway, for no but reason. You told me the story. I remember stories. I don't remember people. Okay. This is my life. For this, no, this is real yes. life, not okay. kayfabe. That's fine. For no reason. They just changed his name to Tony Madra. Almost spit my beer out. Madra? M O D R A. Modoc? Modoc? Machine? Only. Machine operated uh, dragon. I can't say the next part. It's not suitable for the show. Okay, so anyway, the point is Brendan Venk is, is out. Tony Modra, Madra is in. That's it. Okay. And and what what will they what, what impact will this have on wrestling? Uh none. I just thought it was weird. Why would you even bother? I don't know. You Why changed they, the name from one dumb name to another dumb name. I they really need to hire someone in charge of names. I mean he has give him his own office, maybe a corner office with a window. I hear those are nice. But the naming yeah. function. In yeah, it's WWE always bad. Algorithm yeah. is I, terrible. I know it's it is getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, finally in the news, uh, Marty Skrull is out at Another Ring of man. Honor. He's not. Yes, Marty Skrull is out at Ring of Honor. So, if you were worried about going back to Ring of Honor when they, you know, ramp back up and they did this this pure tournament and all these other things with these new rules and stuff, um, if you were thinking about it. And you were like, but I can't watch it because Marty Scroll was on that bad list, like a pedophile list or something. If you were thinking about Ring of Honor, well, now he's no, not only is he not booking, but he's not even on the active wrestler page anymore on Ring of Honor. So I don't know what they're doing with him. They might have just moved him there because they were like, wow, nobody's going to watch our show. So Ring of Honor is a, a floor polish what is I'm Ring not of even sure. In the Shh. in the pandemic world, I don't know or, what it is. Or Ring of Honor. I well, was never the biggest fan, but even I, know. I feel bad. I know. They deserve better. I want the pandemic to be over, and then I want Ring of Honor to like rise up like a phoenix and do something good. I do, because there's so much good talent. I think it's possible for that still to happen. Yeah. I would if you're gonna say Phoenix, we have to be talking that's TNA. Do you, do you realize it's still alive? I know it's still alive, but it's not a phoenix. It, it's a... It dies or should die and then comes back. It's, it ne- it TNA's never been a phoenix, Larry. It's been a cockroach, and you know that. Okay, that's true. Mm. But they always say cockroaches will be the only thing left after when it's all said and done. Well, there so you I go. Maybe that. it'll be the only one left. After but a nuclear no one war, they'll be... But, they'll be... But, uh, who's, I don't even know who's in TNA now. Well, okay. Jordan, Jordan they, Devlin. They just had... Okay. This is how sad it is. 
You don't even know who's in TNA and you don't even know what it is. Larry, they had their WrestleMania this past weekend. I know. Didn't Jordan somebody win? Sparks somebody win? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'll tell you I that that the I will wor- not waste time on the, the world champion now is Rich Swan. The, the guy that Rich Swan. The Who guy. Was I thinking Jordan. I don't know. Who was the guy with lotion? Orlando Jordan. Lando Jordan. Yes, that's racist. Okay, so no, it's not. He was that. He was in TNA. I know, but you just I said it. And he's still floating around there, right? You just did the interchangeable black guy gimmick, <laughs> like, TNA, like uh, like WWE's been doing. But oh, God. let me tell you that Rich Swan. Interchangeable black guy gimmick. It's horrible. W- Vince loves that gimmick. I hate it. I don't but, know if it's really a gimmick as far as just that's Vince. No, I know it's Vince. It's Can sad. you imagine if you were an African-American executive in his company? I know. And there were two of you? First of all, like that would ever well, happen. Well, no. WWE it would be sucks. amazing because you could switch off every day. Just one of you go to work. It would be amazing. In I fact, know. I, this is to all our African-American listeners, get yeah. a job with WWE, all of you, and then work your schedules out and just – Every day, just one of you go to work. If there's like 10 of you, that's you're working really like every good, 10th day. That's a really good point because Vince is Vince that is bad. Like, good to see ya. Oh, it's horrible. Is it not true? No, I'm, it's a sad state over there. We're going to talk about it then. Oh, my God. Vince, the, Vince what's his name? color that, blindness, but only the, one color. And that the, color guy that, the guy that tried well, to use the bathroom. It's actually the absence of color. Or all the colors mix up. Okay, Dwight Schrute. Actually, the monster's name was Frankenstein. Okay. So, listen. So the, the point I'm trying to make here is that Rich Swan is the champ of TNA. Yes, Rich Swan, the the guy that kidnapped his girlfriend and threw her out of the car or whatever. Yes, that guy. That was a great storyline. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That was real. That was not a James. Oh, and James Storm came back and there's no Mickey James to throw in under a train or whatever. <laughs> and Hornswoggle came back. What? Yeah, that one I did miss. Yeah. Horns, Hornswoggle, James Storm. And it, what name is he using? Just Swoggle. Oh, I thought he was doing Jesse Dylan or whatever. Dylan James or whatever his name is. <laughs> what is his name? Like, Dylan something. Dylan Postal. Thomas. His Dylan Postle. Thomas. Yes, he's a great Irish author. God. Yes. His, his books were stories, <sighs> all short stories. That's the joke I'm going for. All Good short job. stories was it. the joke that should have been made there. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. Good job. Famous okay, Irish so wrestlers. so before we get into our reviews of anything, um, let's JJ uh, Dillon, JJ Dillon. Let's um, let's <laughs> do a special review. Do do do, do special report. Um, I've been looking for the WWE ice cream bars replacements. Uh, those those little squares of ice cream. What were they called? Ice cream sandwich, right? Eskimo pies. Yeah, and uh, not Eskimo pies, but. I finally found them at a local store that Larry would know and works really? for. Yeah. Why are you buying stuff there? You because yell they ha- at me for oh, never oh, having time because it's not- to do anything for the show Listen, and you buy stuff there. Because we never go there, but it's a Good. it's a it's the grocery store only kind. There they have those? Yeah. Oh, we don't have them out here. Yes. But it's the grocery store only kind. And they have well, then, really, really, really cheap and plentiful balanced breaks cheap, that I'm looking for. What? what are you saying? 
Cheap and plenty. When you would get those, they're terrible Halloween candy. They were cheap and plenty, cheap oh. and plenty, cheap and plenty. That was a good commercial. Because um, I remember it. That it's not good. It's cheap. Um, so, oh, I wanted to talk about the Little Caesars Triangle. Hot. Okay, well, finish up. Wait, no, to finish up with your ice cream. I'll never remember. I'll remember. I got my fingers crossed. That's okay. how I remember things. Okay, that's good. Keep it, keep them crossed. Um, so. <laughs> so I just, find if you're an alcoholic, this is a trick you use. So you have to you cross your fingers and you don't uncross them until whatever hat you have to do or yeah. remember is done. Is that how that works? It worked for years for me. Yep. Hey Siri, <laughs> set a remind. Hi, set a reminder <laughs> today for this afternoon for me to check the baby gates. Okay. Added to today's reminders. Thanks. Alexa. You don't have to one-up me. What are you doing? That's right. I've got an Alexa. Well, your reminder about, you said about the crossing fingers thing reminded me that I have to check on baby gates for pets later today because there's one oh, in the garage. Oh, I have a baby gate in my basement that I just got, I was cleaning the basement last week and I have a baby gate. So what, are you going to mail it to me? You know how much that would cost? If I send it to Amazon, they'll send it to you for free. That's very good. Very true. Very good. I do have a baby gate if you want one. I don't because you can't possibly. That's a thing you can't physically get to me without losing money. Larry, take a guess on how much that baby gate would cost to send. Uh... I don't know because we always get in this argument because you yell at me about how much I spend on postage. Okay, I like want I'm you some kind of postage baron just throwing money willy. You are. You're like a postage moron. You're like the your dumb and dumber. Tricks. You're the dumb and dumber yeah, guys with the one color suit on. I'm not listening. Throwing money all around like an idiot. Your birthday and Christmas. So sorry. Listen, I appreciate your very thoughtful gifts, unless they're oven mitts. Okay, but <laughs> however, <laughs> the dumb you. Word. You are the worst at knowing how to ship stuff. I, I, I agree. Am I okay. denying? I don't know. Who goes? I Last time I went to the post office, I had to blow the dust off that door handle before I went in. Come on. Who goes to the post office? I only go there to you drop off packages that are already so have postage on them. Do you hate going to the post office? Yes. We all do. Oh, Why let's don't... do an ad for that now. Oh, God. Are they okay, dead so, yet? No. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> You said we were going to do a gimmick on today's show, and then you forgot about it. I always say that. I say we're going to do all these wonderful things, and I forget about it. Well, it was something to do with the, the postage ad and podcasts. Oh, I would imagine I was drunk when I came up with you that You dropped idea. the ball again. Oh, Larry. Larry, we'd be billionaires. billionaires. About the, if, we're 15 if you did... Deep. Oh, my God. If the you did what you said... We were going to do, or what I said we should do, we would be billionaires. And then we could just do the show as a relaxing hobby. You got nothing? I got nothing. You're drinking I've got again. My fingers crossed for pizza. You haven't finished your ice cream bars <laughs> and, you're, and you're shopping at Walmart, so I have to work more. Hey, time. I didn't want to say the company's name. You're right. No one would know about what it. What is wrong me. with you? So I went to that dumb place. And sure enough, to get my balance breaks and my other stuff. And sure enough, yes, they had those. You mean your brakes balanced? No. That's tires. Oh, that's a They do tires too. Of course they do. Pies and tires. 
fixed. Ice cream bars. Yeah. So I finally got the ice cream bars. Now, if you remember, in the 1980s, I would go to IGA. Remember IGA stores? Yeah. Now that yeah. I do uh, What, International Grocery Associates? I don't know what it stood for. I think you're right. But I would go we to IGA. Supermarket. Because we, we had a local store when I was a kid called Keppel's. And it was just your mom and pop, whatever, Keppel's. Maybe Keppel's was a branch, a mom chain. I don't know. Pop Keppel's. I think. They bake pies while The Rock's dad was out back fishing. That's, Where did you grow no, up? No, 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 no. That's a different city. I'm that talking about. Allentown. Allentown was the hub of where all the wrestler stuff would happen, like the Jimmy Snooker thing with killing his girlfriend and all that. That was Allentown. And then we, Whitehall, specifically. Um, the Lehigh Valley, if you want to generalize. Yeehaw. Lehigh Valley. Yeehaw. So. I lived in the rock thing happened in Freemansburg, the rock's dad um, in Bethlehem is where I went to school with the rock. And when I talk about Keppel's, that's Keppel's. That's when I was much younger and I lived in um, Moorestown next to Bath, Pennsylvania. So in Bath, this. Okay, um, did you really do all this or are you just pulling stuff out of a Billy Joel song? No, this is real. Billy Joel played softball with my dad. That's, that didn't happen. I always like imagine. <laughs> I, I thought we'd found something. No, 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 no. I would always uh, think that when I was a kid, like I was like, did Billy Joel really, was he on the softball team? I'm not sure. I don't think he was, but anyway, that's not real. The rock stuff, all that's real. Rocky Johnson stuff, all real. Alpha and Sika living down the street. That's all real. All that stuff is real. Okay. But let me tell you this. What? Let me tell you. Playing softball is me. So anyway, I would go to this Keppel's, which eventually turned into an IGA. So it became, you know, whatever. It was bought out or whatever it was. Merged, conglomerate, whatever you want to call it. has got deep pockets. And I would go there. And this is when I was a kid and I was transitioning. I would, I was moving <laughs> from... Mo- not Larry. Oh, my God. What? It's a perfectly valid alternative lifestyle. That's, but I just didn't know this. That's fine. But that's it not... It is fine. Oh, my God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying transitioning oh. living living uh, cities, as that called? Moving. That's what it's called, moving. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow, you went all that way to go all that way for moving. I couldn't think of the word. Okay. Transitioning living cities. Oh, my God. In other words, moving. You're not listening. So anyway, this story's dumb. So <laughs> I want to... I'm going to cut to the chase here. You had I would go to Billy Joe playing softball. I know I did. Uh, I went to the IGA and I would always get the wrestling superstars bars there, the WWF superstars ice cream bars. And they were delicious. And the reason they were delicious was because the, the, of the vanilla cookie. It was all about the cookie because the ice cream was just good and the chocolate coating on the other side was good. But it was that cookie that you couldn't get anywhere else. You couldn't go to a store and buy that cookie. That cookie was weird. And whatever flavors it had in it whatever it was addictive so no 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 have you experienced because we've talked about this have you but not what i'm asking here have you experienced that wafer vanilla cookie in another product or as itself like can you relate it to like a vanilla wafer that you've had no because it didn't exist no because that's what i'm saying it's its own thing it's its own thing and you couldn't buy that and i don't know why so but as an aside, years Let later, me ask you this: Do you think it's intrinsic of that cookie, or do you think it's some kind of like? Do you know how? Okay, 
long time, but the, the regular whatever those ice cream sandwiches, that chocolate cookie tasted different. But I think a lot of it was because it was absorbing moisture and cold from you the mean ice wet cream. freezer juice. Something you know Gross. how it is. You know how spaghetti is way better if it's been in the refrigerator for a day in a, in a container, and then you eat it the next yes. day. It's better than yeah. So it might not be some kind of mysterious vanilla. I recipe. see what you're saying. It could be just because it's hanging around with the ice cream, right? Yeah, that is possible, but I don't think so. Um, okay. But the point is this: you you might be onto something like because as an aside, about a year ago, I found done any of those that show yet. What? We have done no asides this show. Yeah, none. We this is our first right one. Right on course. This is our first one. We've reviewed seven wrestling shows already. So, <laughs> as an aside, we're almost an hour in. Um, this should have been the episode. I know. As <laughs> four sides. Wow. As an aside, again, um, like a year or so ago, I went to, and I will drop the name because I couldn't find it anywhere else. No, I won't because they don't deserve it. I went to a big box uh, department store and I found a thing called Museum of Ice Cream. That's a brand of ice cream, okay? They have a vanilla ice cream with guess what in it, Larry? Pieces of that exact flavor cookie from the 80s. So, so it's ice cream with crumbled up cookie in it. Yes, and it's that same flavor from the 80s. So in the last year, I've experienced the flavor of the WWF ice cream bars. Now fast forward, and it was delicious, but then they stopped carrying that Museum of Ice Cream brand. Fast forward to <laughs> yesterday, and we went to that place two days ago. We went to that place and we bought the finally found the ice cream bars that have been out forever. Now here's my review. So first of all, these ice cream bars, depending so on where you get them, this is the first wrestling related review we've done on Do this episode. Time, show timer. Uh, yeah, fifty minutes. Oh my god, fifty five zero. So, <laughs> do you want my review or not? Obviously, I've waited fifty minutes for it. Is it was okay? Oh my god! The review is this: got the went to the store, got the ice cream bars, had to open one up in the car, had to do it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, first off, I know nothing about these. Who's on these ice cream bars? Okay, so they're all very popular. Current? No, no, no. Let me guess. Let me guess. How many different people are on them? Four. That's it. Yeah. Wow, uh, Cena. He's one. Wow. Okay. So I, that was I was testing the waters to see how <laughs> popular current wrestlers. Yeah. Would you Would you say he's the most out of date wrestler? Of nope. <laughs> oh no! Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so okay. Hogan. No. He's the racist, so you can't put him on there. Even yeah. though, even though it is one hundred percent vanilla, no chocolate allowed. Ooh, so it is just like WWE. Yeah. Uh, if it is there a Macho Man one? Yes, that's two. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Is it the pose, finger in the air, small trunks, no shirt? I don't know. You know why? Because the cookie print is bad. <laughs> okay. Wow. So two more. Yeah, two more. Undertaker. No, these are more current than the Undertaker. Oh, Rock? No, no, more current. Even more. Like, not... 
Roman Reigns? Yes. Okay, so that's three. Oh, no, really? And then you have to have a female. Becky Lynch? You're correct. Okay, so that's the no four. No way, Becky Lynch? Yeah, you got them all. Okay. Even though we did talk about this in the show once, so this was in your memory somewhere. Okay, so anyway, so that's what's on the cookie. Let's talk about the cookie first because that's what everybody wants to know about, but let's not talk about the flavor just yet. So the cookie itself... Um, well, first of all, let me tell you that these these things cost about a buck fifty. It's not too bad. How many cookies do you get? You, what does that mean? It's not a box of cookies. No, no, no. They're individual ice cream bars. Oh, I thought they were. In, didn't they used to be in a box? No. And if they were, that's not how I ever bought them. They were individually packaged in little boxes. like rectangular boxes. These are squares. Um, so these are in a little, my, a like my, soft packs. A lot of my childhood has lost a concussion. So I believe you, you did fall in that trailer and hit your head. Um, did so with a fish tank. Yeah. You did get thrown into a fish tank and <laughs> by your dead father. Um, thanks for bringing that up, Joe. You can bring up my dead father. I never have. I know. never have. I just want that to go down. I have okay, never so, done that Oh I think, God. what, every three episodes you have to bring up the fact my dad's dead, but All it's right. okay. I know. So, okay, we start with cookie, cookie or the ice cream? Is that Wait, fart? No. We, we okay, I just want to talk about, real quick, about the, the packaging and how it's bad. Because it's in this soft pack, it's already half melted and squished, but then, also, when you actually open it up, okay, it's not just, this, okay, the let, me original, go on a, let me go on an aside here, since we haven't Oh my God, okay, we're never going to get done. That should be packed in hard boxes, always packed soft, and things that doesn't matter if they would be in a soft pack, always packed hard. When when Batteries Larry come in a hard pack, why? But ice cream bars, potato chips, right? All you, they all get squished. Through. I know. Yes. Bread. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. bread. Why is bread not in a box? It's a good point because you want to be able to see it if it's fresh and whatever. So I'll, I'll, I'll trust you that it's bread. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take your word. That's fine. I, I will take your word for you have so a, many other things. I will buy a microwave and trust that there's a hundred and fifty dollar microwave in there. They don't cost that much, but but they yeah, do if you buy a good one. Loaf of bread. Mm. I have to see. I got to inspect that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, do you want to know what I did two days ago? I think is this a ago? fifth aside? No, this is absolutely on point. Okay. I went and I picked up a box of eggs, you know, the carton of eggs, they call them. Yes. And purposely did not open it up just because it annoys me when people open it up and inspect the eggs. I took them home. I didn't know. They could have could have been gross. They could have been busted. Wait. Been chicken. Could have been 12 baby But they weren't? They're fine. I Larry, then fine. you're dumb because how many – I can't think of how many times I opened them and there was a cracked – or two. It has never happened. I have never gotten. Are a bad you kidding? Egg. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I eat a bunch of eggs. Oh my god! I've I find not all the time, but I can think of a bunch of times when there was at least one cracked egg in there, and I was like, "Yikes!" And I put that aside and got another one. And it's not like the next one's always cracked. The next one's fine, but it's happened to me. I I actually. I have I I still haven't opened it. It's in my fridge. There could be there could be like twelve baby chicks with Eskimo coats in there just right now. I don't. And know. they tell the they t- certain stores tell the the cashier to check the eggs so that they don't have returns on those. Who returns an egg? 
If they're, you get them home and they're broken or you get them to the car and they're broken, sometimes it's because the customer drops it on the way there and they don't want to admit it. So they have the, the cashier check. Again, who returns an egg? Somebody that didn't get very far from the store and they want to get a replacement. It's not like they get their money back. So somebody didn't check the eggs in the store. Correct. On the way to the car is like, hmm, you know what? I should check. No, 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 Larry. I'm saying it's foul play. Get it? Foul (laughs) play. I'm saying that it was checked, but then when they get to the car, they've dropped it and then they bring it back in. That's what I'm saying. They're liars. They're egg liars. You're telling me if so, there is any person ice in the cream world, re- ice cream sandwich WWE ice cream sandwich review coming up. Drop eggs. Yeah. And then try to go back and scam back your dollar forty seven. Yes. No. There's well, no. Uh, what? Wait. Where are you getting eggs? That's only dollar forty seven. How much you pay for eggs in like California? three bucks? Three bucks for a dozen eggs? Yes. Holy crap! That's not what left Pennsylvania. You could be living in Pennsylvania right now and paying what a dollar. I could be flooded with eggs. <laughs> an egg million. <laughs> an eggs and L. Oh my there. god. Okay. Oh. Can I get back to the ice cream now? Sure, because that's not also a tangent, but whatever. Okay. It's not, it's a review. <laughs> People ask for this online. They asked on the Facebook group for me to review the ice cream bar. I'm doing it. How much was how much was your ice cream bar? A dollar forty seven. <laughs> That's the price it had. It was it's oh the weird God. store with the weird price. I can't. I didn't make that up. Gold check. You're lying. No, I'm not. Why are you when you know I'm drunk, stop, Larry. Was it really a dollar forty seven? Yes. Then why did I make up a dollar forty seven for that? I egg? said it earlier. Oh, it's one of those things where I don't know what. Okay, yeah, okay. Just like the how you guessed the four wrestlers on the bar, it was in your head because I said it on the show months ago. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Just trust me here. <laughs> Did you really say a dollar forty-seven? Yes. Right? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, yes. Ice cream. Ice cream. So the the, <laughs> the my fingers crossed for pizza. I know. So the <laughs> so, good. So the remember when we were doing a show the one time as another side and then I got just a pizza magically delivered to the house yes. and it was a mistake. That I and it was cheese and I got to eat it. That was awesome. It wasn't so great for me, but hey. Yeah. So the ice cream bar itself now with the WWF superstars bars from the eighties. It was, it was an ice cream bar on a stick, and then it had it was so it was an oval shape or an egg shape, kind of not like your eggs, but this egg. Um, and then the oval was a cookie on one side, and then the other side was coated in chocolate. So there was only one cookie. Well, with the sandwich, it is a sandwich, so this is like two cookies. But here's how <laughs> sloppy it is. Here's the sloppy shop that they run at Good Humor. At at Good Humor. They don't care about the print on the ice cream bar or on the, the cookie because it's all sloppy and bad. Because this is this is just, Larry, think of it this way. This is good humor just cranks these out for whatever company. So if it's, you know, SpongeBob or Ninja Turtles or WWE or whatever the, it is, they just print the stupid thing on there and then they pump these things out. So there's a million other but of these. But the print these, is your gimmick. But the print's your gimmick. 
So, yeah. but here's the thing: you don't know that because you just see the packaging because it's wrapped. Oh, uh, yeah. So you it doesn't matter. It okay. But Larry, you would think if you got like say a matcha, like okay, these are first of all these are blind packs, like everything else, you know, that they sell, like these kind of things. It with with the with the '80s version. This is the longest review ever. Excuse me, burp. With the '80s version, you saw the superstar you were getting on the box. So you'd be like, oh, I want to get the George the Animal Steel one. I need to see my bread, but I don't, don't, I want Macho Man, obviously. Well, then you, in the 80s, you can get the Macho Man one. Now you have to get, it's unfortunately, it's a one in four chance. But guess what? It's not really because of the way they sloppy shop make these. Because they take one cookie that might say Roman Reigns on it and have his picture and then one cookie might say Macho Man. And then they put it on the same sandwich. So if you turn the cookie over and there's no up or down. Like a Transformers so like, wrestling cookie. Yes. Yes. And there's no up or down to them. They don't care what how the cookie's on there. So you might have Roman Reigns and he's upright on one side of the cookie. And then you flip it over and Macho Man's like on his side. Yes. It's really okay, sloppy. Wait, 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 no, okay. There's two ways to look at this. I'm okay if both sides are either let's say let's say I'm looking at the cookie from a side view, right? Yeah. And on my right hand, Roman Reigns is is standing straight up. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. On the left hand, I'm okay if Macho Man is standing straight up or if he's upside down because you have a rotation. Correct, but he's sideways. Yes, if he's side. Okay, you got it. Like quantum in quantum physics, you have you can have a rotation of one, which is you rotate it completely around before it's one. And you can have a rotation of two, which you would have to go around twice. Correct. Like say, you know, a rotation of one half would be like a playing card. I'm talking about quarks here, but you, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Not maybe not about quarks. No, I totally understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, yeah, with the rotation value is okay. If, if if I'm eating the co- or looking at the cookie and you behind me or on the other side of me say Macho Man's upside down, I can rotate right, and he will be right. So so either way is fine. But yes, what you're saying about if he's sideways, it's random. Yeah, uh, what yeah, I'm saying is it's random. It's Sometimes it's the same. I okay, but anyway, let's talk about let's talk about what this product is first of all and what it's not. Guess what it's not? An ice cream cookie. Right. It's a four polish. No. It is not. It is not. You're real close on that one. It is not an ice cream sandwich. It is not ice cream. No, it's whipped topping. That's a dessert topping. It's frozen dairy dessert, which is something that you, you have to put if it's mostly chemicals and not just milk, cream, sugar, and other natural ingredients. So if you ever bought Briars before Briars ice cream and you bought Briars ice cream natural vanilla, that's ice cream. But if you ever bought Briars Oreo flavor, that's a f- that is not ice cream. That is a flavored dairy dessert with Oreo flavorings and a million chemicals. That's not ice cream. And they are very specific on the package that it's not. They're not allowed to say it's ice cream. And so just like this. You're calling it a frozen dairy dessert? Yeah, you have to. It's some weird chemical mixture. But isn't ice cream a frozen dairy dessert? 
Yes, but it also could be called ice cream. Oh, it's one of those, all these things are this, but not all of Squares and rectangles? Maybe, Larry. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So anyway, it I searched the whole package, Larry. It does not say ice cream bar anywhere on there. It does not say ice cream sandwich anywhere on there. Do you know what it says? Says it says good. (laughs) What does it say? No, go. I can't. It says WWE good humor (laughs) cookie sandwich. Larry, (laughs) do you know what a cookie sandwich is? A cookie sandwich would be if there were cookies inside of a sandwich. So they don't even they didn't even name it right. No, what if it? eh, You're kind of right. I am right. Because a turkey sandwich, the turkey's in the middle. Yes. Okay. A cookie sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I get this in the wrestling. Point is, somebody says a something sandwich when somebody goes against a turnbuckle. All the time. They always say yeah, that. It's not. Yeah, like, it's a, not. oh, it's a chair sandwich. No, it's a wrestler sandwich, you idiot. Yes. But, yeah, but yeah, you, you and, but it's still not a sandwich because both sides don't match. That's fine. But the point is this. Like a it's pin not, can technically be an open-faced sandwich, right? right? It's not, yes. It's not, <laughs> I don't want to get into that. I wanna get, we're not going to get into the hot dog debate if it's a sandwich or not. I'm not doing it. It is. Stop. But it doesn't matter. It's still. I know. It, you could, it could be a sandwich and a hot dog. It's a hot dog is a type of sandwich. Can so. it be both? Um, so this is not an ice cream bar. It's not an ice cream sandwich. It is not even ice cream. It's good humor, frozen dairy slop thrown between two cookies. Now. But, okay. In defense, all this junk food is slop. But is it good tasting junk food? Okay. And that's all that matters, right? Yes. So, I ate it. And it's not bad. It's it's a weird... Okay, first of all, it's all vanilla. So it's vanilla, dairy dessert, fake ice cream. And it's vanilla cookies. So it's very vanilla, which I love vanilla, okay? Yeah. When you ask... Well, I like it I, most things. But. I might be one of the most basic people on earth when you ask me what's my favorite kind of ice cream. Vanilla is in my top two or three. So... I Okay, I think my favorite vanilla, I haven't had ice cream forever, but I think my favorite was cookies and cream, which is just vanilla, vanilla. and Oreos, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess uh, it's, it's tastes good. Okay. So for, does it taste like the one from the 80s? No, not at all. Not even close. It's nothing like that. But... As an ice cream sandwich that's not really ice cream, that's really just frozen dairy dessert, it actually is pretty good. It has a little bit of a weird chemical taste, but the cookie itself, the cookie's good. It's not the cookie from the 80s, but it's good on its own. I would give this this ice cream sandwich actually a 7 out of 10. It's not bad. Now, that's your 7 out of 10 if it was just something someone handed you, you didn't know what it was, and they were, how does this taste? Yeah. It was pretty good. Now, in relation to the old one, though. Oh, then it gets like a failure or whatever grade you want to say, because it's nothing like that. The The one oh, from the sorry, 80s, the one from the 80s is like a 9.9. I mean, it's like almost perfect. You know. It's, it's, it's spectacular, but this one, it's OK. It's worth trying for a buck 47, I would say. <laughs> Definitely is worth worth a shot. 
Don't forget it's not ice cream. You might not care about that. Don't forget that you're the cookies can only have one of four people on it and then within that package maybe it'll have two different people on it and then they won't even be lined up right but again you're not going to care about that if you're just eating it it doesn't really matter okay but let's talk quality control I oh there's no there is machine. none Larry. it's there a machine is, right there's not some correct there's no person woman old lady right taking cookies and putting them on but top the, of ice but the machine right but it's larry machine. The, the machine doesn't know the difference between which way the cookie is turned it only knows that there's the print side and the blank side it does that's all it knows but i'm more bothered by the i'm not as bothered by the fact the two wrestlers don't match up even yeah though they should okay i'm much more bothered that you're telling me one could be sideways yeah. where the other one could i should have taken pictures so you could see that but yeah oh who did you eat all of them. I oh, bought a whole. I, I bought a whole bunch. No, I I, okay. I didn't just buy one for the car. I bought a whole bunch of them. So, excuse me. There's only four wrestlers, so I saw all of them. Okay. So. I did. I, just, I thought you just bought one. No, I didn't pay attention to see if there was one with the same person on both sides because everyone I remember, it was different on each side. So I should buy one and eat on the show. It'd be the first ice cream I've had in like. Why oh not you? God. 20 you, years? Larry, what do you think the calorie count is, is on this little ice cream sandwich? Oh, good golly. Uh, 147? Yes, 150. <laughs> really close. Is it? Yeah. It is? 150. Oh, my God. I just guessed 147. You win. Because the I'll... price is right. So now you're going to die. Actually, that's not terrible. No, it's not. It's for. It's a pretty nice-sized yeah, I mean, sandwich. It's not bad. Yeah. It's it, I, I, Okay. I don't know. What's the size of them, would you say? Uh, little squares. So, like, um, like look at your iPhone, and then it's like... Okay. If Looking. you could take that rectangle and make it into a square, it's about that, it's about that perimeter. And then it's about mm. as thick as, like, half... A little half smaller than I thought, but still 150 calories for something you're probably going to only eat one and then move on. That's not bad. Yeah. And then the thickness is about as thick as... As thick as a brick in half, so half a brick. Okay, that, that's actually if you're going to eat junky food, I don't think that's that bad. No, it's not. You know, at all. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. It's not. Now, if you're worried about, about the food, right? If you're worried about the chemicals, it's a death trap. So you know, whatever. Hey, guess what? That's our life. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's everything. So, but anyway, that's my ice cream WWE not not ice cream good humor frozen dairy dessert cookie sandwich review. Seven out of ten is not bad, you know. No, I, at least it's, it's, it's above not average. Completely, a, you know, horrible thing. Actually, I'm I'm impressed with the review. I know that you weren't. It's not what you wanted, but hey, better than I thought. Yeah, I I would I would much rather I would rather see it more than four people on on the bar. Yeah, but. I know. But it's one of those things where you know when they manufactured these, they had to come up with four people, and it was like, well, who's going to be yeah, and, you, gotta have a lady. you know, who's going to be relevant? Have a modern wrestler. Right. And they're like, okay, so the, the, the people currently on TV will be Reigns and Becky Lynch. And then they weren't because Becky was out and Reigns was out at the time when these came out. And then yeah, no they way. were like, and who's from the past? Well, we'll go to the 80s and have Randy Savage and then we'll go to the 2000s and have John Cena. So they thought this through. It's just the problem of, you know... It, if you go well, back to the they 80s, wanted Hogan, but he's never going to sign off on two chocolate things around a white center. It's just, oh, well, the, although we all know that's his search terms, I know. but still, I know. that's how they are. Yes, 
But there's no chocolate version of this, Larry. It's all vanilla. Sorry. Well, that was a good show. Good show, Joe. Great. That, oh, that wait. We didn't even start yet? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. It's time for to tell you how NXT was bad. It was. You failed. You didn't cross your finger for the pizza. Oh, I, I, I'm drinking. Oh, my oh, God. Pizza triangle, Joe. I did. I swear to you. I swear I had them crossed like so long and I don't know where I lost it. I think it was the. Oh, I lost it when you told me to pick up my iPhone. Are you serious? I never said pick it up. I was crossing in my left hand and you said, look at your You said, look at your iPhone. What am I supposed to? I picked it up. Oh, my God. I never said that. So, again, this is kind of on you. Mm, It's not. Most things, but they're kind of on you. You can blame me, but you're wrong. But anyway. okay, so. Um, the pizza thing was, I guess I figured out the, the, the triad of, of problem with everything in, in the, well, it's actually for everything in the world, but the triad of, of little Caesars, because what is the mantra there? It's $5 pizza. You'll be okay. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But it's the triangle of, you could, they, it's, you don't know how many times in my life I use that quote. I believe you. And, which is kind of, I, I think that might make you feel good, but in a way it kind of should make you feel bad because everything you've done in your life, I probably use that thing more <laughs> no. of all we've been through, Joe. I believe That's it. That's my takeaway. I know. I know you steal all my stuff. It's fine. That, whatever. You can have it. It's free. It's public domain or whatever. Five dollar pizza. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, so the, the, people are going to be like, when I say this, they're going to be like, duh, I already knew this, but that's not the point. Yesterday I thought about it and it's like, they say it's hot and ready pizza, right? Oh, don't get me started on that. But what's the other point on that triangle? If hot's on one point of the corner of the triangle and ready's on the other, then fresh would be the last point, right? Oh, so you could never have. You can never have all three things, right? Because if it's hot and ready, it can't be fresh. Yeah, it can. No. I, I, I say it can. I, th- I thought cheap was the... the... We're t- that, well, when okay. you talk about the oh, qu- triangle wait, wait, okay. quality, I've yes. I've got this confused with my dating life. Mm, okay. <laughs> No, so what's what's the triangle for for quality? It's it's cheap, fast. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I understand for food. cheap, fast, good, right? Yes, yes. So, yes. For, so if it's hot but it's already ready, it's probably not fresh. If it's yeah, hot, true. if it's hot and fresh, then you have to wait. So it's probably not ready. If it's ready, I don't think the triangle works. Okay. Never mind. No, here's my thing with that triangle. <laughs> Is the fact that I don't think it's right. It's hot and ready is fine. I think that's what you're. <laughs> you're it's not so much a triangle as a linear thing. Okay. Hot and ready, and you go into that, making the gamble that it's fresh. Okay. When you're here, hot and ready, you're like, oh, it's hot and ready. Maybe I'll get lucky and it's fresh. Yeah. Maybe I won't. But there's this place that sometimes I will stop and grab a slice of pizza. Yeah. And they're actually really cool. Because you'll go in and you'll get it and they'll give it to you, but they'll be like, yeah, this is old. You can just have it. That's like a score. Nice. 
Yeah. And when I was in college, we used to go down to the Kmart. Remember the Kmarts? I do. The Kmart had that stupid, weird deli thing in the front. I remember a cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called. Cafeteria yeah. deli. But if you went in there right before close, you could buy all their submarine sandwiches. For like, they were like, we'll give them all to you for five bucks. Wow. And you could come out with like eight submarine sandwiches for five bucks. That's and, like and um, yesterday at Taco Bell. We got our order. And we went through the drive-thru for pickup because you do it on the app and then you go to the drive-thru. And then we realized, I went, oh my God, they have dragon fruit freeze now. And it's happier hour, so that's only a dollar. So, I know nothing of anything you just said. What is dragon fruit freeze and what is happy hour? I know what happy hour is. Okay. Dragon fruit freeze. We're going to talk about wrestling eventually. Dragon fruit freeze is they have freezes there like Slurpees. Did not know that. Years for years and freezes? years and years. Yes, many years, Larry. I'm out. I'm out for the protein. I have no. I don't have okay. I've never bought a drink at Taco Bell in my life ever. They just got rid of shredded chicken yesterday. Oh, I heard that. Now is that a permanent thing? Yes. Why? Because they hate you. I don't know. What? Well, no, I don't. Okay, I don't mind one where other chunk shredded. I don't give a shit. Right. Whatever. What? Oh my god. I don't give a whatever. I have to edit that out. So, but no. What's your question? <laughs> no, you said happy hour. What they have that? freeze. It's called, no happier hour. Actually, happier hour is just from two to five. They give you. They let you buy any medium drink or freeze for a buck. That's all. Did not know this. Yeah. What is? What hour is this? I just said two to five. That's not an hour. I know, but that's what the, that's the window. Some <laughs> okay, stores so do one. Window. Some stores do one to four. Anyway, the point is this: what we is get through the. We, it's like, a, are you sure this is a California thing? I wouldn't. How do I know? I'm not in an Ohio Taco Bell. I don't. Okay, so go through the register and go through get get your stuff. But we already paid online, so you ask. Oh, register. You went inside. No, no, I said we already paid online, so you go through the drive-through. Sorry. Okay, I have not been. I have not been inside a Taco a Bell in probably five years, and I go there weekly. Okay, go through the drive-through. You say I you do. did the app order. They get your food ready, but then you think of another thing you want. So I was like, "Crap! I want to drag. I want to try that dragon fruit freeze. I really want to try it." So you get out you your credit card. Around. So you get. You get your credit card out. You're at the drive-thru. They're handing you your food. And you're like, can I buy one more thing? Can I just get a happier hour dragon fruit thing? And because that's so much of a hassle, you know what they do? They're just like, here. And they just hand you a free dragon fruit freeze. Because it was only going to be a dollar and they don't feel like running your card. Well, first off, you're a monster if you do that. What? I didn't. I I had the card out. I was going to pay. Do you know how much I, I worked in fast food? Do you know how much do you know how many times I saw people lick buns and stuff? Don't mess with these people, buddy. They, I watched I watched a guy lick every bun from an entire from Wait, packs. Who's messing with someone? Because I want an extra thing? Yes. Yes. I really wanted it. I don't care. What you then you know what? You drive around and you get back in line. <laughs> Like a responsible human being. Well, they handled it in the best way possible. Here's a free freeze. 
Oh yeah, I did enjoy that free freeze. Worth a dollar. Thicker because you know what? I bet it was a little thicker than you thought. All right, that's not how that works. Oh, I've worked. You, I worked for Wendy's. You wouldn't believe the things I did. I, I saw there. Oh, you said God. did. I. <laughs> it's too late. You admitted it. You're a monster. <laughs> you need to leave the show. <laughs> I think I did, didn't I? I'm sorry. Get oh, your bags. God. Pack them. Get out. <laughs> we cannot have that kind of monster on the show. Never mess with people who touch your food. Ever, right. ever, they ever. They already... Oh my God! Nobody Joke. messed with them. Okay. They already handed us the bag of food, and I asked if I could have the drink. They've poured it. it the machine's right there in window sight. They did right. it in front of me. Okay. Larry, I'm just saying. How? Oh my God! Really, really, you you actually changed your order at the window? Didn't change it. I just wanted a dollar drink. Change. Adding is changing. Oh, my God. Whatever. Hey, you're, you're okay with yourself. You do you. If that's the most <laughs> inconvenient thing I've ever done to anyone in my life, I'm fine. Okay? Too bad. <sighs> dragon fruit. I don't even know. If, I don't. I never know when you're screwing with it. Dragon fruit. What? Why, would, why is that fake? A real thing. Oh, my God. That's a real fruit. Can we do Seriously? wrestling now? Wait, wait. You never ate dragon fruit in your life? Okay. You have went so Cali. I'm sorry. You've been in California for what, 20 years? Whatever. I had dragon you fruit when I was a kid. So oh, my God. Not. Is it? Oh, hold on. Let me search this. You're a goofball. There's seriously a thing called There dragon. was dragon fruit Sobe, I think, in the 90s. Dragon fruit. Oh, my God. Okay, it all looks like BS because every picture is something different. Okay, whatever. What? This is not real. It's like a cousin of the pomegranate. What do you mean? Of course it's real. Pomegranate, then. It's not a pomegranate. The pomegranate. Oh my God, it's not. It says right here dragon fruit is just another name for pomegranate. Shut up. (laughs) It does not say that. Wikipedia right there. (laughs) That's, That's not the entire what Winklepedia. Dragon fruit is just another name for pomegranate. That's the entire Winklepedia article about. I don't believe fruit. you. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a thing you would make up. It's a good show. Good show. Good show. That'll hold. Right. That'll hold them. Okay, so NXT. Here's my review. It says NXT sucked. <laughs> here's my five bullet points and my one nice thing. Okay. Okay. Oh, hey, hey that's a good thing for life. You should, you should tra- trademark that. Five okay. bullet points and a nice thing. I trademark everything, and then everyone just steals it anyway. Yeah, but it's nice to have that little I wrote Lost, there. remember? Okay, two... Here's NXT. Okay, two, th- th- my, okay, I've never said this to you, but you say that all the time. But you're you're claiming to write something that was terrible, and I understand that your, your take on it was way better. I didn't say I ever wrote down the important things that were just in my head, and they only had a bunch of garbage to work with. It was incomplete. I know, but I'm saying you wrote down something that was going to be cool. Yes. But it was super junky. Yes. When you just throw out there, I wrote lost. So why would I admit that I made a horrible thing? I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe they think that they're bragging about. I can't believe it's not butter. Um, So here was NXT. 
It sucked. Two pedophile matches. Legally, I can't say which ones. Ember Moon wrestles as a heel, then gets attacked by yet another heel. The show is really hard to watch and then add to that bad commentary. And Vic Joseph, I don't know what the count was, but... Oh! 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 I can't stand him anymore. 15 ads for Tank Liar Havoc cutting her head with a pretend razor blade and howling. Then, finally, Lorcan and Birch turn heel and win the tag titles and Football Head comes back as their, like, leader. Yeah, and he's got some kind of uh, chrome dome mask. It looks so uh, stupid and it's almost... And it looks like it's falling off his head immediately. And you know what you do? Give a guy a weird, unique mask that he's only going to use once. What? I don't... (sighs) Okay, so the one nice thing? What? Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Johnny Wrestling. Yes. That whole segment with him and Candice was was awesome. That was great. He hates the wheel. He's like, I hate wheels. You know that. And he kept getting matches where he would die, like buried alive and casket match. It was awesome. Why does the wheel hate me? See, I love it. It was really good. I'm tired of watching wrestling where I see wrestling. I'm tired of watching WWE where I see wrestlers doing all the heavy lifting of entertaining me. Whereas you have an entire machine that should be behind them doing that. Yeah. Because I know WWE is not making them entertaining. Right. They are making them entertaining. Oh, Larry. I can't stand it. And then, oh, John Gonzalez gets cuts a promo and says, blah, blah, blah. I'll get you, Rhea Ripley, at Halloween. And then she waits, <laughs> she waits and waits, and then goes, Havoc, because she couldn't remember what it was called. And, what okay, the? So we're talking about what we hate about NXT. I really, I, Beth Phoenix seems like a woman after my own heart. She seems like a lovely person that, just great. But it's not working. No. Everything, they're like, it would be like me and you doing the show, and Amy is downstairs. And every once in a while, we remember her, and you're like, what did you think, Amy? And Amy's like, oh, yeah. But I, I don't forget, but don't forget, there's somehow a weird delay, and she has to scream from the basement or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It just isn't working. Mm-mm. And it makes her, she is not stupid, but it makes her seem stupid. She seems like a the delay goofball. and how they ignore her. And it makes it seem like she has nothing to add because right. they ignore her so much and then toss to her for something, you know, inane. Yeah. I, it's a disservice. If you're going to have her do commentary, which she's not horrible, at least have her there. Yeah. Or, or don't, don't use her. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the Johnny wrestling thing was really funny. It was fantastic. It's a shame that there were now we have two pedophiles and a football head on on there. That's a little much. But those maybe okay. Those are our hobby horses. But that's not what I'm sorry. Everybody else. But let's. I'm just saying. Set it aside for now. Everybody else is not interesting. No. The only interesting person is uh, the stalker guy. Uh, you say he's interesting. I say he's. I'm done with him. No, no. Yes, I, I like that. That guy has potential. But his matches suck. Like he's so boring. 
He's that's his character. I don't boring. Oh, okay. I, I, he's the only person I'm interested. I'm kind of interested in Cameron Grimes just because he's trying so hard. I guess at least he's trying. I guess so. Good on you, Cameron Grimes. But you've been stuck. Everything you've been stuck with has been crap. So now those people are colliding. That's the only yeah. matches I'm interested in as far as matches go. Oh. Wow, that's nice. Okay, so that's it. That's your NXT review. Okay. So let's do a good wrestling show. I, you That's know what you. I've been wondering? Joe? What? This whole New Japan, how the, 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 oh the my God, Larry. Changed. No, seriously. Fine. I, I'll, t- I'll talk I, about it right now. Go. Okay. So Larry has to pee. So I'm going to talk instead of pausing, I'm going to tell everyone that the G1's over. We talked about that. Fantastic ending. And now we are on the road to Power Struggle. And Power Struggle is going to have a bunch of awesome matches. So if you get New Japan World right now, um, you will get a bunch of, of crazy matches. Um, and also, uh, the great Okan, who used to be called the great Okarn, and before that, Young Lion Oka is back. Um, and he, at Power Struggle, will be facing Okada. We also have... Uh, Juice Robinson is all off the top of my head. Juice Robinson. Uh, no, not Juice Robinson. Tanahashi against Kenta. Tanahashi? For the United States title uh, championship shot at the briefcase. We also have Kota Ibushi versus Switchblade with the G1 contract on the line. The contract for Wrestle Kingdom on the line. We also have Evil versus Naito for both titles. Again, the IWGP World title and intercontinental title. We also have. I'm actually. Wait, hold on a second. I'm actually yeah. interested. Can Evil speak English well? No. Oh damn. No. You know he's he's married to Io Shirai, right? No. Well, that makes me want him over here more. I know. No, it's more likely that she'll go back there, but um, but yeah um. He why? What if he, he here's what he can just say? Because I like him. Here's what I he would, can if, but I here's know what he could say. Korewa evil. He's this is evil. Everything is evil. Good. Yeah, I that's pretty, it. But I'm saying let's okay, let's be honest. Vince is not giving anyone a chance that doesn't speak English right. very well, unless it's funny. Mm. Which we'll get to later. Do you think Oscar's a clown now? I mean, she is. She is. I love Oscar, but she is. She's their clown. It makes me very sad. She should be their ultimate monster. She should. I know. She already was, and they they had Charlotte beat her. And where'd Charlotte go? Hmm. The longer Charlotte's gone, the longer she's gone, the more likely she's winning the Rumble, and I hate it so much. I hate the fact you point that out. I hate. Ugh. I would say you are ninety six percent right. It's got to be. Wow. Well, it's the, it could be oh. Becky Lynch. I don't know when the baby is due. If Becky Lynch wins it with that papouse thing on her front where they put the baby, what did you call it? The one week bumble bumblebusa bumble bounce something like mm. isn't it bumbleusa something no, like that? That's, that's not what real it's called. Thing. No, it's not. 
No. Boom. Now yeah, you're just okay. Drunk. So that okay. was in it. That was a uh, a that was a uh, New Japan, right? Yeah. There's Wait. other matches like Yano okay. has to put his King of Pro Wrestling um, t- trophy on the line against <clears throat> I think Zack Saber Jr. Um, and then ah. and then there's there's other matches that are on Road to Power Struggle like I think. Um, Bushi and Hiromu get a chance at the junior tag titles against Desper- the champs, Desperado and Kanemaru. So that's a thing. And then, um, oh, and then Suzuki versus Shingo. Um, so that's going to be incredible. We've seen that before. That's awesome. And then also there was one more challenge made. Oh, yeah, it was that. It was the. Um, the tag titles, Yoshihashi and a partner of his choosing, either either Goto or Ishii, against Zack Sabre and Taichi for the tag titles at some point. But I don't understand how that works. And then also we have World Tag League and Super Jun- Best of Super Juniors coming up. And Larry, they're doing this. They're doing the tournaments simultaneously. So you'll really? have yeah. So you, one night you'll have Super Juniors matches and for tournaments, and then the next night you'll have World Tag matches with all different people in both because it's all the juniors in the one league, and then it's all the the heavyweight tag teams in the other. Yes. Hmm. Yep. Well, it's nice that some country has a has their number one wrestling organization is actually interesting and. Not only that, but because they're so responsible, those arenas are pretty full. Really? Everyone has a mask on. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they don't, don't have freedom. They don't have freedom. Oh, of freedom. course, right. They're they're, they're like they're like slaves with those masks on. <laughs> it might as well be. Oh my god, people are so stupid. Okay, AEW. AEW, I remember that show. We start off, J.R. flubs the first sentence of the intro. He sure does. And that is setting the stage for the rest of the night. What is wrong with J.R. tonight? He I, is I know just, we constantly bit. I know. Complain <laughs> about him. You are on but, fire with doing things you shouldn't do on the show. You only knew. Mm. Uh, but, wow. Gross. I, I Did he get stabbed with a present of knives tonight? He's just not on point tonight. It is possible. But, yeah, he's not great tonight. <clears throat> He has no idea what is tonight is an eliminator tournament. He has he doesn't know even know what it's called. Well, remember when Our, he did the he did commentary for the May Young Classic? Every show he was like, "Winner, winner, go home. It's winner, go home. Winner, go home." So that's his only comment about this tournament. He's so, a broken record of barbecue sauce. Well, he does have one other in this match at least. Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Oh my God! Okay, so JR is so kind of sedated in this match, but the only thing he could tell us multiple time is athletic big men sell tickets three times. He, he, he said, he said the place I used to work for that man that runs it. They like they they taught me that the the big men sell tickets, and they would like this big man. Yeah, it, but it's not even a burn on it. He says they're right about that. Let me tell you why this really peed me off. Because guess what happens in this match? Jungle Boy, who has not been wrestling a long time, who is not the big man, plays the role of the veteran. He runs this match. He, he sure did. Yeah. This this 
loss by Jungle Boy, because of course Wardlow wins it. Yeah. This loss by Jungle Boy showed me more that he's a really, really good professional wrestler than everything he's ever done. Yep. Because he, he ran this match, he knew his role, he put Wardlow over, he looked everything he did was I great. agree. This is the most impressed I've ever been with Jungle Boy, and he lost this match. But JR has to tell me the big athletic men are where it's at. Oh my god. Search terms. He sure did. Whatever. Yeah, Wardlow wins. He also had to say Jungle Jack, Jungle Jack, Jungle Jack, well, Jungle know, Jack. Because got, oh, guess what? Got to put him over. Uh, recap of Eddie Moxley. And we get to hear more of what happened last week after we went off air. Oh, my God. It was good. Eddie Moxley. I called him Eddie Moxley. I thought you were saying Eddie and Moxley. That's what I said. Why would you think I called him Eddie mm, Moxley? I see. But, uh, yeah. So, we, we get to hear more. Eddie is yelling at Moxley. It's... It's great. This is so good. This man is. And we come back from it and JR flubs again. That would go dump, dump, dump. JR, I don't. Yeah, everything he says is wrong. I've I seen know. you have a heart attack. I think I saw you had a, have a stroke tonight. So let, me, let me tell you what he did on Twitter. And I don't think it was last week. I think it was the week oh before. Oh, my God. Was this the thing you sent me and I sent you back? Um, or you just ignore my, my, my retweets. I don't ignore it. But I retext. Well, first of all, a few a few weeks ago, he tweeted a picture of his housekeeper's yes, butt. Yeah, this is the one. Okay, and I don't think she knew he did it, so that's not cool. And that, but let's forget okay. that. No, 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 no. Go back to this. Did he use that service where you can have someone clean your house and Ew. shorty shorts or maybe? Because, okay, explain what he did because this is a character. Flaw where someone shows you who they are. Yeah. No, but be, okay. You're talking to me like I know. Explain he tweeted our. He tweeted a picture of her butt, and he's like, "I hired the pros with a, like big eye emojis, yeah, whatever." The point is, he's just a scummy old man. Now I will correctly describe this. Okay. He tweeted. Good. That he hired someone to clean his home, which is fine. If I was a bazillionaire. I might do that. I probably wouldn't. I don't like people touching my stuff. But so this woman comes over and she's dressed. Doesn't matter. I don't care if she comes over in a tank top. Wear what you want. But she's dressed normally. JR's got a tweet, a picture of her in his kitchen cleaning. And he's like, what do you say? I hired the best to clean my house or something. Hubba hubba. Yeah. Taking a picture of this woman who's one, one zillionth his age, whatever. Yes. So he's gross, but then I circled the thing on the, did you see what was on his counter next to her? Go ahead. What was it? I circled it. It was a big block of knives. Yes. The knives. Yes. (laughs) He's got (laughs) clean the blood off him. They're okay. It was his own blood. Yes. I don't know if I want to keep a knife around that's had my own blood. That's like the George Foreman grill with part of your foot on it when you grilled your foot. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Okay. So, what else were you going to say about this gross? Oh, ending? so that wasn't the one thing I want to talk about. That just happened. I forgot about that. We can't no, cover it was that. Tweet. It was that he said, I don't, he tweeted out something to the effect of, I don't mind when people call me out on things. I know people hate me. But when they tag my boss, Tony Khan, in the tweet, that really makes me mad. Larry, he's mad mad that we're telling his boss 
that he shouldn't be doing these inappropriate things. That's what he's enraged about. This sounds like a guy that needs to get fired to me. And it sounds like he just asked people to get him fired. Well, here's here's my thing is you have this whole philosophy of you have to be a what is it called? Sociopath, a sociopath to make yeah. it. But the thing is, if you are a sociopath, you don't have your ego will not allow you to have a filter. Yeah. Filter is connected to ego. And once your ego is that big, you can't even allow, which we're seeing obviously in the presidency, you can't. So this Twitter thing with him is, is exactly, you get to see who he is right here. Yeah. And you know what? I wish his boss would see this stuff. I understand what he brings to the show. And I hate the fact that I know that it works and it puts it over, but. So I know, Larry, I Googled this and apparently on his podcast, which somehow, I don't know how that still exists yet. He works for AEW, but whatever. Um, he said he, it's all curse words. I couldn't even read this here. On his podcast? Cause I didn't. Yeah. I'm saying this quote here, it says, it says that guy, I'm not. I'm not, I don't have an impression for him, I guess, except for, oh my God, barbecue sauce. He says, I'm not mad at that guy that, that posted his opinion on Twitter, but the issue is he had to tag in Tony Khan. Tony reads his tweets. What? He's all over them. What? The guy that called me out knows Tony is going to read it. In hopes of making me look bad. There's where I get an issue. To your ears, I did suck. And if I did, I'll do better. You're going to single out Tony to make sure Tony hears that a fan has a negative reaction to my work? I thought that was pure chicken feces. It's just amazing to me the society we live in. JR needs to live in a society of no consequences. That's the same people that get mad and they're like, oh, cancel culture. I can't stand when someone does something horrendous and then you don't want to watch their works anymore. Yeah, because it's called consequences. If they're terrible, no, I don't want to support them. This is like the argument I get in with people about a certain president who said a certain thing about grabbing certain kids. Yes. Oh, that's locker room talk. What? You know what? You're responsible for locker room talk. You're responsible for everything comes out of your freaking mouth. So, especially if you're a celebrity. Yeah. Ah. This is, this is JR is, is thinks he's above getting, he, so he's saying he can do whatever he wants and you shouldn't be able to tell his boss about it. Are you serious? Wait, do do anything he wants in a public forum of on TV or Twitter. And then thinks that somehow, oh my God. Listen, if JR was doing something in his bedroom, then yes, that's absolutely his own business. If you're doing something on Twitter or national television or in an interview, hey, guess what? Open season, right? Yeah. So let's ignore JR. I'm just, I can't even believe that this is what 
This is like a, a criminal commits a crime and then he's mad at you because you called the cops. Yep. Well, guess what? You're the bad guy, not me. And not Tony. It's you, JR. It's you. I and can't this? even read this next paragraph here after it, Larry, because it's so full of cursing. But he gets mad and says, does, does this fan not effing realize this is my effing something cursed life? Oh, 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 that's right. If JR got fired from AEW, I don't know. He probably, he'd be on the streets, right? Yeah, because he has he no money and doesn't have a eat, podcast right? that that for some reason networks will pay him hundreds of thousand dollars for. I don't know why. Jared's okay. fine. Jared can be fired tomorrow. He's fine. Yeah. It's time as a society we realize about who who really needs help and who doesn't. I'm thinking millionaire JR doesn't need no, help. No. I'm not going to feel bad for million, millionaire JR. Especially, himself. Larry, if he says horrible things that are exactly. inappropriate on the air and then we tell his boss who may have been busy during that segment but we want to alert him that, that it happened. Guess what? JR, I'm going to I'm going to tell Tony more stuff now. Thank you. <laughs> because Hey, you, I wish Tony listened to our podcast. Me I too. Wish he, but let me let me say this. This is the horrible double standard that reflects badly on me. At least I understand why JR seems so distasteful, yet they keep him working. I understand what you get to that. I know. I don't understand why Velveteen Dream has I know. a job. I don't understand. That is – and that's not right. It is not right that I'm saying – you should forgive a famous person who is giving you something in return for their service. And you should, I understand that morals should be morals and stuff, but I will not understand why WWE will give Lars Sullivan I know. a push when he doesn't matter. AEW is getting something from JR. He's an idiot, but they're getting yeah. something from him. I know they're getting Lars Sullivan. Why? I, I don't know. A lot of tall people, a lot of big people. We can we can replace them. It's, but that's me. We get a Moxley great video. He talks oh about how God. Eddie was his friend. Again, AEW is taking something I don't like, which is just having somebody be there in video form and making it one of the best parts of the show. Yep. Kenny Omega versus Sonny Kiss in this tournament. Now, this was supposed to be Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega, but yes, Joey Janela. Jump ahead in my notes. Right. They tell us Joey is out because he had contact with someone who had COVID. Oh, my God. You're you're telling me something honestly and not yep. pretending that. Yeah, COVID he didn't actually. Exist. Right. And he didn't actually have COVID. He was just around somebody and they wanted to be safe. That's all. Yeah. Hey, guess what? You were honest with me and it looks good on you. Win win. <sighs> Kenny is amazing. Oh okay, my god. The intro is amazing. They run so, over his every Yeah, go. Keep in mind that he has not he's he was in a tag team, a very a successful while. tag team. Even though he wasn't a tag team wrestler, even though he said they weren't a real tag team, he was the champ with Hangman Page and then for he a long lost time. The, and for a long time and then lost the title. Now, this is his first real singles match <laughs> since that. So Let's talk about it. Yeah, what what happens here? What is this entrance of his? Because it's not his normal entrance. No. First off, the announcer runs down all his accolades, winding up with the fact he speaks so so Japanese so well. He translates 
for Nakazawa. Yep. And he once wrestled in North Carolina. Oh, my God. And Kenny just looks so cocky. Then there's dancing women with brooms. Those are the, was, they called him the cleaner. He was the cleaner, right? Amazing. Uh-huh. He comes out, wins with one cocky move on Sunny Kiss. Oh and my then afterwards, God. he shakes Sunny, but he's sitting in the corner looking all. Wow, he's good. He's really, really good. And the reason I say that's not just because of what he did, because you know he had input into this whole segment. Oh, it's all him. <sighs> this There's is a this lot is... of really intelligent wrestling people in AEW right This now. is the I'm the best, don't you know? But he's not playing a heel. He's playing a face that's doing all... He's doing. He's playing. I'm sorry. He's playing a heel that has all face traits. So, or you could say it the other way around. But the point is, he's being a. He's being very disingenuous or disingenuous. Um, you can't trust him one bit. But he's acting like he's doing nothing wrong. It's amazing. And, and technically, he's not doing anything terribly wrong. It's just no. This. I'm trying to think when we would get to this. We'll get to this in WWE, but remember that this is a good example of what I would bring bring up in WWE that is a bad example. But yeah, he wins. He raises Sonny Kiss's hands because yeah, he's a good guy. And the, <laughs> he's just a, he's the the best wrestler ever. But he's a good guy. It's amazing. And the joke is that his entrance was how many times as long as the match itself. <laughs> and his facial expression, which gets lost in wrestling anymore, but man, it does. But he, he is does. so full of himself, and so, it's amazing. This is this That's, is really good. Facial expressions are something that kind of is not a, a skill as anymore in wrestling. Yeah. I don't see it as much, but man, he's got it. He really has it. Yep. Uh, Tony talks to Orange Cassidy backstage. And Orange Cassidy's like, hey, sometimes things go your way. Sometimes they don't. But he says, well, I'll get revenge in whatever city. And Tony's like, uh, no, we're in Cincinnati. Which, is this true? No, he said, he, t- co- um, Orange said we're in Cincinnati. Oh, and then Tony okay, said, I, that's not right. And he's like, whatever. I have been to every major company's show, so I have to get to an AEW show. Sometimes. Oh well, no, they're not. They're not allowed to leave Dale's place oh, yet. No, no, because no. I'm sad now. <laughs> so I'm sorry. And Orange Cassidy says whatever. Yeah. Then Cody arrives. It arrives in a limo, and Arn is there with khaki shorts. But they're like, oh, arriving in style, and then Arn like gets out of the thing with cargo shorts on. He looks yes. ridiculous, and it's like that's not style. It's just amazing. Uh, but Arn and Khaki's just killing me. Uh, Cody is surprised he's going to get a rematch so quickly, but he's good for it because he's gained weight. And But tonight yep. he has the day off. Fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the whole weight gain thing with Cody is. but whatever. It's just to show that he's a, a real heavyweight now. I don't know. But but it's pretend. It's, they do that in – I know. They do that in New Japan all the time. So Now Eddie Kingston has a response video. And he's like, oh, you're talking all this stuff about how mean and horrible I am. And you know what? You're right. I hate what I've become. But guess yep. what? This guy. Listen, Eddie Kingston, I have I have, a, I have not been unfair. I did not like you, and I told you why I did not like you. Right now, you are freaking amazing. You, are, you know everything you're doing is right on point. 
Congratulations. If there's the proudest thing I am about our show is the fact that we could do an hour of BS in the B. No, the the proudest (laughs) thing I am about our show is we have never, ever latched on to anything and refused to give up our opinion. We've never said when we're right or wrong. And guess what? Eddie Kingston was did couldn't care less about him before. He's never impressed me right now. He is fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, you can change your opinion on people. I don't know where this came from. That's how things should work. I don't know if he's, if he's been this good all along and no one ever gave him the chance to really shine. But we are not, I don't believe for a minute Eddie Kingston is going to be AEW champion. But that doesn't matter because doesn't matter. I'm sucked into these characters, yep. the story, they're entertaining me. Take a note, WWE, because every time you have a match where somebody doesn't have a chance – it's hard for me to be interested because yeah. you don't let them shine like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pentagon El Zero versus M versus X times Pokemon. You could just say Mega Penta X. versus Phoenix. I don't know. That's all. Versus Ray Phoenix. Yeah. Eddie comes on a commentary. Oh, man. He is on JR from the start, and this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. God, as if I didn't just put him over enough. <laughs> He's talking to JR. It's amazing. What commentary. He wants to smack him. It's so good. Yeah. Think about this. Ray Pitt Phoenix versus Pentagon. I. How do you even. You know this match is going to be good. Yes. And it is. And anyway, it doesn't matter which one wins because Powerbomb, crazy Powerbomb, trying to figure out who won. Oh, Phoenix won, right? Phoenix, Phoenix won, went. but Phoenix looked concussed in the middle of the match, and I got really scared. Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder why. Because what was the – okay, the, that crazy you flip into a powerbomb thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Whatever. It doesn't matter who won. All that matters is we are a third of the way through this show. You can argue we saw three of the best wrestlers in the world tonight. Oh, we did. Yeah. I know we did. Kenny Omega – Pentagon and Phoenix. And I'm not saying they are, but you could argue it. Yeah. That's we, a pretty good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I know I'm marking for AW. Sorry. No, it's best true. It were- doesn't matter where they would wrestle. They're uh, on that list. Arcade machine recap here. So you know more about the arcade stuff than me. So. Uh. How uh, Marvez talks to the Dark Order. Oh my God! Reynolds rap. The tag team is there yeah. with Colt Cabana. Wow, they let Reynolds rap talk. Okay. Uh, Colt says he's on a mission to, you know, be a good singles wrestler, and then Reynolds rap gets to act like they're mad at Colt and they don't like him. That's something. Uh, I guess no one in the Dark Order likes Colt, except of course Pentagon. Right. Uh, except Uno, Brody so. Lee or, or Evil nope. Uno. Yes. So. It's all good. Let me let me tell you what I don't like about AEW. I always feel like I'm missing out on something. Yep. I feel like there's a lot You're of like, stuff. Oh, there I must have been all this stuff on Dark that I missed to make this make sense. Also, a lot of the stuff is on being the elite, which is fine, but you don't then is how it, are you supposed to know what it is here? Is it because I feel like there's a lot of ju- it's fear I feel right. like I feel like I know these people. Like yeah. they're 
they're people I know and I hang out with somewhat, but they also have a lot of inside jokes and stuff going on that I can't relate to. Maybe they all work at the same place and they're my friends, but there's a lot of things that go on at work yep. that I don't know. And about. that's the thing because the foil brothers are becoming stars on being the elite because they're getting a chance to talk a lot. But now this is his first chance here on AEW on dynamite. And it's like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. If you don't watch all those shows, which I don't, I see some of them. I see clips of them, but I don't sit down and watch everyone. And I don't watch dark. So well, here's, here's the problem. Cause it's I not had, a TV show. It's a YouTube show. I had eight, nine hours of WWE this week featuring people that I feel a little stale with. I yeah. had two hours of AEW featuring people that I want to know more about. I agree. Yeah. And I don't know how to remedy this because I don't want, I don't want another AEW Jeez. show. But <laughs> yes. Colt Cabana versus Hangman Adam Page. Yep. And Colt's only friend is Evil and Rusa at ringside. I, I want more. I want more of everything in AEW. I know. Everything they throw at me, I'm like, I want more of this. But I also don't want the overexposure that WWE has. I know. Has. I know. I it's know a tough. To it's a it. tough line there. It really is. Mm. Oh, by the way, AEW is supporting breast cancer the, this month, but not with the evil breast cancer people. Oh, and so. I hope they're not supporting it. But okay. You know what I mean. I, I'm all for supporting breasts. I do it as much mm. as I can. Uh, uh, oh, this match. Colt Command, Hangman, Adam Page. I don't understand why Colt Cabana comes off so well and Hangman comes off a little hanging back. But it's fine. It works. I, whatever. But Hangman takes a bump on the apron. Oh, my God. I thought he died. I want. I, do you remember a long time ago? And WCW, I think it was Vader okay. versus Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. And Cactus Jack took this incredible power bomb. Had to be Vader yeah. to the outside on the concrete. Yeah, and Bobby the Brain no sold it, and it was just this, the yes. worst power bomb ever. I do. But this why? Oh my god! This bump on the apron. It was like on the corner. Yeah, it was a Jeff Hardy. I don't care where I go or yep. what happens to my body. Bump. Yeah. The hangman took. It was amazing. Yep. Finally, a lariat. Hangman wins. I'm all good with all this. Yeah. Okay. Dark Order talks to Colt backstage. Oh, no. They take Colt backstage. So that round's over. Sammy Guevara, he's angry. He hates Matt Hardy. We get a video here. Yep. Team Taz comes out. Uh, Taz is obsessed with Will Hobbs, which I don't understand. Why do you want Will Hobbs to join your group? I don't know. I don't want him to. I have no problem with him, but I don't want him to join it. And then Taz says Ricky would have Darby's spot, title shot spot, if he would have right. been a better. I, whatever. Ricky talks. <sighs> Got to get me on board with Ricky. Sorry. I, I'm having a problem with him, too. He might be good in the ring, but I don't understand him on the mic. I'm not really convinced yet. And it's weird when he's standing next to Taz and Cage. Yes. I'm really supposed to pay attention to him. It's tough. Uh, and I have a, a line here that you're going to have to translate. Shane out, show out, road pulled n- out under. Shown. Shown out, road out, road pulled out under. 
What? Oh. So. Oh, got it. What? Um, no, I thought that was later. Shown out. Show out. Road pulled out under. Hmm. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the body bag thing, but that's later in the night. Yes, no, that's late. That, that, yes. Huh. And then Ricky promises to kill Darby Allen if he sees him again. He does. Okay. Then I thought I could get... translate that, but my... Shown out. Road pulled out under. I don't... Uh, lay dinner debonair. <gasps> okay. I'm going to need your help here because I am too drunk to do this justice. Okay. This, what, okay, first off, lead into this. Even though it's not the main event, which, hey, you know what? Props to AEW. This, WWE would have made this the main event. So this is the highlight of the show, but here it is and it's fine. Share, highlight of the show. (laughs) Jair has to pimp his barbecue sauce for the third time. Have ever used my sauce in another segment? Baby, using so my Chris sauce. Jericho. If they're not using my sauce, I'm, I'm a segment. Chris Jericho, MJF, they said they were going to have a steak dinner. They're having a steak dinner. They can't get the waitress's name right. So no. That's pretty funny. Then they have a steak off where they keep, I want a 20-ounce porterhouse steak, baked potato, and I want it well done. Why well, I want mine rare. Well, I, want, I want mine super medium. It's just so they rare off. Yes. Who's the manliest. It is so. awesome. Yes. Then Jericho says, hey, hey, what are we doing here? You know, what? Are, he says, we're, we're feuding next week. He says next week they're going to have a man on the street. Now, later on, Jer says it's a town hall next week. I, I thought he said what? State what? of the Union. Hmm. Okay, that's three things they said because one of them said town hall. <laughs> but Jericho says, but just picture what we could do if we worked together. Oh, my God. They do a musical number. All of a sudden, they go into like Patty Duke pose, like, and I'm like, wait, what is happening? And Listen. it's it's it, they start singing. And there's music playing, and I'm like, what is happening? And the curtains behind them open up in the restaurant, and now you can see there's a dance floor. And like, what? They start dancing, and guess what? Guess what? MJF's a crooner. And I found it's, it's, video footage of him in high school in his acapella group, the wait, Acapellas. Wait, wait, wait. What was the name of the acapella? Acapellas. <laughs> it's so bad and so awesome. <laughs> oh, it was amazing! I love that. Oh God, I love that. So, what the heck? Yeah, okay, this so is MJF, such. MJF is like had music. He was in an acapella group. Jericho does really well for somebody with no musical talent, I have to say. Oh, that's rude. (laughs) The point is, this was so out of nowhere. It just worked so well. I couldn't believe how well done this was. The one weird lyric was something about they worked together. Life is going to be we wow we. Remember we wow we? Well, I remember... Um, Woo woo wowie woo woo wowie wee wowie I think we wowie guy yeah I think that's part of the real song though no way really think yeah oh I thought they were referencing the funny thing where they couldn't get a Zach Ryder Zach Ryder to sign a contract I think he wanted to sign they wouldn't sign 
Yeah. But the but, point is, yes, it's what? it's me and my shadow mixed with a wrestling stuff. It's wow. This was really well know. done. I get drunk and tell the me and my shadow story about the town next to me. Could, but that's it is Halloween. There's a, hmm. There is okay. The town the town next to me has a museum. <laughs> To the guy who did Me and My Shadow, that music, uh, Ted Lewis. He played a clarinet. What, first off, a museum, that guy that plays a clarinet. I'm sorry, but whatever. It was some guy in the old days. He did Me and My Shadow, which involved a black man who would dance behind him as his shadow. And it was really convenient because also he would carry his bags and like be his servant during uh, a museum to this guy. It's Oh, it's disgusting. I hate this place. I don't understand, but why you didn't find Ten- it weird that that's the song and also that, that, that it's by your house. Everything's weird. But yes. Okay. So I got, I got, let me tell you before we go any further, I got again, really mad. Like you got about NXS and about the same people that said that, uh, Bray Wyatt was blues clues because they don't understand history. Um, I understand that's just their more modern reference, but the amount of people that said, oh, Seth MacFarlane should get the royal, you know, it's Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr., right? That's not, it's not, Seth MacFarlane is the biggest, listen. And uh, and, a guy beat his kids. Um, Sugar bears, sugar snacks are great. Milton Burrow? No. Until they kill themselves. Um, Uses. Yes, I know. What's Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby, Larry. Yeah. So anyway, so the people that said about the Seth MacFarlane thing, he is the biggest hack on earth. He is, if you don't know, Seth MacFarlane made his entire fortune on being a sociopath that stole. So he knew exactly what to steal from what. He never had an original thought ever in his entire life and you can tell that if you see i mean just look at the amount of references on all his shows he is he is is a hack he is a sociopath we know but like you we know that listen no we know that but people don't know that and not everyone knows that like listen you know who else is? I would honestly, if he came out as he was like Borat for the Hollywood yeah. elite, I would. Okay, this. that's fine. Listen, just like what's his name, the guy that wrote um, Ready Player One. Ready Player One, huge hack. But the thing is, I enjoyed that book. But had I known that you could just steal things from the eighties, same thing with Robot Chicken, same thing with with Family Guy. Had I known you could just steal all this stuff that already existed and then publish it as, as your own and go, remember this, remember this, remember this, and then make millions of dollars doing that, I would have done it, but I thought that was illegal. No, have you not? You've not seen any media for the past 20 years? I know, I know, but I'm saying I was trying to play by the rules. I should have just no. cashed in real quick. And just made the millions of dollars, and then do whatever I want with my life instead of just trying to yeah, like really play have. fair. I didn't know. Yes. Oh my god, no! All creativity is stealing now. I know, but I'm saying anyway. I'm saying people don't understand it, and, and so so there. Everybody on Twitter was like, "Oh, Seth MacFarlane, this is just Stewie and Brian." 
Yeah, you know what that is? It's from something else, right? This is yeah. all stolen. Like, not it's stolen in a way like a like an homage. This is just completely ripped off. So, anyway. Go back to I the show. I would that ripping off is an art form now. It is the art form now. Yes, I know. But I'm saying I didn't think you could. So, that's it. I'm just going to start stealing everything now. That's it. Me too. There, I just took two two things while you weren't weren't looking. Okay, I need a barbecue girl. I'm going to steal my neighbors. All right. So they dance. Right, right, right. Copy paste. High five. There, that's a new thing. They're even stealing from yourself is a thing now. Yes. Uh, You only have to do fifty percent of the work if you just steal from your first. Oh wow, that's true. Uh, So they do the dance. They come back, and it's the it's like I say, you got to do the wrap up. And they did it perfectly. Dance, and then they get their steaks, and they're all bloody because of the way that they they were trying to do a, a rare steak. But then the, the, it's the it's the perfect joke. So the beginning was one of them thought the waitress's name was Velma, and the other one thought it was Thelma. So they realize that they can't eat these steaks, and they're gross. So they're going to need to get them sent back to get cooked, and they yell Thelma and Velma at the same time, and that's the finish. Wow. They got everything in this right. Here's the thing. Comedy is not complicated, but it's hard. Remember that. If you remember anything from this show, comedy is not complicated, but it's hard. So, yeah. yeah. <sighs> in my notes, I wrote, why is there more show? I was typing this as I'm watching. Yeah. And after this, I wrote, why is there more show? Because right, this should have been the last thing. Again, WWE would have put this main event. Yep. But it's a wrestling show, so mm-hmm. they didn't. Yep. Britt Baker versus Kaylin King. K-Y-L-I-N-N. King? Whatever. Let's see how WWE, WWE, AEW handles a dog that bites me. WWE is wearing... God, I'm so drunk. Oh, my God. The heel is wearing pink. Yeah. Up. Oh, oh, that's the dog that bites Larry. But then Tony says she made sure to make told me to make sure she said she's wearing pink or she beat me up. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. OK, I'm fine. At least you gave me something. Also, what else you give me? There is a no name jobber in the ring. They let her look good for a while. She yeah. looked like she knows how to wrestle. Congratulations. I yeah. at least give some jobber the respect to let them know that. That let you know that they they are yeah. a real wrestler, not Scoffstreet. Burt Baker wins squash. Uh, then we see Darby Allen with Steve O, or I, or is this like a skeleton they've painted to look like Steve O? <laughs> I don't understand. He's old. What do you want? He's been around forever. <laughs> you don't have to lose 50% of your body weight just by being old. <sighs> but this was wow, just rooftop shopping cart. That's all this was. I honestly feel like Johnny Knoxville. Drain the life from everybody on that show secretly. <laughs> and then he's like, ha, ha, ha. And he moves on. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so they, oh, I don't understand. Face of TNT. Yeah. Who did they call the face of TNT? Um, oh, maybe he said that that uh, Cody was the face of TNT. Didn't he? No? That doesn't make it. Yes, he did. Oh, whatever. Did he? Okay. Yes, so, because Cody's. Cody's the TNT champion, and yeah. Okay, so the whole gimmick is here. Darby is going to put himself in a body bag and throw himself down a roller 
roller skating nope. skateboarding ramp. Okay. Yes. Two things. Number one, because everything always connects to me, which I like. Yeah. Uh, I found a body bag when I was cleaning the basement last week. What's wrong with you? So I no, I swear to God, hundred percent. So that's not used. But you're acting place. like you found it like someone else put it there. You put it there. No, I put it there. Oh I didn't God. remember I had a body bag from the army. Okay. But uh yeah. And the so army. Put, you got it from like a auction. Get out of here. I don't know where it came from. I know it didn't come from the army. I have tons of stuff left I stole from it. It wasn't a body bag. All I wanted to steal was night vision goggles. Do you realize night vision goggles, when you were in the army, are a higher security thing, or at least they were in my day, than your M16? Wow. Like It was easier to steal an M16 than night vision goggles. Wow. Which night vision goggles, I don't want an M16. I don't think you're supposed to talk about this stuff. Stop. I won. I won an M16. You're going to get us in trouble. Stop it. Game in the army, no. And then I just sold it. There's going to be like guys in suits showing up. Knock it <laughs> off. You wouldn't believe the stuff you could. Listen. Stop the it. Army no. You, I made more in poker, pool, and stealing crap. Stop it. I, Larry. I this is in, in salary. You're going to get down to war crimes now. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> war crimes uh yeah but the whole gimmick is they put darby in a body bag and roll him down a skateboarding ramp joe if i gave you 50 bucks would you do that because i wouldn't i wouldn't do that no because here's why here's why 24 pack here's why it doesn't look dangerous but because you're blind it is and it's blind people can't can't skateboard yes i am (laughs) i'm saying it's incredibly unsafe if they do my point is this. That's one of those things where he did that for nothing because it doesn't look like anything, but it is, and it could have like ended his career. He's an idiot. Yeah. Don't do a stuff. Yeah, that's a we'll get to that later on in wrestling. How how things look versus how they are. I put that this is not a Rocky moment. Like this is not from the Rocky movies. This doesn't put you over. No, nobody nobody did a montage of rolling down a, a ramp blind, blindfolded or whatever. No. What's that a good idea? What? That's my note. My notes say that a good idea. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe you were asking, was that a good idea? Rolling down in a bag. Oh, sure. Because you got nothing. Again, wrestling is all about appearance. Never take a bump that's that you think is, wow, I yes. know how bad this hurts. We right. don't see that. Yes. That honky tonk man guitar, I could take a honky tonk man guitar fifteen times a day. It's not gonna well, yeah, that's if junk. it's a properly gimmick guitar. Yes. But it looks great. You know, apron bumps, you it better not look worth great it. Gonna, no. Private party versus Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade versus the Dark Order, which is the the Reynolds reps, Reynolds yeah. and Silver. Foil brothers. I guess it's for the con- number one contendership. I don't know because I'm so distracted by the fact that Bunny is back as Bunny for Butcher and Blade. They have to show a clip to explain it. So QT Marshall has a new gimmick. He's lonely. It's not great. Hmm. Although he's... I'm not going to get into that. FTR shows up on commentary. JR says... And you can bleep, get ready to bleep this out. Jair says, losing is eating at the young buck's ass. And what is, yep, he did say that. What? What does that even mean? 
I don't think it means what he thinks it means. <laughs> I do not think this means match match. Sammy attacks Hardy outside just as a reminder, I guess. Denver is seen as a female. John Denver? I don't know. Denver is seen Famali. Fur for male. What? I don't know. I went real real quick. You were eating and I was drinking when we were getting ready for the oh The Young God. Bucks win. FTR with FTR, oh, wow. FTR with beer, Bucks attacked behind. I don't, oh, FTR gives them They the try beer. to give the Young Bucks drinks, and the Young Bucks are like, F that, and they swat the drinks away. Yeah, but then they're attacked by a mystery man in a mask, and a senior citizen in a mask. Who could it be? And, it, it be and that's what they're doing. They're going, oh, my God, who could it be? And I'm like, well, why would it be anyone but this one person? And it is. Because it's Tully Blanchard. What? And even next caliber goes, of course it's Tully. Yeah. Well, no yeah. And that's the end of the show. What? Yeah, so heel FTR beat up heel but the, young bucks. Right. But the point is they broke. So they broke Matt's leg with a chair for sympathy. So then now that makes the bucks faces. I don't know. But again, like I trust them that they're going to do this right. It's true. I'm still in it. I'm still invested. I I, tro- I totally trust them. And it gives the Bucks, it gave them something to do. I don't know why they did it, but there's. I'm sure there's a reason. Not like WWE where they do stuff randomly and there's no reason for anything. So I have an email. In um, fact, oh. you have to give the Young Bucks credit. We are over a year into AEW and they have not taken the spotlight. Yep. No tag titles, no nothing. So if they win them so. on at full gear, hey, whatever. Greetings, F. I don't think they will though. Greetings, SWFers. <clears throat> Excuse me. With each passing, nothing. I've grown to enjoy AEW more and more. Um, with my interest in NXT dropping at a steady pace, but. Excuse me, before I start gushing about Lay Dinner Debonair, I've got to raise some strong criticisms. The four-way tag where Reynolds, aluminum foil, I believe, of the Dark Order was knocked unconscious. Now, we didn't talk about this, Larry, and here's why. I didn't even notice it. You know why? Because I thought he was just selling. And I think that the wrestlers in the ring thought he was just selling. So it's got to be tough. To, you know, to know when somebody's is or isn't, but he says, I might be wrong, but isn't it the responsibility of the ref to check on the wrestlers while being in the ring? Well, it's supposed to be it's everyone's, enough. it's everyone's responsibility. It's supposed to be the, the wrestlers you're wrestling against and the referee. So I don't know. I'm also blaming the veteran wrestlers in the ring too. Somebody should have noticed and either moved him to a safe place, perhaps call an audible push the action out of the ring to give the ref time to determine if medical help is needed. AEW had better get with their safety protocols. Now to the good. Well, before you get to the good, yeah, I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. And then I had to rewatch it when I heard this online. I was like, wait, what happened? And then okay, I watched I it and I was like, it. I've oh. never heard it online. So I don't know anything about this. If you watch it again, Larry, he's knocked out and then everyone's doing their spots and he's laying there dead. Yeah. He went out again, from the, from what's his name? From um, if, if someone ignores something they've noticed from private that's party on them. Yeah. You haven't noticed. 
Yeah. I remember remember when Scott Steiner stepped on Sid's leg after Sid well, yeah. did that horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, now to the good. What Jericho and MJF did was wonderful, creative, and entertaining. Who knew MJF could sing so well? For the wrestling purists that claim that ain't wrestling, it's sports entertainment. Remember, wrestling was an hour worth of rest, holds, arm drags, and occasional dropkick before locking in the dreaded bear hug. That's what you get when talent is motivated to please fans, not trying to get your 80-year-old boss to notice you. High five. <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> slow bro Brazil Jr. I'm so glad the high five is infectious now. Okay, I wanted to address this during that ga- that whole uh, dance-off thing, the dancing gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Listen, if you – we gushed over it. If you didn't like it, that's fine. It is yeah, fine that's, if that's, that's fine. Your you're, you're wrong and have no taste, but it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just joking. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. It is fine. It is fine if you want something different from your wrestling. But if <sighs> – this is your wrestling. It was amazing and the best it can be. Yeah. And the way that I kind of ignore the ultimate fighting stuff that they try to throw yeah. in wrestling. Cause I have no, you know, that's not my thing. Right. If it's your thing, fine. Wrestling could be a lot of things to a lot of different people. So. Yeah. That's emails. Uh, let's do SmackDown because we have a pay-per-view and raw to get to. Yikes. Oh my God. This show is a mess. Uh, and remember, think you're the one that wanted to talk about bad Ronald for an hour. I didn't do that. You, you did. <laughs> Remind <laughs> us of hell in the cell. They did. I swear. They said hell in the cell is Saturday, Sunday. And I'm like, Oh my God, yep. really? It's out of nowhere. And because there was no matches booked. I, is that what it was? Because I could not believe on. I, no way. Let me tell you on Friday, there were four matches. That's it. So Kevin Owens is out and he says, okay, I listen, good, good people are good people. He's a great energy because he knows what he got the zeitgeist. He knows what yeah. is going on. He addresses it. He says, okay, is everybody like where they should be? We're all like in our <laughs> shows and everything. We can keep going yep. again. He knows that this draft is phony baloney. Yep. <laughs> oh, so. Now, three weeks before one day a year. Oh, oh my God. Yes, three yeah. weeks before Imagine. Survivor Series, which is the one time a year, whatever, blah, blah, yes. blah. Yes. That's what that's what impressed me here. We are, we've done all this shuffling, all this BS that already, you know, doesn't ring true with us. And we're three or four weeks before the one time yep. a year that WWE. Oh, my God. Yep. Really? We're going to get that on Raw. Can't wait. So his guess is Daniel Bryan. I don't know what's going on. You mean the general he, manager of SmackDown? <laughs> Daniel Bryan is the general manager of Spec- SmackDown, except he's not. He's dressed like a general manager. He comes <laughs> out. He tells us what he wants superstars to do. He tells us what he wants SmackDown to be. He tells us that the IC title should be defended every week. What? I don't know. I, we'll, and we'll get this on Raw. We have we 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 go for Raw and SmackDown. And there's two people in the ring. Are they supposed to be Ron's? What is going? Can I hate it? We know how over overdone general managers were, but I'm begging for general managers now. Yeah, I need some definition here. Kevin Owens says, "Forget all that. I would like to be a tag champion, and we could be hell. We could be Team Hell KO. This is amazing." And- 
And, and it's funny because Daniel Bryan, in, in, this is the role Daniel Bryan is born to play. He's the guy who says, uh, that would be you and Kane. <laughs> so, yeah. Boy, two people I really like. In That's what happens when there's two smart people in the ring talking. Well, let's go to something not so smart. Oh, my God. Dolph's music hits. Oh. But it's Dolph and Bobby Roode. Oh, Gee, who used to have the amazing music that set the crowd at Twitter? Yeah, not Twitter? Dolph. <sighs> Dolph comes out and he says, hey, you're talking about fresh young talent. Look at us. Is Dolph's gimmick that he's just making fun of himself? I don't know anymore because I thought, wait, you mean from 15 years ago? What are you talking about, Dolph? Then Dolph comes and he starts like dropping Van Halen's song titles. Remember when? What remember a dumb when, gimmick. Who puts like song titles in in their pro- – that is such a dumb gimmick. Remember when <laughs> – Remember when he was on commentary on Raw and he just did hair, hairband, 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 hairband? Yeah, this was Van Halen and him tonight. Listen, when I do weird stuff like that, it's because I'm having fun. When Dolph does it on a major billion dollar, know. Team, it sounds like he's bored. It sounds mm-hmm. like I can't. It sounds like Dolph is like I can't do anything, so I might as well just be stupid. Yeah, uh, Dolph, listen, mate. I like Dolph, but maybe it's time to stop. I think it is. You're not going anywhere. You're you're just a character of a character of something you could have been. And I know it sounds mean, but it's almost painful. It's it. What was the Simpsons where he's punching the clown and they're like he's he's already dead, except he's doing it to himself. I I know you you're making money. But you got to have enough money. Yes. Maybe just retire and be happy. <laughs> I don't know about that. So bad. But oh, that other tag team on the show, the Street Profits, come out. They're mm. new, but yeah. Uh, they have red solo. Shouldn't they be blue That's now? That's what I kept and, saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. And Dolph does the Van Halen stuff, crowd noise all night. Is terrible. Oh, I hate it. I can't. The crowd, I can't take worse this anymore. With the fake, it's worse with the fake Thunderdome than it is when they aren't there. Yeah, because at least if there's no one in the arena, I'm. I say they're pumping in crowd sounds. I can for forgive thing. them. But when you show me those people and I know there's a disconnect, and you make it seem like it's somehow related to them, it it comes off as more disingenuous and bothers me more. Then Nakazawa comes out. It's all right. And uh, they, they, I, I was like, okay, I guess they're there. So maybe that's another tag team. And Cesaro said that they got the tag titles handed to them like a game of white elephant. Yeah, I don't think that that's what that means. Is that different in Sweden? As, I guess. So, but okay, yeah, everybody wait, it's not fights. Sweden, I, but just hold on. Hold on a second. Um, do you mean Switzerland? Anyway, so... It's not the same thing. Okay, so here's what... I don't know where he said this, but this is a quote from Jey Uso. This is from a dirt sheet. So apparently Jey Uso was on some podcast. Here's what he said. He said, I can definitely hear the piped-in noise when I'm inside the Thunderdome. I hate it. There's no energy. I have to draw the energy from either myself or my opponent. Typically, you know how it is when you walk through the curtains, there are people there... 
However, now it's like dancing in an empty room instead of when it's go time with the people. That's so sad. Dancing in an empty room all the time. Think about that. uh, No, but he's absolutely right. We don't give them credit. I feel bad for them because it's a performance and it's not even a performance like a play. Right. Where you have your lines. It's a performance where you react to what's going on to the feedback and a lot of credit to all the wrestlers. It's got to be weird to not have that Agreed. ability to see Agreed. what's going over and what's not. Yep. And we talk about this with Drew a lot where you don't know he's trying his best, but he can't be the character he needs to be. because no, you're not you don't know. You're, you don't know how the fans really feel about you at all. There's no way to tell. It's really strange. It's the art form is different without that piece of the puzzle. Yep. Um, but we can't do anything about it right now. So everybody fights. Adam Pierce separates them because Adam Pierce out of nowhere is mm. a thing. Yeah. Come back. Hey, guess what? It's an eight man oh. tag match. Good guys get the pin. This was absolutely nothing, but whatever. Yeah. Now we go to. I don't know what to say when somebody tries to give me what I want and it's not fully cooked, but I really appreciate that you tried. I don't, I don't appreciate this one bit. I don't. I don't, Larry. It's, But it is something. No. no. It's, it's not. This is the same people that made the Money in the Bank match. This is not good. Okay. To me, it's like someone wrote down the title of this segment and said, I want to do something that Larry will like. And they wrote down, you know, funny courtroom thing. But then they left and someone else came and filled <laughs> it in with. Their five-year-old figured it out. And they were like, well, I think this is on a TV once. <clears throat> okay. So what this is is finally we're getting this whole thing we were promised where Miz is going to take Otis to court. It's called Law and Otis. Which is fine. Spoiler, that's the best part of this. Because at least they got a cool title right. This is funny. It's a good start. Let's mention... I know they ruin it. Let's mention the, the, the small details that upset me where it's called Law and Otis. So that would be Law and Order. But the music is the people's court. And this that already bothers me to begin with. And then the rest of it's not funny at all. I think there was one laugh in the whole thing. So this is it. We go to court. Well, look, Farouk is the bailiff. Okay. It's okay. fine. And JBL is the judge. Okay. We all know insiders so there's going to be a wrestler's court joke yeah and if that is going to be the gimmick if you know that you know that jbl hates miss or at right. one point did but that's not the joke nope nope okay okay i missed, the, missed that joke you missed jokes the whole case is money in the bank negligence it's all stupid don't know what, what that means okay miss has an attorney but he acts as his own attorney. That's fine. Whatever. Miz gets up and he does the gimmick of threes. He presents three. This is done perfectly correct. That's how you start this. Miz is like, well, as as CNN, and he gives three cases. 
They're not funny. No jokes. That's you have an entire history of wrestling that you could draw from to make funny jokes, name drop, whatever here. Okay, they miss another joke there. That's fine. Oh, the third the one could have been the third one could have been Orton versus Gucci, for example. Oh wait, <laughs> Eddie, I just yeah, pulled Eddie. I just pulled that out of my butt, same as Orton you did. Right. And honestly, you could write a hundred jokes for the third court case that is funny. It's not. Wow. Also, I just solved it for them. They suck, Larry. I like I liked the Law and Otis thing as the beginning. Guess what? It's on a TV screen in the background. So the so the title the of your show is on your what is this raw? You ruin the joke by saying eh eh see joke. So he says no, I deserve Ugh. this because I want it. And then they say we're gonna come come back to the court case later tonight. So is it live? Is this happening live? Well, er, later Corey says that that's happening in the Amway Center. Yes. I thought it was in a courtroom somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I guess it's fake. We bought Bianca Belair comes out. Again, why is being the EST the best thing? Because you could be the dumbest, right. the slowest, right. the smelliest, but whatever. They tell us that she was the best draft pick in SmackDown history. Really? I don't see it, but okay. Back. I have no problem with her, except later on in her match. But we'll get back. And in the back, Owen and Daniel Bryan talk to the Street Profits. Ha ha ha. They're all friends. Sami Zayn comes in. He says, hey, Daniel Bryan, I heard what you said about my title. I'm not going to defend it every week. Who's Daniel Bryan? Right. Why did he get to choose that? And then we find out a little bit more. Again, there's no... Logical kayfabe behind WWE. Sammy says, hey, I pick who gets a title shot. He and does? Shot and how often I get he does? I this title. I thought that was Adam Pierce. Oh, whatever. I don't even know because Adam Pierce is a security guard. But, I don't know. But he got upgraded. Oh, I'm confused. Wait, a lot of this stuff has been taking place. It's been a long time. We go back. Bianca Bam- Belair is in the ring this whole time. She is yep. like the boredest of all people in yeah. her opponents. Now, okay. Wow. Her opponent, we're seeing the culminate. Com- help me out here when it's something comes to the top. Culmination. Culmination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Culmination. The point is, the- copy-paste from Raw. High five. Yeah. This is a culmination of a blood feud because her, Vega is her opponent. Oh, my God. She is going to wrestle the person whose husband she tried to poison. Yes. Ah, oh, this is, is this a cage? Is this a hell in the cell? No, nope. because it seems you like, you know a, what it is? Wow. A squash. Squash match. You squash somebody that tried to poison your husband in a nothing. What? And it's again, no new matches. It's copy paste from raw. And did she? Well, never, did she really? She denied it. I don't, I everything remember how excited I was about that stable of Vega and and Angel and they took over for a week and it's nothing. Yep. Now we get a freak video. Freak is in the back. But what the what happened to him? He has look at his beard just for men. What is that? 
By the way, that was also the name of the video that he was in. <laughs> that was Kevin Nash on that. Back sh- oh, Shorty G's in the ring. Yeah. He couldn't get drafted because yep. every year we have to have one so, person's gimmick. See, so, I can't get drafted. So wait, though. But he did. That's what I'm saying. They he said... WWE said that anybody who didn't get drafted on the main show would get drafted, would first of all become a free agent instantly, which didn't happen. They got drafted on a supplemental draft on TV shows, uh, network shows, and online. No one was left over except like Mickey James and Andrade. I think it was hardly, there was nobody was left. Shorty G got drafted to SmackDown. End of story. And you can't change it now. If he didn't, did he just jump the rail, run in the ring, and get interviewed? Because I would like to do that. It doesn't make sense. No. So he says he can't get drafted. So he's going to call the freak out and prove that he should be having a job on the show he's on what? right now. <laughs> uh, we're told the freak carries boulders. That's something. That's good. That's pretty much like <laughs> Rowan was a winemaker and a guitar player and a Rubik's Cuber. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember that? And a sheep. Freak, ac- freak accident. I don't care. He wins. Shorty G gets immediately interviewed after the freak is getting a super push. Yeah. He's a monster. He just won a match. Let's go to Shorty G. <laughs> Shorty G says, I quit. What? I'm, I'm writing. Oh, wait, as- wait, go let's. Let's reiterate here that I the one thing I didn't say about NXT was that there's a storyline in there where Austin Theory loses twice and says I quit. Copy paste, high five. Are we just reviewing the same three shows? Yes. Over and all they do is they copy paste it and then they have a randomizer. And then they they were too lazy to use the randomizer, so they just start repeating. Uh so I wrote this in my notes. Either he's a heel, but he's not. He's still shorty G. Right. He's saying short guys can win, but they they quit. I don't know. Whatever. Then what is her name? Elisa? Elise? Elise Ashton. That's Is that a real name? I don't know. I don't know anything about her. Well, this whole alliteration of Peter Parker, all these. Yeah. Yeah. What is her name? Lana Lang. Yeah, Lana Lang. Lois Lang. Lana Lang. Lex Luthor. Remember how I was angry when whoever was on NXT threw to the, that's all for me. Remember that? Yes. Now we throw to Elise and she's like, tough night for Shorty G. I hate that. I hate when they reference what just happened. I don't like that at all. Well, because it it is attention on you. Welcome on back, y'all. Yeah, that's not how this works. Not in wrestling. So she talks to Seth Rollins. He says, Murphy's great, Greta, better good, whatever. Is there a more stale storyline in wrestling? It's super stale, and they all they did was bring everyone from one show to the other. I keep repeating that, but that needs to be said. They copy and pasted an entire boring story from one show to the other now you might argue well it might be boring but at least it's a story you're right it is i'm done with it already though and you're not copy and pasting to a document that someone hasn't seen if you're watching smackdown you're watching raw let's not be stupid 
Like, it's not like somebody only watches Smack and they're like, wow, this is fresh and original. Larry, let me ask you a question. Remember, remember Aaliyah's not really Ray's daughter? What happened to that? Oh, yeah. What was that? Yeah. What? Whoa, they forgot. (sighs) They forgot the thing they were trying to do. But they were they really trying? In the back, Adam Copris Pierce Pierce talks to Shorty G. Hey, Shorty G, can't believe you quit. I do quit. I quit being Shorty G. Uh. We wait. Listen, he has been a heel for four weeks, <laughs> so we have a heel turning heel. Yes, I don't know what's. I don't know wrestling. <clears throat> I don't again. Yeah. This show's called Smart Wrestling Fan. I'm not saying I know how to throw a suplex. I know how to be a fan. I know that <laughs> heels can't turn heel. No. What? Yeah. And he says, only one man can achieve what he wants. That man is a a, a great high school guy, college guy, Olympic guy, all these good guys. That guy is, and then we take a pause for how big your Johnson is jokes. That was so stupid. And then he says, that man is, well, it's not a current. It's Chad Gable. What? Yeah. Don't you, you went heel face heel. No idea. Weird face. So prepare for, prepare for a bigger losing streak, Larry. Hey, all I can say is big show flip flopped, but it was always face heel, face heel, face heel. Yeah, Shorty G is that they're heel, heel, heel. Yeah. I I think I saw him go heel to heel to heel. I really <laughs> I think, think you're I did. right. <sighs> Bailey comes out. She's mad about Sasha's. Been, they keep bringing up Sasha. And hey, you want to know more about? Because this SmackDown has been great about how their kayfabe reality works. <laughs> Sasha tells us that she can refuse to sign a contract. You mean Bailey? No, Bailey. Yeah, drunk. (laughs) Bailey. Yeah. So think about what we've learned tonight. You can defend whenever you want. You can sign a contract whenever you want. You pick your opponent. There can be an advertised match and you don't even have to do it. And the guy dressed like a GM and talks like a GM is a wrestler. And the guy who acts like the GM is the head of security. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can't write your shows for you. Sasha takes a, the the chair and she forces Bailey to sign, which I'm sure is here's legally the problem. Only- here's the problem, Larry. Corey Graves is too smart, so he says this isn't going to work if she signs in a dress. That's not valid. So then, after he says that, Sasha puts the chair around Bailey's neck. First, second problem. Bailey sells it like she's trapped before Sasha stands on it. Then Sasha forces Bailey to sign and Cole goes, you were saying? Because now you've said it, but you, now you wait, told you me it's not valid. A valid point. Yes. Yeah, Corey should have said, this is so yeah, dumb. Exactly the valid point that I made. That is, okay. It's stupid. We go back uh, to the whole courtroom thing. Morrison testifies. I have nothing to say here except didn't Morrison take four years acting off? Take lessons? Acting lessons? Doesn't classes? seem like it. Yes. 
Sure didn't seem like it. You have abs. Make the most of that. Mm. Oh, God. Yep. Dog. Dog, let me tell you. They put dog (laughs) on the stand now. I'm taking over, Larry. Oh, do, because... They put Rey Mysterio dog on the stand. He says, I was also in that Money in the Bank (laughs) match. And let me tell you, Otis won that title shot straight up. Ray, you got thrown off a building and you weren't didn't even see the end of the match. How do you know what happened other than you watched the video? We all watched the video. You're not a witness. And what's amazing is Ray says he's he's trying to pump up Otis. He says, he says, one man walked in and only one man walked out. And that, what? what does he think this That's is? How money in the bank works. There's no walking. It wasn't who, what the, who like made it to the top of the building and then made not it out again. What, how and that if it works. was, Ray would have won because he was thrown off the side of a building. Yep. Wow. What? I'm I'm really legitimately worried about Ray Mysterio's brain. Well, right I now. know. We'll get to it later, but still. Last week uh, he couldn't tell Yeah, I know. No, that that's this week. Yeah, that's this what, show, what? isn't it? Uh, we'll see, because he did flub something last week, but man. No, it's this one, I remember. So wait, so he's in court. Like, we'll get to later. Wait a minute. He's in court, and then in the next segment, he's wrestling. What? Well, okay. he did, He was wearing his mask in court. Wait, is that legal? This must have been a different day. I don't know. Oh, but can you wear a mask in court? Well, with COVID, yes. <laughs> uh Oh, oh, this. Okay, I did. I am complaining about this, but it's so funny here because you see, they put Oscar on the stand, yeah. and she's speaking a funny language. Yeah. I know that we're evolving as a species, and as a bat, listen, I know 2020 has been horrible, and maybe you're a younger person, maybe you're 18, 19 listening to me right now. Things are getting better. I know it's been a bad four years. Things are getting yeah. better. We, it's you wouldn't believe the stuff that people would say in public. Public when I was a kid, right? But WWE is always going to be ten to fifteen years behind. Oh my God, this is like thirty. Here we have the fact that someone speaks a legitimate foreign language of a society yeah. that has done a lot huge, for the world. Huge. What has Japan done for the world? What has Japan lost a world war and bounced back and helped form the world we live in with technology and everything. Yep. There is nothing wrong with speaking Japanese, but oh, it's sir, it certainly is funny. Ah, oh, chimichanga wiki waka waka. Oh, it's great. Oh, what a laugh. And it's Oscar. It's not even yep. like to Jerry or something. Right. It's Oscar, who is an amazing, talented wrestler. I know. Ha, ha, ha. Oscar's their clown. So then we find out that Teddy Long, out of nowhere, is that called a stencilist? What is the person who takes the notes? Stencilist. Stenographer, maybe. <laughs> stencilist. Yes, it's okay, Larry. Drunk. Yeah. But so at least I see Teddy. But then they call Tuck. And this okay. I write these notes as I'm watching the show. So so this is funny. I write Tucker in his last appearance in WWE takes the stand. Wow. Yeah. And is this not SmackDown? 
Where's is Tucker on Raw? Yep. Okay. <sighs> so Tucker Wait, testifies. Miz is on Raw. Oh my god. Morrison's on Raw. Like when Kevin Owens said that thing, he was saying WWE sucks when he said, Is everybody where they're supposed to be yet? Imagine Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, somebody invites you to play with their Star Wars action figure, <clears throat> yeah. and then they, they bring out a Shogun warrior, and they're like, was that what the really big, tall ones were? Sure. Okay, whatever. Somebody's going to correct me. Shogun warriors? That could be right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, and somebody works out a Godzilla figure, and they're like, oh, Godzilla's attacking you. That's mm-hmm. not fair. Because you don't care about the Jeez. fantasy world that you're developing. No. They don't care. Then JBL doesn't care about the judicial system because I I know and I'm willing to give them. But JBL's like, oh, we're gonna I'm gonna take a recess and then give a, a give a ruling here. Nothing, none of this works like this. No. And then te- here's the joke. Here's the one joke in this. Teddy goes, I gotta pee. Okay, it's close enough to a joke to work in this situation. Wow. But how do you not? How is not one of the jokes and maybe a wrap-up closing argument joke would be funny with Otis? What, were he smart? Or, yes, smart is one way to take it, or just something funny. A shrug. Let me tell you, if Miz got up there and did a bunch of legal stuff and Otis's defense was a shrug, yeah. that's a joke. That's a Let joke? Otis being a smart is a joke? Otis is not a joke. Otis trying to be smart, but he gets the words mixed up as a joke. There's a lot of things that could be jokes. They didn't do any of them. Yeah, you have an you have an open platform for a lot of jokes in the go home closing argument, but no, we haven't got wow. time for that. By the way, how many seg well, okay, but there is a third segment, but that's the roundup. It doesn't really count, but still whatever. Yeah. Yeah, JBL or JBL. Teddy's gonna pay. RP. We come back. And JBL talks, and JBL says, you know, what's most important is, they do this kind of, right? JBL says, most important is the truth here. we got to do the truth. And JBL talks all this legal stuff that makes sense. This case is completely ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid. And Miz says, I forgot I have more evidence. The only problem I have with this, he's got a briefcase. This is all about a briefcase. A briefcase. You don't need another briefcase. Exactly. What about a duffel bag? Anything. There, I fixed it. So, J-Bell opens the briefcase. There's a cash register sound. Oh, it's money. It's money. Yeah, but what is that sound? Cha-ching. Yeah. Well, yeah, they just had Stephanie do the voiceover. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But, J-Bell says, I can do anything in the world. That's my gavel sound with my knuckle. Uh, he says, I will give you a match at the pay-per-view and the winner gets the case. Couldn't he just give Wait, Miz the case? But, Was it not enough money? Right. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Okay. So let's see. This is, when is the pay-per-view? Two days after this. Two days. So technically Otis could be like, oh crap. He could cash in at the rest of the night, right? That is correct. Because you'd be like, oh, crap. You're Why absolutely correct, Larry. Yeah, but we do get to go home. Guess what Farouk oh says? Oh, my God. Forget it. This is so bad. This segment, again, was like the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, where it was like, oh, look, Doink the Clown is 
back there behind a chair. That's a joke. <laughs> it was not that bad. That was one of the worst. <laughs> as far as writing goes, that's what Da 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 doink. Yeah. God. Never forget. Never forget how bad WWE could be with that one. Yeah. This, okay. This was more like, and I don't know how many people are going to understand what I mean. They tried to give me what I want. I understand. But this was kind of like that tap on the shoulder where you're like, yeah, it's not going to work. Like they didn't try. Stop saying try. They kind of tried. They ran out of weeks where they're like, oh, crap, we have to do this before the draft. And then they're like, we're not going to make it in time. We'll just say that we'll do it a different week and we'll write it a different week. And then the one another week goes by and they're like, just say continuance or something. Isn't that what they say in court? Continuance? Okay. And then they're like, oh, my God, we have to do it today because there's a pay-per-view on Sunday. Um, Here, just 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 write me up a courtroom skit and write write a few things like we could do. Just whatever. That's what happened. That's not trying. That's passing the buck until some person writes it that should have no business writing this. But I... Okay, two things. Number one, but it's so Kevin Dunn and Brother Love, high five? Yeah. It's so close to what I want in wrestling that I feel like they've tried to... Like I said, it's like you're tapping them on the shoulder and you're like, okay. I don't think so. I appreciate. I appreciate, but... Come back up. We're done. But the thing is... Larry, stop using that, please. No, I'm just saying, either way, it goes both ways. That doesn't but, work on this podcast. Stop. You're too vulgar. I'm saying, listen, I'm saying they tried, but the person writing this has... It's not like they gave this to to the guy that sells popcorn. If they give you this, why are you not doing something with this? And this is my problem with WWE is somebody they handed this to somebody to write, right? Sure. But why do you not try? Why would you think about that? The fact that they flew in Teddy Long and Farouk for this. (laughs) But Joe, okay. Did the guy writing this not be? This would be funny if Teddy Long was here. Would this not be funny if? As long as he has to, as long as he pops up like a groundhog and then has to pee, everything's fine. That's not a joke. But if someone gives you this, I just as a listen. What I do for a living is repetitive and boring. But if someone would hand you something and say, "Be creative with this," and this is the best you got, I know. I don't believe this is anybody's best. I don't believe this is anybody's effort. How can you be so bored with a creative job that this is what you do? I know. That's the biggest mystery I find in any of WWE's product is the fact that we get glimmers. We'll get a a Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. We'll get this Roman Reigns story. We'll get... Bits and pieces. We'll get Johnny wrestling. We'll get where people are like, this is what I want to do. I, yeah. I, 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 this is why I'm here. I'm yeah. not unloading trailers in a warehouse. Yeah. I wanted to do this because I love this. Who are these people that they're handing that? And this is a silver platter. This is a cool thing you can do. And they're like, copy, paste. 
uh, somebody says something this and we're done. They want to go home and play Fortnite and watch YouTube videos, Larry. It's sad. It's sad that someone is giving a palette to paint something and they just slop some paint on like, I got to get, I got to move on. It's very sad. But what's even sadder is this next match that takes an hour. Oh my God. Did, okay. I texted you. I could not believe how long this, this match was. was. So and this is not a shine match. This boring. is not putting anybody over. This is, this is absolutely filler. <clears throat> and I feel bad for two good wrestlers who are yeah. told, Hey, get out there and give us uh 45 minutes but it's not for your talent. It's for 45 minutes of filler on yeah. a crappy storyline. I hate it. Seth against Murphy. Oh, Aaliyah watches backstage. Oh, my God. Even her watching isn't believable. Well, that's funny you write that. My next line is, Aaliyah has a face. This face might be able to show emotions. Yep. I don't know. Remember Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd for the dog collar match? <laughs> She's giving as much emotion as he did. Like, it's the same reaction to everything. Oh, this poor... Hey, I have nothing against her. Why is she put in this position? This poor girl. This match is so long, so long. Stomp. Seth finally wins. I Listen, I saved you bunch a bunch of time, people, because... How I, I should have timed it. It seemed like this match went forever. No one cares about this feud. No, and no one cares about this match. It means nothing. No. Here's, by the way, here's the twist. Notice they never kissed ever. Seth and, and Murphy? <laughs> yes. Notice that Aaliyah and Murphy never kissed or anything. They're brother and sister. Murphy's, <laughs> Murphy's dad is, is her real dad. So Seth is Han Solo? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, Aaliyah. I have Elias. My it autocorrected Elias. Elias is watching backstage. This God, this is so stupid. She says, "We're we're just standing here, and no one is helping him. I I will help him if no one else will help him." And she runs away, her arms flailing. Listen, they don't physically stop her. They don't follow her. And she just told them what she was going yes. to do. Uh-huh. Keep like, that all in mind. Yes. Thing. Mm-hmm. She runs out. She covers Murphy. Please do not hurt him. Then <laughs> Dominic comes out. He, yes. So after a period of time, he did not follow her. Right. Dominic comes out. <sighs> Roll it. Seth attacks Dominic now. But Ray has to wait till his music is queued up. Yes. Come out. Then he comes out, <clears throat> Seth runs away, and Ray and Dominic argue about whether they they like Murphy or not. And Ray says to Dominic, "He's dog. She came out to support you, dog. <laughs> what? He has brain damage, and he means that her only purpose coming to this workplace every week is to support him. But he doesn't say that. He says he says it like." She came out here because he had a match tonight. I don't know. Poor Ray. Yeah. It, and it all started when, when Kevin, or Kevin Sullivan, uh, Big Sexy, <laughs> threw him yeah. into that. That's right. Lawn dart. Lawn darted him. Oh, he should have retired right there. I broke my knee and head 15 times. 
Yes. Remember when they took his mask off in WCW? And they're like, this is a good heel move for this little guy to have no mask. How much merch can how much merch money can we make from his mask? No, let's take his mask off. Yeah. So that he's a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, they knock on Roman Reigns' door, some guy, and and they're like, hey, don't come in here. And then oh God. I don't understand who that guy was. Why do they always have these like characters that aren't characters? Yeah. Why would why would Adam Pierce not do this? I don't know. So Roman comes out with Paul. And they talk about Uso or something before they can really start talking. Oh, look, it's it's Uso number. What number is Jay? Is he um, one or two? I guess he's got to be one now, he's right? One. Yeah. So it's Uso number one on the Tron, but he has his COVID mask on for some hmm, reason. Yeah. It says, oh, dog, look at me, dog. I'm over here. I thought that was me. really good. Really good. No, it, it worked. But he says, oh, but guess what? I'm not number one. I'm thing number two. Yeah. And thing number one is behind you. And Jay Uso attacks Roman from behind. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. And Uso splash on Roman. And they're like, oh, no. But the Roman be- beats him up. And they're like, oh, run away, run away. And now, after all this time. Right. Remember, we were told. Oh, Three weeks ago. Stipulation. It's going to be the biggest stipulation ever, right. and everybody is like, "I bet I know. I bet I know." Okay. Yeah, that's why. If if Uso loses, he's thrown out of this Samoan family. And but I did like the fact he said, "Your wife, your kids." That made it a lot better. It wasn't just like, "But if you win, you got to be my servant," or "If I win, you got to be my servant." Or whatever. it's very yeah. confusing because you're you're out of the family, but you're my slave. Yeah. What? But, no, but but hold on. You were you're out of the Oh my god. So you're out of the family but you're both my slaves? Which one is it? Well, he said something like he helped you, so he's in it too. But he's in it too as far as the slavery part or as far as just the out of the family part? I, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. But it also is the whole yeah, this is exactly what I thought, but it's also a really good story, and I'm I'm just desperate for a story, so I'll buy in, which wrestling does do. If wrestling can tell you a good story, you will buy in no matter what the dangling strings of the story that sure. make no sense. Sure. So that part works. Hey, I'm not going to even complain about anything that happens with the Roman Reigns story because it's one of the few things that's working in and it's WWE. better than it ever should be. It's so oh, good. Without a doubt. What did I say earlier in the show about the, the number one thing I'm proud about our show is that we, we, ch- we can change our minds when oh, something is good. We'll it's say just, it's good. It's when something, something is bad, we'll say it's bad. We don't just say if we like the one good thing, then we never are allowed to say it's bad. You know, that's just as toxic. There's other podcasts out there that are creepy that are super Stepford Wives type, and they're all over Twitter now. This is like the new popular thing, Larry. All, not allowed to say one bad thing, super positive podcasts. They're called like Happy Podcasts and Joy oh Podcasts and all this. This is a real is this, thing wait, now. Wait, is this a gimmick? Is this a gimmick that I told you I was going to do and I didn't do, but yeah, I did Yeah, except, do? Larry, we'd be doing it as a joke. They're doing it for real. Like, they're like... Toxic negativity is bad on Twitter, which is true, right? But the opposite of toxic negativity is not, is not 
toxic positivity, but that's what they do. And everything has, to, everything's perfect. And if anything happens that's bad, just don't mention it. Shh, be quiet. And then don't say that part. If you have nothing nice to say, do not say anything at all. So they don't actually critique anything. It's just super gushing positivity, like hypnosis. What's that called? Like Stepford Wide's like cult behavior. And it's really, oh, uh, really, really scary. Schadenfreud. No. Schadenfreud's. Munchausen's. Oh, Shawshank. Heisenberg syndrome. No. Stockholm. Stockholm, yeah. It's all those things that I said. Zeitgeist phobia. Um, (laughs) So, so yeah, so so this is the thing now. So, listen, I'll say it a million times over. Like Larry said, we are, we can only be honest here. We can only be honest. We are not going to say, we don't. We don't review it. just because we're mad at WWE because they're they have Saudi blood money and they hire pedophiles and they don't, you know, and and and, and criminals and all these other things. Listen, we hate certain things about WWE and other things we will praise because we like them. In AEW, we love a lot of what they're doing, but we'll criticize the crap out of things they're doing wrong. You can't just take one stance on it like everything is bad or everything is perfect. No, There's no such it, thing. Okay. But that's a, Larry, that's a category of show now. Oh, it's a major show. That's and, so and creepy. Listen, if we, and I know it really sounds, because I review AEW, and I'm sorry, it sounds like I'm an AEW mark. But if I was a real AEW mark, an unapologetic mark, I would ignore all the JR stuff and say, isn't it great they have this uh, yep. veteran broadcaster yep. and he brings so much to the table? Yep. No, I've got to call it for <clears throat> what it is. I got to call balls and strikes. And yep. JR is a strike. I do understand why he's there, but mm-hmm. he is. And is this a gimmick? Because I just found the paper. Because I didn't even. I, this is. I actually did physical paper on this. Okay. The gimmick about the article I told you about. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So I, I texted Joe earlier. Wait. In the week. So we're gonna do that on the longest show of the year. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Why not? I'm, oh, I'm done, dude. I was gonna run after this. I'm going to bed. I believe I am it. Immediately going to bed mm. after this show. So yeah. I guess I didn't <laughs> do my job. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't once. Well, too bad. Okay. I even muted when I opened beers, and you. I, was I could to... tell every time. I know. Okay. <laughs> this is the thing. They don't hear when I mute. You do. Okay. Listen. I found an article from two years ago mm-hmm. from, I think, Rolling Stone. I didn't write that down. I was going to type it up, I swear, but drinking. But so I have physical notes. Oh my God, physical notes. But uh, they did the 18 wrestling podcast. You must be listening to oh my god now this was two years ago so two years ago how many how many years have we been doing a show Mm, 15 almost 16 yeah so two years ago 14 years yeah don't mention us but let's see 18 so let's see uh okay right off the top one two three four five six seven eight nine of them are by wrestlers under contract or or celebrities under contract with wwe oh wow so you could trust you can trust those they're going to give you by unbiased information and not just promote their product oh okay okay sounds good so um let's see the let's see we're on 10 oh wait that's by espn 
So obviously they have nothing to do with WWE and wouldn't have any kind of like a, you know, bias to WWE, would they? Because oh no, they always yeah. work with them. Uh, Eleven was an interview podcast, which is fine. That's fine. That's not a review podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't know what you would. Uh, uh oh, wait, number twelve. Oh, oh, they did thirteen episodes. Wow. How many episodes have we done, Joe? Over eight hundred. Okay, 13 episodes is pretty good. Uh, this other one, uh, I couldn't find anything about. Uh, oh, oh, but they did less than two years of a thing. Uh, uh, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, last episode was, oh, that was last year. So, wow. Oh, wait, this one, this one, well, they were wrestling. They turned it a punk rock review podcast. So, what? Oh, they were, they were in it for that good. Wow. Oh, okay. The last one is actually a podcast I do respect. So uh, let's see. That was 18 podcasts. Nine of them were just corporate podcasts. Yeah, were celebrity podcasts. Two of them were interview shows. One I respect and the rest are off the air. And most of them off the air less than a year after that that, that article. Gotta love it. Listen, I'm... If you don't like our show, that's fine. That's that's because God knows we we talked about ice cream bars for an hour. But <laughs> everything here is absolutely honest. And I, I when I first read this article, I was stunned. And I, I looked up all the stats and everything called Joe. And I said, do you realize when this, uh, what is 16 years ago? When 16 years ago, when you started, Joe, didn't you assume Everything. Oh, it's just going to be a bunch of people giving their opinion about stuff. You yeah. can't find that anymore. No, no, no. no. Everybody has. Everybody's and, a celebrity. Everybody's <clears throat> bought in. Everybody's working for somebody. Yeah. You can hate our show, but everything is honest fan opinion. I never thought the in- internet or podcasting would be starving for honest fan opinion. Well, because here's what happens. There is none. I know there is none because here's what happens. The honest fan opinion podcasts pop up. They do it for a few weeks or months. And then they go, holy crap, this is way too difficult. And then they stop. Because like, it's not that there's a shortage of them. It's a shortage of... Ones that ever stick around for more than three months. And the thing is, again, I said I'm I'm proud of our show. Two things. Well, three things. I'm on it. One <laughs> second thing, <laughs> I do like me. Uh yeah, I know. We're honest. Third thing is 16 years. If almost over else, 15, we'll say that. Okay, we're heading. It's, if we stopped yet, we're not gonna stop no. 16. It'll be 16. Listen. This is an actual recording of the history of wrestling. And I know wrestling is, but if anybody ever wants to know what really went on. Yeah, we tell, we told you, we tell you every week. week. By week. (sighs) Throw us a couple of bucks for that alone. Please, somebody. My God. It's funny how you never know how a technology will evolve. We didn't know, we thought the internet and Joe, you're old enough to remember this with me. I thought it was going to be like the Gutenberg Bible. I thought people were going to be so well informed. And it turned into the exact opposite of this is nothing but promoting I know. the internet is conspiracy central period. Garbage pit. But now and and I thought podcasting was going to be, oh, it's a bunch of geeks in their basement talking about crap. No. No. Nope. We became overwhelmed now by it's- 
Now it's Conan O'Brien and millionaires and billionaires with podcasts. It's like, then you miss the whole point. Yeah. And let me tell you, let's relate it to something else involving wrestling. I'm going to be so drunk by the end of this podcast. The Thunderdome. Oh, it's going to be a bunch of fans enjoying it. Joe in the Thunderdome. That same blonde woman every week, the few sociopaths. Now it's celebrities and wrestlers. I predicted what would happen and it's happening. Yeah. Technology will never go where you think it will go. No. Fireless Prometheus gave us fire. What did we do with it? It's just the way it is. Do you notice that they always frame every, every, what's that? I said, throw us a buck. Yes, please. And I don't, you know me, I'm not the, you're the one at the top of the show with, because mainly because you do all the work, but still listen, throw us a buck for at least. If we got a regular, if we got regular payment and like a, like a guarantee, we could both, this would be, you wouldn't have to be working in a warehouse and with a forklift. We would both be comfortable in positions where we would we could just do this you know 100 percent of our time but we can't so we have to do other things and that's sad because i do love this so much even uh, when wrestling sucks if we didn't love doing this would we have how many hours is the show now uh we're on over three hours now we have never phoned in an episode believe me Nope. Even though Larry is technically phoning at him right now, but because <laughs> he's on the phone. But um, my wh- what was my point? Oh, I was going to say, and every week, yeah. Do you notice that blonde woman every every show, yeah. no matter what show it is, the, the bleach blonde woman. Every they frame her in the middle of the thing. Um, last night on Raw, she was always on screen with Drew McIntyre. It's just so weird and like not. No, there's nothing. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that woman, or she's fine. Whatever. It's just so weird the way they're doing this, and the way they're they're framing it, and the who they're picking to be in the Thunderdome, and who they consider ugly, and who they consider you know middle of the frame worthy, and all this. It's just so we- what a weird, weird technology the Thunderdome is, and I do not like it. I do not like it at all. And that was partially, I mean, I, I dreamed it up back in what, March? I said we could have like, but I had it more like, it would be like virtual reality camera set up. And then you would see like, you would see what it looked like from that seat. And then you would pick people at home that had VR helmets or whatever, you know, or you could just project people in. But I said they couldn't do that because you wouldn't be able to trust those people. So now they found people that they could trust but unfortunately, it's all nepotism and celebrities and, and, you know, how attractive you are and things like that, that they like. So anyway, like you said, Larry, it's a, it's a whole we don't know where it's going to go thing. And technology's weird. So should we do a pay-per-view? Oh, my God. Yeah, we got the pay-per-view to do. What is it? Which one is this? Halloween? This is Steel Cage Face. Steel Cage Face. Um, live, I guess. Wow, this opening is lame. Let me tell you about the opening of the show. First, it's that played out, oh no, the footage is messed up with the rewinding and all that like they do with Retribution, The Fiend, etc. Then it changes to that song, like the the Together song with the the kid piano or whatever, and it's supposed to be creepy. Then 
it's Grindhouse Junior, where it's supposed to be like a film festival of like... WWE is just not good at this. Remember when they were really good at these video packages and these things? Now everything's copy-paste. There's no new anything. There's no creativity. I understand everything's been done. But this is just... They phone it in as... Phone it in as you can do. Copy-paste, high-five. Is there no one excited about being there? It just... No. I, I understand life is full of many, many jobs where you're just <laughs> doing it to do it. But it seems like someone should be hired to be a writer at WWE. So excited. They can't wait to get to work. What do you think? What do you want me to write? Do you want me to write a court scene? Do you, do you want me to do a video package for this? Oh, my God. Hell in a Cell? Yeah, let's go. Right. All I want to do, all people? I want to do is produce and direct videos of, and do different projects as one person do you know how difficult that is when i did tldr i did that 100 by myself um besides maybe the first episode and that i had a little bit of help on but i did that all by myself it took so many hours it took so much work and then for the amount of exposure you get on the internet i made zero dollars off of it and the amount of his exposure was just like, it was like, I'm doing this show and no one can see it because the internet's so oversaturated with stuff. But I still loved doing it. And if I had help, I would love doing that all the time, all week and just make different, you know, produce different things. I can't. I wish I had a job like this where they can make anything they want for this intro. This could be anything they want and they get a paycheck for it. That's incredible to me. Yeah, they don't and, care. And the thing is, they're handing people pretty much a bank, blank slate. They say, I want you to do this about this. To do <sighs> Who is the person that wants to get that done and go home and make spaghetti? I don't. I don't know. For some reason, though, Roman Reigns is the curtain jerker. The only match on the pre-show was R-Truth against Drew Gulak for the 24-7 title, which made no sense, and R-Truth retained. That doesn't even matter. The point is, Roman Reigns is opening the show. And I well, thought that was a weird it, choice. It's, it's a weird choice after you're done watching the pay-per-view and realize how good this match was. It should have been last, but I understand they wanted a title change to be last. I yeah. get it. However, you know... And also, it doesn't because of the one match in the middle of the show. This had to be first, I guess. Okay, so okay, J- it, it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't the wrong decision. I don't think. No, it was a decision, right? Universal but, title, I quit match in a cell. Let's talk about it because there's a lot of story here. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. So on the kickoff, Heyman specifically says now that the consequences are Uso becomes Reigns' slave, and they've dropped the part about kicked out of the family. Mm, I think it's implied. Okay, that's fine. Um, So this match is two guys killing each other, the match. That's what this is. They Okay, here's here's what I loved about the match. Yeah. My complaint, and I... I think everybody thought we were going to get to this pay-per-view without me getting on my hobby horse here, but this is the dog that bite me. It's not me. either of those things, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Hell in the cell will never, ever, it's ever. In, it's in a cell, by the way. Yeah. Huh? 
a ever, cell, not the cell. Well, Helen, a cell yeah. will never be what it was. We have seen the epitome of Helen the Cell with mankind. I know. We will never, ever approach that. I know. And that's always been on my hobby horse. But you know what I liked about this and the later female match is they realized that and took a different approach and entertain me. So I'm good with that. Yep. It's not going to be what it was. It's not no. going to be that amazing car accident right. that we have already seen. But this, by making it an I quit match in the cell, you entertain yep. me, you turned it into something different, and that's good. Good job It is on different. You. It is different because now it's, it's about, these are two family members trying to kill each other and getting the other to say, I quit, and they're both stubborn and don't want to quit. So Reigns does two spears, and then Cole says, Jey Uso has way too much pride to quit in this match. Well, guess what, Cole? Somebody has to. So I don't know what that means, but Uso splash, and then another splash. But nobody wants to quit. Two finishing moves from each guy. Nobody wants to quit. So Uso goes under the ring, grabs a leather strap. Heyman begs him not to use it. Heyman's standing outside the ring. He begs him, please don't use that. He uses it. He whips the crap out of Reigns. Then Reigns comes back, gets another spear. But Uso still won't quit. Reigns grabs the, the whip and or the, the strap and he starts whipping the crap out of Uso. And then Uso, oh, this was sad. He tried to choke out Reigns with the strap, but he couldn't get it around his neck and he tried it like three times and failed. <laughs> but... Reigns passes out, <gasps> but that doesn't count because he has to say, I quit. So the match has to continue. This is awesome. No, so this was, if you're going to not be able to do what Helen cell used to be, do something different. And yep. that was great. So Reigns does that a uh, finisher. He established when he went against Braun Strowman, hit the guillotine choke. He doesn't on Uso, but Uso still won't quit. So then Reigns is like, Okay, we're gonna have to crank it up a notch, and I'm, I, I don't know what to tell you. He says to Uso, he's like, "I love you, but you, you're giving me no choice." So he takes him over to the apron, and he puts steel steps by his head. So on the one side it's steel steps, the other side it's the ring post, and he does the drive by and kicks the steps into Uso's head, squishing it in the ring post, and Uso still won't quit. And the referee is like. I got to stop the match. I, I have to. And Reigns is like, no, this is an I quit match. You can't just stop the match. And Reigns grabs the ref and chucks him over the top rope. So officials run in the cage and they're like, what are you doing? And Reigns goes crazy. This was amazing. He goes over to the door and he goes, might as well close the door with everyone inside. Like he's going to murder them all. This was <laughs> as scary as anything you've seen with Brock Lesnar. This was really well done. That's that's another thing that I kind of want to wrap my mind. I'm not understanding right now, so it's hard to make, for me to explain. But the fact, and maybe we can take this to Paul, the fact that we have a Brock Lesnar, but different yeah. than the Brock Lesnar. Yes. Brock Lesnar, I always believe, just wanted to destroy people. Right, and if Roman I saw Reigns, him on the street, I'm believe- scared of him. But Ryan seemed like a nice guy. Weirdly obsessed. Yes. And listen, Paul is a genius. I know he's got to be behind both these things. Of course he is. But the fact that it's not just Brock Lesnar again, 
that it's something different. Yep. Is fan- and this is always what shows me that somebody is a real master and artist is that Paul's not taking Paul could have flipped this and made him Paul should be if you if I would have written this Paul would be like the the <clears throat> mouthpiece he would be Yeah, he's not but he's he's given Roman Reigns. Roman yep. Reigns is the leader of this. He kept handing the mic to Reigns. Reigns kept insisting this is exactly what it needed to be. It's amazing. And I don't know how it's so good, but it is. Um so all these officials are in there. And Reigns is like, well, what am I going to do? He grabs some steps. He's going to kill Uso with the steps. Oh, my God. Injured Jimmy Uso. Runs into the ring and throws himself over his brother. Just like just like the last match they had. And Jimmy tries to reason with Reigns. He's like, who are you? I don't understand. Please. Please. And it's, He's like, and it's when, you, when you show someone reasoning with somebody, they have to make sense. Yes. So he goes, listen. We're still a family. This is John and Josh right here. He's using their real names. He's like, look, you know us. We've known each other forever. This is John and Josh. This is, I I don't, and Rain starts crying real tears. And he says, I'm sorry. He said, I don't even understand who I am anymore. I don't even know who I am. you feel that. You feel that. Yes. It was like, Reigns is is doing his he's doing he's having his his Darth Vader moment here and he's turning and he's like I'm yeah you're right why am I doing this and then he remembers oh yeah because I'm head of the table and I have to support this family and you guys are not capable of doing that so he grabs Jimmy's hand and they're about to hug or whatever and he chokes him out and he's killing the already injured Jimmy. And Jay then has to scream, I quit. He's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I quit, I quit. To save his own brother. This was so perfectly done. The only problem with this is the fact that you showed me how good wrestling can be in the first match. I know. And then you had nowhere to go. But they then they had one really incredible match after this. But that's it. But Well, it was Match, but it wasn't as good of this where it's well this fantastic. was another level of storytelling yes. yeah this is as good as wrestling could be and i know you think that i love aw i hate wwe this is as good as wrestling can be involving three people both usos and roman reigns that i'm not a huge fan of so I'm I, I am not like kissing up to people that I've always supported. This is so good and it's so nuanced and it's so everything yep. that I like about wrestling. Yep. It's all there. And and again, I've often said this the best thing you can give me in wrestling is when you make me like somebody I don't like, which yep. AEW does a lot. But right here <laughs> This is like three I people we didn't give a crap about. Them. Yeah. yeah, I'm bought into the Usos and Roman Reigns, and I'm not giving Paul all the credit because Roman Reigns is it's everyone here. Yeah, and Roman Reigns's in-ring storytelling is fantastic. He has found his calling right here. This is it. I, listen, I really believe in everything. You, okay, and it's funny because 
Think about how Moxley has went to AEW, and I believe that character. Yep. I believe that yep. Moxley. I believe this Roman Reigns right yep. here. I am 100% bought into this Roman Reigns. It's absolutely great. So Reigns wins because Jay had to quit to save his brother. So that was an insane match. And then Reigns walks to the back, and Alpha and Sika, the Wild Samoans, come out on the stage, and they all hug, and they're like, okay. You're, you're the head of the table. We we respect you because you. that's it. You are the tribal chief. You're the one that's providing for the family. It's you. So, yikes. This is Darth Vader done better than the yes. three prequels did Darth Vader. Yep. Really and excellent. When you, when you say we all we do is dog WWE, nope. I can't heap nope. bigger this praise was, on This was incredible. So far, this Roman Reigns thing, I yep. can't heap I love it. praise I look forward to it. I can't wait to see what they're going to do next on SmackDown. Now with a reluctant Jey Uso, you know, servant or whatever. This is because they're not going to do it in a corny, cheesy way. There's no, no way. To, there's Paul. no way to do that with Paul and Reigns. They're way too serious for this. Yeah, Roman Reigns is eating this up because I feel that even when they were pushing him as Cena replacement. Yeah. I don't know if he believed that. I feel that, and I hate saying feel, you know, I don't like saying feel, but no. I do feel in my soul that yes. Roman Reigns believes what he's doing now. He knows he wants it. to do this. This is he the character is good. he was supposed to be. You can make him a face after this successful run, but this is the character he has to be first before he can be a likable face. Yeah. Listen, he really puts forth this cult leader obsession. This is a calling I have to fulfill thing. It's amazing. I I never thought he had this much ability as far as. Remember, he went to the remember he went to the Howard Fine School of Rock or whatever. Learning learning academy for for non actors. Maybe this is it. And think, how long did Morrison go for acting school? Many more years than Reigns. And wow, he's great. Um, Elias comes out, and now it's Raw. And I'm sad because we just had that incredible match, and now we're watching Raw. And everything, everything uh, in this pay per view will be judged by that first match, and that's sad. It's very sad. So he tells everyone to silence their phones. Who are you telling? Hold your applause. Whose applause? And shut your mouth. Who? Who are you talking to? Okay, but to the average fan, I think they think that they, they think everything's real time with the They think audience. the noise I, is coming out of the audience that's not moving their yeah, mouths? They do. they do. What? Okay. They do. He sings a dumb song about Jeff Hardy that says that has the lyrics Jeff Hardy equals DUI. Okay. So here's your match, excuse me, Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Samoa Joe says that Jeff Hardy fled the scene in that accident, Larry. Is no, he, he, he saw him drug away. Is 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 he did well, did Samojo see that part of the product? No, probably not. So we had Jeff Hardy drunk found in some bushes, right? And they <laughs> yeah, arrested him. But Samojo says when the witnesses saw some man with red hair flee the scene that that was also Jeff Hardy because his hair is sometimes red in the light. And his be- sometimes he looks like he has a beard. 
How much dumber can you be? That's about the dumbest thing I've heard since Nia Jax said that Oscar was handed the title. It doesn't. Wow. You can't just say things because you're a heel. But the problem is. Okay, you can, but not in this case. But a lot of fans will give him the benefit of the doubt because he's about the only thing I enjoy on commentary anymore. So, yeah. That's fine. The match itself is dumb. Jeff just grabs a guitar and gets disqualified. This was an idiotic waste of time that didn't even belong on Raw. We are going to, well, we'll get to the Raw. And Raw, I have a lot to say about Elias, but go on. This is a feud over Elias having the same stupidity as Samoa Joe, where he thinks that even though he watched what happened on SmackDown, he saw the footage, he thinks Jeff Hardy did it, even though you can see that he didn't. I don't. This is also this is also Elias, who should be a major star, that they screwed up to begin with. Has yeah. been off five months, six. You mean months? everyone from NXT? Yes, been hmm. off TV for five or six months. Could have been a reboot to a major star, and this is what we're doing. They bring him back so, yeah. in a storyline that doesn't yep. even make sense. What a yep. waste of and my is time. Automatically mid card. Now, whatever. okay. Speaking of stupid. They show almost the entire Law and Otis segment here. Yeah. Okay. Guess what they skip? Guess what part they skip? P? The bribe. So it doesn't make sense. It's JBL going, well, that's in its nature. Of course, Otis is whatever. He can defend it as however he wants or whatever. And then it just goes to, so the Miz wins and has a match. It never showed the bribe. But they showed almost all of it. I didn't notice because I I probably zoned out. That's fine. But I pay attention to things. Why why does WWE suck so bad? Because they don't understand storytelling. Okay. Okay. If you had to pick one thing about why WWE is not as good as it could be, is it not understanding storytelling? It's got to be. The wrestlers are better than they've ever been in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Now, okay. I don't know. Otis and Tucker get an interview here. Is this raw? Again, I ask. Otis says this. He says, Miz made me sit in a courtroom for a chance to get the briefcase back. What do you what? what? That's not what happened. Well, I guess in the big overview. <laughs> No, no, he was not, holding it, not, not back. Not like how in reality works. Oh, my God. And then Cole has to talk about the bribe because they didn't show that part. He's I like, well, you know, Cole JBL only did that because he got bribed. What'd you say? I remember Cole talking about it, but yeah, I did not notice. Why he, he mentioned not- it because they didn't show it. Good on him or... Well, okay, either good on him or... You're telling production people in the back notice that, but why did you get it in production? I don't know. You're so, Larry, show- so th- let me tell you something. This is Miz versus Otis. A Raw versus SmackDown match. Well, the next night, we're going to hear from Tom, time. the one night a year. F you. How can... We and other, not just us. I hate when I make I make it sound like we're smarter. It's this is smart wrestling fan. We're all fans. We all notice this stuff. 
can we not have a fan watching the show with a phone and can call like like what's his name? The stupid guy from Dunn. Kevin Dunn. We, High yeah, five. Can we not have one fan who has Kevin Dunn's email and goes, uh, yeah, did you notice that this doesn't line up? And maybe Kevin Dunn can like fix it. No. He doesn't care. He's worried about how to get to the next commercial break, and that's it. High five. Commercial High break. Five. So the briefcase is on the line, Miz against Otis. Of course, Miz has Morrison. Otis has Tucker. Otis has a new theme, yet he's going to lose. Why is this on <laughs> pay-per-view? Cole keeps saying, he said this multiple times. He says, Otis trying to retain Mr. Money in the Bank. Does he think the briefcase's name is Mr. Money in the Bank? <laughs> Why does he keep saying that? What an idiot. Tucker, oh, at the end, turns on Otis with the briefcase, hits Otis, and Miz wins the briefcase. And Tucker and Otis are on different brands, so WWE sucks. I don't know. They're so on different many, brands. I have so many problems with this. You can't. The, oh, my God. The different Back, brand thing. But. Backstage interview with Miz. Let me tell you real quick, and then you could say your point. Miz says, both champions, watch your back. I might be coming after you, Roman Reigns, or you, Drew McIntyre. And then Tucker comes in, and he says, hey, I was all for the team. Otis abandoned me. He makes all these valid points. And then I feel yeah. bad for Tucker, the heel. And then Otis comes in and starts beating up his friend Tucker instead of saying, why, Tucker, why? What is this? Where do we go from here that I, they're on both different shows? Okay. Where's Mandy Rose at during I'll, this thing? Nowhere. Let's, and she's gonna be on and she's gonna be on the um uh, on Raw, and I'll explain it then, and it's horrible. Yeah. But again, this is another thing that I go on and on about, but I go on and on about things that are, are important. Yeah. WWE will steal the Empire Strikes Back from you every Yep, they don't time. like the middle part. They hate when they eat Oreos. They just scrape out all the, the cr- filling and they just eat the like, shell. You're eating a cookie, right? You just yeah. want the cookie. No. No, no I want the whole wants- thing. I want the beginning, the middle, and the end. That's a story. They will steal the Empire Strikes Back from you every time. They will not. And listen. Let's do it. Let's do it in a Star Wars analogy. Listen, I'm drunk. I have no idea where what is I'm going happening. Here. Okay, but sounded like a dinosaur all, was there in your house. We, but go ahead. I'm drinking. We all love the fact it was so cool when we met Luke, and we learned that he's like this is Luke. They told us Luke is this guy who's like raised on a farm, but he wants to be a starfighter and all this stuff. We all, that was cool. We all liked being introduced to Luke. And man, we loved it. When at the end of it, that they beat the, the you know, the evil empire and they're, they're all there in a victory celebration and stuff. You think you love that first thing. Yeah. And you think you love that last thing. And you yeah. did. Those were moments for you. But you, but storytelling is everything in the middle. It yeah. is the empire mm-hmm. strikes back. You the, you love Luke, you love Leia, you love Han because you saw that middle part. You saw that struggle, frozen in carbonite. You saw you losing, you know, he has a robotic arm. It seems like they can't win. 
there's no story without that middle part. Well, do you want an and, explanation? Well, yeah, sure. WWE is about putting smiles on people's faces. Larry, they think The Empire Strikes Back is too sad and depressing. So we have to skip that part and we'll show you the bad guy and then we'll show you the good guy beating him right away. The end. That's but why. That is really their attitude. They don't think that the average viewer has the patience for The Empire Strikes Back. They think that that will tune them out. Guess what, WWE, as, as Bailey would say, ding dong, hello. That's why you're losing all your fans. Because you're making a product that now no one cares about or can relate to. And because you're right. there's not, you're, you're not doing a story. You're doing the beginning, the end. That's not a story. Sorry, it never will be. And And you're right about what you were saying about how they don't trust that. But the problem is they don't trust that. My go-to, and this is the thing because I wanted this so bad, we miss the entire middle part of the Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross story. We sure did. They totally stole that from us. And you can say, fine, they got to the destination of where Alexa Bliss was going. They finally got there. But Nikki Cross will appear on Raw this week. And when she comes out, you don't have a feeling for her because you missed out on on that whole yeah. middle part of her and Alexa. There's nothing. Even though she is, even though she's kind of went away from Alexa, she could have carried that, that development. You went with her character in that middle and it would have spiraled off into a different direction. You could have carried that emotional bond. I had to Nikki cross because of what I saw there, but no, you stole that from me. So now Nikki cross comes out on raw and I don't have what that feeling for Nikki Cross I should have because you stole it from you and you stole it from yourself. Yeah, they did. That you could have continued on with a character that you could have developed there. The I, only, and that's the other point. The only thing they're cheating, be, well, they're cheating us, but they're really cheating themselves. So They really are. I Because you know what happens when you tell me the beginning and the end of the story? That means you've got to immediately go to an entirely different story. Oh, look over here. I'm jingling my keys over here. Here's something different. And that's the week-to-week rewriting of Vince McMahon and these stories. He's like, well, brother love, did you come up with anything? Shane, did you come up with anything? Well, tear that up because whatever you came up with, I'm just going to tell you to change it to this. And then they they don't have enough time, so then they do copy-paste – which they were going to do anyway, but you know, it's it's just this truncated version, this bad version of WWE that then we have to we're forced to watch it. And it seems like there's only two good things: the things that are written by Bray Wyatt and the things that are written by Paul Heyman. And anything else sucks. If it's a Vince or a Kevin Dunn or a Brother Love or a Shane McMahon, it's bad. Okay, let's look at it as a microcosm of this pay per view. What are the two things in this pay-per-view that we are interested in? Stories that were given slower development. Roman Reigns and Bailey and Sasha. Yep. Slow development makes me excited for the payoff. Yep. You give me immediate payoff after introducing something to me, it's like junk food. It's it's it, you're, it's done. I'm done with it. Yep. So Backstage interview with Miz. Oh, we already said that. That's right. There was nothing. 
Cole says, this is a quote, it's boss time because here comes the boss of the cell. That was his quote. That was so dumb. SmackDown women's title match in a cell. This is Sasha Banks, the challenger versus Bailey. This is former best friends that hate each other. So in the beginning of the match, Sasha gets rid of Bailey's special chair, but we're acting like there aren't there aren't chairs and 89 other weapons under the ring. So that was weird. But then Sasha tries this theme where she's getting rid of the weapons and she tries to kill Cole with a javelin. She throws one of the kendo sticks through Cole. the cage. Yeah. She grabs oh, it. Okay, you're saying where she threw it out. Okay. She grabs it, pokes it through the cage, and yeah. javelins it at Michael Cole, and it almost hits him. It didn't yeah, almost. Which hit. would have been a cool gimmick if you showed me somebody getting rid of well, probably need to be a cage match. She's gonna need to go over right. the top right but they, of a, they get rid of all the stuff so. so i think she's gonna do that but then she starts using weapons so then i'm confused but anyway it doesn't matter because this match was so creative and so smart and so well done the storytelling so in this match well built up yes but the story t- listen but i didn't think it was sasha as a face with that fake neck brace and like fake bad acting i really wasn't buying it today i bought every thing they did this was gr- a great match. I yeah, love this match. more of a commentary on Sasha's acting ability than the way the story was developed. That's true. But they do this spot where they do a tug of war over a table and Sasha's ramming Bailey in into the wall of the cage over and over with the table. Then she uses the table like a ramp, runs up it and meteors <laughs> Bailey's head into the cage wall and even Corey compares it to like the the play-doh spaghetti factory or whatever like squishing yes. her head through the cage it was awesome there were lots of creative kendo stick spots where they try and build different traps to go through or put pulled through bailey tries to build a thing but it doesn't quite work and she doesn't understand yeah. how like i wish i wish i knew what was going on there Right, because all she had to do was take a third kendo stick and put it in the middle and it would have held the whole thing together. But I guess she'd never played with Lego or anything like that to understand how to make this. But that's okay. The My favorite funniest part of the match, unintentional humor. It is incredible. She gets out duct tape to build this thing. Oh, she can't oh my God, start, I love this. Is this, this was like, my favorite. like some weird thing that's just so good. Like... You know when somebody does a comedy bit and they stop and talk to the audience? Yes. And it's better than the bit? Yes. Remember when yes. EC3 just for us yelled, running? Yes, Remember that? Running. That's what this is, but for us from Bailey, because she can't get the tape started. So she tries to use her teeth. She still can't get the tape started. We all know how hard tape is to start. That's just how tape works, because it's, yes. it's glue on the one side. So you can't, it's difficult. So she goes, this is incredible that she said this. She goes, I'm so sweaty. Can you do this for me to the referee? And what's the ref and say? The ref goes, no, I can't do that for you. Hey, props to the ref. He is a superstar. That was amazing. Oh, my no, God. He would get was- fired, Bailey, if he helped one of the participants in the match. Oh. This is incredible. But I'm so sweaty. Can you do oh this for me? God. was amazing. Listen. I love Bailey. And I love Bailey because I saw her wrestle in real life and understand that she is just She knows what she's doing. She does. She knows. 
She knows wrestling. I love that. She may not Can be you, the best, quote, wrestler that, was, that, that there was, is, honestly, but she is incredibly much, smart. I really enjoyed a lot of stuff tonight. That might have been my favorite part of the show. I agree. <laughs> it's the best. It really is great. So this match, just wow, wow, it's good. But it ends with bank statement with a chair and Sasha... This is inc- this finish is such a oh my god it's good. So the bank statement with a chair is good enough, right? But Sasha pulls her leg over and is kicking the chair, squishing Bailey over and over and over and over until she taps and then even after she taps still kicking it and kicking it and kicking it and squishing her and trying to hurt her. Sasha wins the title. This match was awesome. Oh, I love the fact that I know her Bailey and Sasha to get and Bailey's like kick me in the face and Sasha's like okay and she's like just keep keep kicking me keep just- kicking that chair and squishing my head and my neck this is amazing and boy oh boy was this ever a two match card but boy oh boy were those two matches worth it yeah and I all again I love being proven wrong I always complain about Hell in the Cell just cannot deliver but they took two different approaches. And gave me two real good matches in the cell. Yeah, they're not mankind flying yep. off the cell. They're not that craziness. But I loved both matches, and I understand why they were in the cell, and it was all good. Yeah. And then we we're going to go through the rest of the pay per view, and it's uh, <laughs> it's yeah. Backstage it's, hurt. I know. We're going to go back to Raw now because backstage hurt business interview. And apparently, Ali issued a challenge on social media or something. What is this crap? So, the, so it's something about you pick your guy and we'll pick our guy and then we'll wrestle. So they pick Lashley. But then they say, let's also pick Slapjack. Why do they get to pick both so- What? And then they say, this is a title match. What? And then they say, well, we don't really know who faces Lashley. We just said Slapjack. Because that's a funny word. But then we go to the ring and the commentator's like, oh yeah, this is a title match. And it's Lashley versus Slapjack. What? If this was a Raw, a Raw match, would you be like, eh? Yes. Okay. I think it was, Amy said it best last night when we were watching Raw. She said, is this... is this faction supposed to be like a parody or is this- <laughs> I don't know. And that's the thing. It's not. And that's the saddest part. It's supposed to be real. It's supposed to be angry wrestlers that are angry. And it just comes across as a but, joke. But she's right. It's like that wrestler who comes in and says he's the greatest wrestler in the real world and always loses. That's yes. It's kind of like seems like, like it. So slap. Okay. This is embarrassing. That mask is so bad. Slapjack clearly can't see a thing. He throws a drop kick and misses it completely and Lashley has to sell it. It's so sad. Tom even mentions that Retribution has lost every match they've had. Hurt Lock, Lashley retains, so they're 0-3. Retribution guys come in. They beat down Lashley. They can't even do their move on one guy. They fail on their double team move against one person. Then the Hurt Business comes out for the save. This should not have been on pay-per-view. How many matches Retribution won? I'm gonna, I said they're zero and three. No. 
So the answer is they've never, ever, ever won. <laughs> That's not good. Why are we scared of them again? They don't do the graffiti or the chainsaw stuff anymore, and they don't attack the guys in the back, and they don't attack the commentators with baseball bats. So then why are they scary anymore? They signed contracts and became completely docile, and they can't win. They weren't scary before, but now... Yes, I but they were, uh, they were wild cards before, where, yeah, they didn't really hurt anybody, but they could. They had a chainsaw and a baseball bat, Larry. They constantly seem like somebody created this faction is like, ooh, that was a mistake. And they're yes, just and now it's too to late. Away from it. So they're like, what do we do now? And they're like, oh. Um, main event, WWE title match in a cell. Drew McIntyre comes out first, which made no sense to me. Guess what? It was all for this stupid gimmick. So Orton could be in that janitor outfit again, but it backfires. <laughs> but I thought, oh, this is going to be perfect. Later in the night, the Fiend's going to come out and Orton's going to have his night vision thing on and he's going to be able to see in the dark and he can get the upper hand or something. No, nothing. That is, He just has his janitor outfit on just for, you know, because I guess because Retribution guys are done with it and the ninjas are done with it. So the problem is this match is boring and it's not boring because the wrestlers are bad or anything like that. It's boring because we've had two really good cell matches and you just knew that this is the one with the guys you've seen wrestle 50 times already. And this is going to be the one where you know all the moves. You're just, you just want it. You just want the finish in this match. You don't want a middle because this match is not really anything. So you're like, okay, I just want to see who wins. So they, so Orton says, oh, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to climb on the cage. So obviously he has a plan, right? Should I tell you his you plan? Think. Should I tell you his plan? He yeah, has a so. steel pipe up there that looks like a lightsaber for some reason. <laughs> he could have also used that on the floor. There's no DQ. Why did you need to go up there? Unless you're going to shove somebody off the top of the cage, which didn't happen. Why would unless you even... You, unless you have a steel pipe. And when they're climbing up, you're going to hit them. But yeah, having a steel pipe up there is like having a steel pipe down there. Yes, I'm saying this doesn't make any sense. So, okay. Then... We get the part that is so broken because it's supposed to be the Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose cage uh, cell match where they climb down the side of the cage and then they have a fight and then one of them gets thrown through the announce table. That's the spot, right? But instead, Drew is like, well, I don't really want to do this, but I know I have to. So I'm just going to go. And... Orton's not ready, and Drew's not ready. He just goes. So he throws himself off the side of the cage, falls through a table, and chomps on a blood capsule. It's it's rough to call to call I have a better time calling people out for bad writing because Bad writing is you're sitting there in front of a computer. You can write something. I understand things don't always go as well, but wow, it looked bad. It looked it bad. Really and then, okay, so they bad. had to replay it five or six times. And every one, they had to start the replay of Drew already floating in midair because Orton didn't actually knock him off of the cage. It looked bad. And then from here on out, Listen, I 
I've never been a Drew fan, but I've never been a Drew hater. And, and I've thought he's done the absolute best he could do with not having a crowd. And yeah. I, I, I think he's really came through. And But man, he missed that spot, which is fine. But then after the spot, his selling was so bad. It was bad. He's he crawling around like a baby, like he's dead. He's crawling around like a, like a zombie baby. And the problem is now the announce table is on the opposite side of the cage as the door. So now yeah, he has so to crawl around. all the way, slowly, all the way around the ring. Which didn't yeah, look I, good at all. I kind of thought after this title run, Drew maybe had a career. If Vince... If Vince watch, and I, we all know Vince is the final say. If Vince watched this match really closely, kind of worried about where Drew's heading. I'm not. I'm not. I think this is an anomaly, and he's been okay, pretty I, well, solid. Okay, a reasonable person, I would say that. If yeah. I was in charge of WWE, I'd be like, "Wow, kind of bad on Drew here." I know but he's I, done a fantastic job. No, Vince but likes if him Vince too much. Vince is watching this. Yeah. No, I think Vince, Vince likes him way too much. Vince has been done with people for much less. No, I know this. that. I'm well aware, but this I think he likes Drew too much, and Drew's big. So, um, so they go in the ring, they fight some more. Excuse me, Claymore, but Orton rolls out of the ring, so that explains why Drew didn't get the pin. But then he tries for a second Claymore, and Orton dodges an RKO, and with one RKO, I guess we're supposed to believe because Drew fell off the cage, Orton wins the title. So that's the okay. end. There's no. F- so I thought, okay, the bug's going to come up. Orton's on the ramp. He's posing. Drew's in the ring. I thought for sure the lights are going to go out and the fiend's going to show up. And then the Miz is going to show up. And then Miz is going to win that title tonight. No, none of that happened. Orton was supposed to win this title at SummerSlam, Larry. Yeah. Well, we know. We we know what have, what has happened behind the scenes here. But I just Yeah. Even if everything went off perfectly here, yeah. I still don't think the finish of this pay-per-view even compared to the beginning. And okay. that's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I know I know it's the WCW model where you throw a really good wrestling match in the beginning and then we have a real good storyline go home match big yeah. guy at yeah. the end that wasn't this that was an everything in the beginning was a great example of professional wrestling and the end was yeah kind of what we expected in average yeah and yeah. as much as i hate orton i don't blame him he did it it was just it just didn't work for me right no, I, I understand. But so what a weird mixed bag pay-per-view that was. I wouldn't Very say... Very weird. You can't throw it away because the two matches were incredible, but it only was a six-match card. It really didn't have much to it. Um. So one-third of it was really good. Yes. And I'd say that's, you know, it was worth For watching WWE lately, I'll, I'll take one-third. Yeah, actually, that's If it ends at 10 than, o'clock, I'll take one-third. That's a good point. It ended really early. Um. So now we're on Raw. The next night, live after a pay-per-view, Drew McIntyre comes out right away. And he says, listen, I have no excuses. But then he says, so then you might ask, why am I in such a good mood? He never explains. No, he says, I'm, if you could look inside me, I'm, I'm crazy. 
But he never explains why are you, why is right your because Miz and Morrison come out to interrupt him, and he never told us. Does he have Kofi Kingston syndrome where he's not allowed to be in a bad mood after he lost the title because they promised he's going to get it a different day? Like, what? why is he in a good mood? Miz and Morrison, listen, they can be really good, but they're mocking him and just saying the dumbest things you can say. And Miz, Miz can carry Morrison. I'm done with Morrison. He's not good. And it's a shame. He was great in Lucha Underground. He's not good here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he regressed. They mock him, Drew, so much. And Larry, why are they feuding with the wrong guy? I don't know. Do they not understand how this works? So, And then Miz says, if you remember last time with Miz Girl years ago, I successfully defended the contract on Orton. (laughs) You mean cashed in? Miz, you're such a dummy. He says... I would love to to see Miz because I like Miz as the great weird smart heel. I would have loved to see every week. I could do this for I could do this for six weeks. See him coming out to any big guy and being like, "You should beat up Randy Orton." Yes, and that's what he should have been. He should have been telling Drew, "You should beat up Randy Orton," and then trying to scoop in after he does. I I know, but this is not a story. Why would Miz feud with a guy who just lost it? That That's nobody to you, yep. Miz. That's I know. This doesn't make any sense. So there's no logic here other than they want to make fun of Drew. But there's not much to make fun of. They're like, oh, your accent. And oh, you lost. And oh, my God. You 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 left wrestling and went to TNA. Ha ha. It's hilarious. It's like, wh- what? Okay. Then they say, well, tonight Randy Orton's a guest on a moment of bliss. Okay. Okay. And then they just keep mocking Drew. So he just beats them up. And then they run away. And Drew goes, I got a great idea that I got to run by management. What, a match? Yeah, no kidding. That's how wrestling works. also, who is management? But whatever. Yeah. Tom says the one night a year spiel. Right after the match last night with Raw versus SmackDown. What do you think one night means, Tom? I know, he's just reading. Qualifiers for Team Raw at Survivor Series are tonight. Here's your matches. Now what's, what's on the line here? You get to be on Team Raw. But what's on the line if Team Raw wins? Bragging rights. Nothing. What team does that mean? Team Pride. Nothing. Why? Why? Yep. Have you, seen, have you seen how much Raw and SmackDown hate each other lately? Oh, my God. They What? Listen. If you're going to do this, do this. Also, last year wasn't NXT involved. What is going on? Last year, NXT was involved, and the shows were like murdering each other in their sleep, yeah. if you remember. Yeah. Do you, have you seen any inclination that Raw hates SmackDown nope. in the last five They're going to have to make that up next week. Oh, good. That'll be fine. Can't wait. Wait, wait. How do you make that up? Because who is... Who is the leader of Raw? Who is the leader? No, no general managers. They don't have anything. They have nothing. And NXT so far has zero to do with this. Qualifiers for Team Raw are, here's the matches. Keith Lee against Elias. Okay. That seems obvious. Riddle versus Sheamus. Seems obvious, but I'm wrong. And then Hardy versus Styles. That's copy-paste high five from SmackDown. In fact, that's so is Riddle versus Sheamus. These are all just copy-paste matches. Okay. AJ comes out. AJ Styles comes out with Jordan. 
Big Jordan. Tonight, it's Drew versus Miz. And Tom says this. Supposedly, Drew ran the idea by WWE management, and they loved it. What? Shut up, idiot. What? What? They fought, so they have a match later. That's wrestling. What are you talking about? They loved it. What an idea. Style says two, two, two guys that are upset with each other fight. Oh my god, I what a like concept it. on a wrestling show. AJ Styles says he's 2 and 0 on Raw. He's been here for 2 weeks and he's won twice. Okay, and what what are you saying? And then he says, "I should be captain of Team Raw. I don't I shouldn't even have to qualify, but I do." And then he said, "And you might be wondering about this big man behind me that is not allowed to have a name." Well, don't look at my associate's face because he doesn't like when you look him in the eye. If you look him in the eye, he's going to get you. What? What is this? I understand I, that I they do not have a lot of like confidence in what he's going to do in ring. And I do. I think bodyguard stuff is always a great guy, way to bring in a big guy. But AJ just seems weird. It seems real weird. Jeff Hardy comes out. Here's a qualifier. Styles against Hardy. Oh, my God. Jordan catches Hardy flying out of the ring to go to break. High five. How are we going to go yeah. to break, Larry? Let's just have the big guy catch uh, the flying guy. High five. Or have the big guy. like Yeah, it's always something like that. Whatever. Tonight, yeah. it's Firefly Funhouse, and they have a cartoon drawing of Alexa now. This is awesome. So that's good. The story. Okay, Larry. The story supposed to be. That Hardy goes to the top rope, looks at Jordan, that makes him hesitate, but that never happens? So the commentators have to make up what Hardy was supposed to do. (laughs) So they're like, oh, look at that little bit of hesitation there. Oh no, phenomenal forearm. Oh no, AJ Styles, his his gimmick is now, he's winning on Raw every week. This is now 3-0 because a big guy is his friend. Well, his big guy is his friend who never has any actual physical contact with anybody he beats. So, what? Okay. AJ advances. He's on the... Then, oh, Elias comes out to kill Jeff Hardy with the guitar. Because Elias because, still wait, thinks... Uh, go ahead. Because Elias won the feud. Right? Yeah, well, it was a disqualification. It's... It, He's still, he could move on here. If somebody's going to continue the feud, it should be Jeff. Jeff Hardy. Yes. yes. Not the heel. Yeah, the heel just won on the pay per view. Yeah. Why would a heel continue a feud who just won? I don't know. I don't care, DQ, whatever. Because he wants revenge for the thing Hardy didn't do. Truth gets interviewed backstage. His jobber challengers that run after that title he has have a tag match tonight. And he's going to go out there. And watch. Still probably one of the better things tonight. And he's going to go out. Larry, he's going to go out there and scout them, he said. Because okay. he's dumb. I like, I listen, I love He's going to go out there and scout them. That's important. Okay. Already in the ring, Drew Gulak and Tazawa are a team for some reason against the Lucha House Party. Truth comes out because he said he was going to. The commentators are idiots. They're like, uh, what is he doing out here? Okay, no, they're okay. 
They did, didn't understand their role. They knew they were supposed to be saying this is a bad idea. Yes, which not, they did say. But he, first, what is he yes, doing out here? Later, they don't understand correct. why they're supposed to be upset. Right. Later, they said it's dumb because you could defend that title twenty four hours a day. So why would he even be near his enemies? But first, they acted like they were confused yeah, because they're told to be shocked that he's doing this. That's but they they're, got they're the bad at their job. There are two referees now. So one is doing the tag match and one is like for the 24-7 title. That's a good gimmick, two refs. And then so the Lucha guys win the one match while Truth Excellent. keeps defending his title in the other match. And then they get they run away and get chased, but no titles change hands. But that was fine. Yeah. Still, if you're going to do this horrible 24-7 thing where only like eight people in the right. company care about it, that's still the best you can do. Our right. truth is amazing. Yeah, he's very good. Huskus is there with a giant pile of cupcakes, and <laughs> we go to break, and we come back. It's Firefly Funhouse. Bray is dressed like the Mad Hatter, and Alexa Bliss is at the tea party, and she's she's finally understands the character she's supposed to be playing. Uh, okay, she's done a couple of missteps, but... No, oh, she's been really so- good. She's been really yeah, good. Like this is really so. I, I, she's like this is. I feel taking advantage of what she has to offer. This is really good. Yes, and she goes, "Oh, Rambler Rabbit, you want some tea?" And he's like, "Yes." And she's like, "Well, there's arsenic in it," and he dies. But <laughs> and, then, oh yeah, no, very grotesque. It's right disgusting. Now. His face like falls off. Then, Rabbit basically turns undead. Well, well, you know, he comes back to life in a minute. But first, Alexa is like in a like in a trance with her eyes closed. So Bray uses the heel glove on her when she comes to. She has demon eyes and it's really creepy. Then Ramblin' Rabbit's like, I'm okay. And Bray's like, no, you're not. And grabs a big, I don't what is that, a branding iron? Like tennis racket? I don't even understand what that gimmick okay. is. It's some kind of callback to all his different forms. But Is it? It's not, it's not, you don't recognize it. I don't think, I I can't figure out I don't what they're trying to say. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's obviously some kind of callback to his, all this Okay, different. I guess. But he murders Ramblin' Rabbit with it, and that's your segment. So, okay. But, but so, Alexa I, gets her role, though. I like this. Again, I'm all into this. Everybody's doing the best they can, and I'm good. Yeah. Samoa Joe ruins the Fiend and Orton feud. Because he somehow knows it's gonna be a feud. What? Wait, what, what okay. What we uh, we didn't we didn't mention something about Firefly Funhouse that's important. I didn't mention it, and that is they do bring up Randy Orton, yeah. and Alexa says later tonight I'm gonna have a moment of bliss. <coughs> Excuse me, with my special guest Randy Orton, and then Bray says Bray shows that picture he drew of. Sister Abigail's shack being when when Randy burned it to the ground. So they say it's going to be fire. And so that's, you know, that's a veiled threat on Randy Orton, right? Okay. So that's important now. And that's going to come up. But Samojo's like, oh, the fiend versus Randy Orton. Wait, wait, wait. That's Bray Wyatt. That's not the fiend. What are you talking about? He's getting ahead of himself. Oh, okay. Okay. That's all. Oh, it's going to get worse, though. Backstage interview with Keith Lee. He's mad that Braun cheated in their match last week. But tonight he walks with Elias, he says. So that's fine. 
Backstage, Adam Pierce talks, this was great, talks to Naya and Shayna, except please explain this to me. Because yeah. he says, well, does Naya say it or does Adam Pierce say it? The women refuse to do qualifier matches. I don't remember that part. It's in my notes. I don't know oh, who no, said it. I, I totally believe you because you, you're watching closer because you're doing my notes. So Naya says, listen, I think Naya said it. She said, well, the women refused to do those qualifiers like the men did. So here's a list of women for the team and then you can pick from that. Yeah. And Pierce goes, but you're not, you're not the captain, so you can't be picking the team. And then Shayna goes, oh, I have my own list. And Naya's like, am I on it? And she's like, no. And But then Shayna's not on Naya's list either. So that was yeah. funny. I like that. Yeah, this whole, this this is the best we're doing right here with these people. Yep. So fantastic. Yes. I, I Naya's fantastic. I even like said Naya's Naya. I even said earlier in the night, I said, Wow, Naya's actually good now. This is they yeah, needed to fun. team these two up to, to bring out the best in her. When she was by herself, she was probably the worst thing on Raw. Now oh, she could be horrible. Yes. I'm not saying. Oh, that, it was but- real bad. If you remember, but it was I, it was horrendous. But no, but this I'm is having really a lot of fun right now with this. Yeah. Um, already in the ring, Elias, and he's still talking about how Jeff Hardy hit him with a guitar, with a, with a car. Sorry, not a guitar. He did hit him with a guitar, not a car. Please stop. There's a qualifier, and here it is: Elias versus Keith Lee. Why though? Why is this okay? Tonight they announced it's Hurt Business against Retribution Part Three. That's fine. Tom thinks that the Unforgettable Elias concert, Larry, remember that? Yeah. He said that was last night. (laughs) Nope. This match is way too long and it makes Keith Lee look bad. This match is Elias beating the crap out of Keith Lee. Then Jeff Hardy's music plays as a distraction. Spirit Bomb, Keith Lee advances. Keith Lee needed a distraction to beat Elias in a match that was even. Here is my okay. How this pathetic is, is this? This is one of the big things I want to talk talk about tonight. I watched this match, and I know it's kind of no one no one even remembers this match. No one cares. Can WWE ever build the face of the company ever again? No, I don't know. They don't know how. I'm watching Elias. Elias when he came in, Elias could have been Keith Lee coming in. They can't build anybody. And I began to wonder. I feel like with Cena, Rock, Austin, it's constantly building a big fish in a big pond. And maybe they know how to do that. But I watched this match and I really, really thought about this. Are they not able to build a big fish in a small pond? Can they not get used to the fact that, that wrestling is not a huge thing right now, but you can still build the face of the company. Are they constantly like, like right now, if you were talking about who should be the face of the company, it's Miz. He's got a a TV show. Right. right. But can they not accept the fact that it's not a giant, maybe pub, you know, a thing in everybody's consciousness now that you can build a Hogan, a rock, well, a scene. All right. The other thing is the other thing Vince hates. I'll tell you this right now is he hates things that happen like organically. And I don't mean like cheers and stuff. I mean like, okay, Becky Lynch was an organic thing. So they went with it. 
And then, but then they messed it up and turned her heel, if you remember. And then they were like, oh crap, we have to listen to the crowd. So then they had to listen again, which they didn't want to do. Then she finally got over and she might've been the face of the company more than the guys. And then she goes to have a baby. So in Vince's mind, oh, well, we can't trust like one person for the, to be, when he trusted Hulk Hogan, then Hogan left for WCW. And then, then they were like, oh crap. We don't have anyone. We have no one. Now we're going to have to build somebody. Take some of those tag team guys and throw them here in the main event. They didn't know what to do. They had some of the leanest, worst years ever. Oh, we remember. But I'm saying it's a multi-level thing. It's not just the, the, the big fish, small pond, big fish, big pond thing. It is that Vince is... It's not just that he's too old and out of touch. That's not it. It's that he has his his way, and it's his way or the highway. And if you get paid by a Saudi prince and Fox and USA, Universal, and you get all that money, well, then wrestling, it is what it is. So you're saying that the entire time we're wondering about why they can't build a face of the company or build a huge money making. You're uh-huh. saying that we're thinking old school where you have to build something up to be to make the money where he's making the money somewhere else. So why worry about? Yes. And because he can't about trust, pitting your company yes, on one person. He, and he doesn't want to trust any one person. He doesn't want to do that. Well, when you don't have to because you're making your money somewhere else. You had to pin your trust on Hogan to to build your company around to be your draw to make that money. He's not making his money on a person, on no. a draw. So no. why pin those your days, company Those on days that are draw? over. Those days so are over. So you're long saying it's, it's a different business model. That's exactly what it is. And that's been the history of Vince McMahon, too. It's not just now, it's a different business model. He's usually right with these business models. So he understands. He understood that one. He understood the importance of, of cable, of the importance of pay-per-view, the importance of you know, he understood those things well ahead of their time. He was doing a network when there was an like an only a Hulu and a Netflix. Now there's like 50 networks out there. There's like a hundred networks out there. But he knew exactly when you had to get in that. He knew exactly when you had to move from this model to this. He knew exactly when, you know, what he had to do to get these TV deals. The last thing he's concerned with is building up one guy that's going to betray him. So you're saying that he's realized that we've moved beyond a person being the product to where the product is the product. He hated he hated the concept right, no. of he hated the concept of one person being bigger than the but product. I, and who wouldn't? I I don't think that's wrong. Who wants to put all your eggs in a basket? So Correct, because they could leave and then make someone else, or they could turn out to be a racist or whatever. whatever. Exactly. So he never liked that concept, and Stephanie and Triple H would parrot that and say, "There's no one guy bigger than the WWE." They got that from Vince. Why are, how are we not the, the go-to people for wrestling? I don't know. I mean, obviously right now we have, we have solved a mystery. Yeah. 
I don't think it was really that hard to figure out if you know history. Uh, Might solve a mystery. I'm Because we know history. Smart so wrestling fan. So Woo. instead of saying Vince is a genius, That's Vince is just on top of every change in the industry. Yes. Correct. Even if he's out of touch on everything else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Follow the money, I guess. That's it. So, uh, yeah. So, where were we here? Oh, okay. So, Jeff Hardy then comes out to get a receipt on Elias. So, Jeff Hardy kills Elias with a guitar. And it barely breaks and he has to stomp it and whatever. But, yes, this happened. So, Keith Lee looked bad, even though he won. He looked like kind of a junkie jobber. Yeah, no one was built here. No, no and this built. helped no one, and all it did was continue a feud over a thing that's not a real point. They had nothing else, Larry. Backstage, her business scares away a guy that just wants to use the bathroom. Heel, heel, total heel. Right? They're all heels. They're bullies. Right now, okay. That guy they scared away was was he Hispanic? No. Was he Asian? Was he white? No. What was he? It was another black guy because it seems like Vince only thinks that black guys are allowed to hang out with each other. And what if this is brother love and Shane McMahon thing? I don't know. Why can black people only touch other black people? I don't know. In WWE it is so weird. Yeah, I don't understand it. Now, to be fair, at least her business is feuding with a faction that is a mix of different countries. We have, well, they're all from the USA, but I'm saying, you know, we have one, one white guy, one, we have, okay, one white guy, one black guy, one guy from Australia, and then um, Mustafa Ali from, well, the United States. But like I said... If you want to talk yeah, backgrounds, what does Jade say she is? She's uh, Cuban. She's no. she's Blasian. Blasian, yes, black and says. Asian, yes. So really, the the retribution should be the faces that are the melting pot that have a point against the evil corporation. But in WWE's eyes, they are the worst because <clears throat> they have a point. They they're the ones that would like want to unionize or something, or they're the ones that would want, you know, equal rights. So in WWE's eyes, that's evil. Even though Vince's hero is supposedly Martin Luther King. So I don't understand any of this, but anyway, um, backstage interview with Orton. He says he doesn't care if it's the big dog, the fiend or Drew McIntyre, blah, blah, blah. That's all the stars he can think of. Larry. (laughs) One of them's not even on the show. Also, who's interviewing him? Charlie? So then wait. I did say that we saw Firefly Funhouse and Orton veiled threat, fire, burned down the house thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Charlie doesn't seem to care about that now, but wait till later. now. Nope. I thought maybe I took my notes out of order and I, I I mean, I'm sorry. I thought I remembered it out of order, but no, I didn't. Uh, Her business. When you pointed this out, uh, Yeah. Make Wait till we get there. Wait till we get there. So her business come out, but then there's a million other things. At Survivor Series, it's Lashley versus Sami Zayn, probably. 
Yeah, I like the probably thing. Every match is probably because in case there's a title change. Her business cuts a promo and MVP says, we didn't just take out Retribution. We were paid to take them out. We wouldn't do this for free. We're bad guys and jerks. I thought we were supposed to forget about that. Yeah. And then Shelton says, but you know what? When it's time to collect payment, we want our payment in gold. But he doesn't mean gold standard like him. He doesn't mean gold bars. He means titles. What? Which? What does? What What titles titles are you talking about? We're going to find out later. And it has nothing to do with retribution. (laughs) So retribution come out. Larry, their music. I can't stop laughing. They have new music and it's do, 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 do. Shut it down. It's so silly. Just them being under contract and having music and. Their music is like a weird, like 90s extreme turtles cartoon, like (laughs) bad guy group or something. It's so dumb. But I totally, because I was. I don't know if I texted or called. I totally figured, okay, but this is going to reveal like what their super, this match will show you how they have the advantage. Right. Right. I think one would think here it is. Eight man elimination tag match. So at least now we're going to have to get some wins here. Right. Her business versus retribution. Tom brings up Lashley's sisters. Why would you ever bring that up? Oh, maybe that, maybe, maybe. You know, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. I know, but Lashley versus Lashley versus, well, you would think, right? Lashley versus Sami Zayn is at the, is at the pay-per-view. I would never bring that up again, even though that was the feud, because that was horrible. Mace yells this in the ring. He goes, this is for you, Slapjack. (laughs) And again, it seems like this is a parody. But it couldn't get weirder, could it? Yes. Mia Yim who is the reckoning or whatever at ringside looks at her body and starts selling invisible bugs are attacking her. Then she crawls into the ring and she has a fake invisible bug seizure that distracts MVP. So MVP gets eliminated. Why would he care? Why would MVP give a crap about invisible bugs on a crazy person? So then, wait, it gets worse because that is but, our way to get to break high five. But we're not too actual break right here. She keeps selling the bugs after. But hold on, because after the break, yeah, they show wow. what happened during the break. What happened during the break, which, by the way, makes no sense. Because why are they still Mm -hmm. wrestling when no one could see them? But okay, whatever. They keep wrestling. She takes a bow and laughs with Mustafa Ali and gets ejected. So now she can never, ever do that gimmick again. You could have rode that out forever. If you're going to do a crazy invisible bug gimmick, why not use it again and again? Freak people out, right? The commentators say, oh, Retribution was willing to give up an advantage to get rid of one of their guys. No, no, it's no, not what I happened. Sending her back that cost the other team a, a person, and she's not wrestling dummies. Yes. Oh my god, Larry, fake invisible bugs. I that came out of nowhere. 
I have no idea what to say about that. I don't know. I just don't. Then she took a bow. I just and it's like the only thing she's done. So now that's her character. Yep. You gave the only character point I had for her, and it's done. Mia Yim, could you do the invisible bugs thing? What's that? (laughs) Well, you pretend you have bugs on you. Oh yeah, okay. Slapjack goes out. Only thing we've seen you do since you came to the upper card. Well, okay. Slapjack goes out next. Then. Lashley and T-Bar, remember, they're the biggest guys on the teams, yep. right? They Which, go. this would make sense. This would make sense. If T-Bar hadn't tapped out last yes. week. So Lashley right. and T-Bar get counted out. So that's how you eliminate them. Which is a great way to It's a logical spot. If you have. But T-Bar was already ruined. Already. Yeah. So then Mace, that's Dio Madden, screams this. Every ounce of your sins. To Jobber Cedric. I don't know what that means. Pay dirt on Mace. Mace is the other big guy in the group. Mace is out to Jobber Benjamin. That maybe is the guy you should have rolled out of the ring with Lashley. Wow. So now hey, it's down what? to... No, go ahead. No, I, under, I still understand exactly where this match is going. I knew what you have to do with this match. I know too. I'll talk about it. Because now... And I swore, Larry, that... It was going to happen, didn't I? Yeah. I, I, it didn't happen. So it's down it, it to... had to. It's right, because here's why. It's down to Ollie on one side and Shelton and Cedric on the other. So yep. it's it's two technical muscle wrestlers on one side. And then it's little Ollie on the other side. So clearly Ali Ollie has a superpower. Also, he has... Like 500 other members of this team, which could do stuff from remote locations. That's the whole point of the gimmick, right? Samoa Joe says, oh, Mustafa Ali wonders how he's going to hack his way out of this one. So I'm like, oh, Samoa Joe ruined it. So I'm like, oh, no, he must have said what's going to happen. Nope. Ali grabs a chair and gets disqualified. What? So the Hurt Business, hold on. So the Hurt Business wins. So Retribution is 0-4. They've never won a match. Her business then chases Ollie away. And where's the other 22 members of Retribution that could back up Ollie here? They're nowhere. So wait a minute. You're telling me that Ollie couldn't have hacked up like anything, like hacked a, a, like the lights to go out or hacked, um, uh, I don't know. He could have pulled out a cell phone from the ring, anything, and press the button, and then maybe Lashley's sisters does appear on the screen or something stupid to embarrass oh, yeah. okay. the Hurt Business. Hey, hey. Lashley could have been the last guy in it against, and he had a, Lana talking about Lashley and Ben. Anything, anything. Any, or MVP talking about how one of those guys sucked. And then later so on, in, he's like, that's so instead, before you joined our group or So anything. instead, they're going to have a complete losing record and then try to try to explain it away later, which I'm going to need your help interpreting. But 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 Mustafa Ali has a superpower. He does. And he, he can control all the technology in the world. Do you know that I fantasy booked this to the moon in the time that there was a commercial break while I was talking to you on the phone line? <laughs> The time of the commercial break between when Mia Yim had fake bugs on her and took a bow and said that there were no bugs on her. I had this idea that Ali 
got a hold of all these guys from NXT and he's implanted like microchips in them. And now he has like, he's hacked into their brains and like, he's making them like he made her see bugs on herself to distract everybody. Like the, like he's made these guys put on these masks and be like this, but they're not really like this. I had this such a great idea. Nope. That's all out the window. Forget it. At this point, retribution is like Dolph. Please just, just, just stop. Just stop. Well, it's not going to stop, and there's going to be more backstage. And by the way, backstage, Angel Garza tries to get with Mandy Rose, and then with her mother, Dana Brooke. (laughs) Then Mandy confirms that she had to break up with Otis because they got drafted to different shows, but that they're still close. (sighs) Are you serious? Every middle part of the story taken away from you. Naya and Shayna come in, and then Angel tries to get with Naya too. So he's tried every woman here, except when he tr- when he even looks at Shayna, she gives him a look and goes basically goes, "I'm gay," and then he's yeah, like, "Whoa, I, okay, I wish, fine." I I kind of like that. I wish that was a thing. I know. Like really, but oh my god! And Naya, so Naya, this was awesome. So Naya. He doesn't give the rose to anyone because he's trying to flirt with everybody. So Nia just grabs it and takes it. So that she's like, whatever. Who cares? Is this not the best Nia has ever been I know. by it's way too multiple good. degrees? Way too good. Dana Brooke says, we haven't been beaten since we've been on Raw. They lost last I week. Know. I guess she means two on two. Doesn't whatever. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Her record for matches, if she was in three matches, is two and one. I'm sorry, but that still and counts. even if it wasn't, it's still not that great a record. No. Yeah. Anyway, Drew McIntyre comes out. So you think they're going to copy-paste and do the Eddie Guerrero China thing? I honestly... With Angel and Nia. They I could. Think, I, th- I think Vince likes Angel... And only likes him in this role. So the only way to keep it going, because they dropped the whole, okay. what was it, him and Charlie or whoever? Yeah. Oh, my God. Didn't she tweet about that? Oh, I don't know. Did she? Yeah. Uh, somebody tweeted something about dropping story angles and like what happened with uh, Angel and Charlie. And Charlie dropped, tweeted something like, yeah, drop two. Speaking, of, like speaking of dropping angles, uh, Angel's wife. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That was just dropping her completely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Vince really likes him because he's like, is that Eddie Guerrero? They're like, no, he's dead. And he's like, Eddie Guerrero, do that China thing again. Got a big girl. <laughs> yes. And I think, yeah. It could be. Yeah. Copy definitely, definitely could be. Drew McIntyre comes out and it's Drew versus The Miz. Drew, th- okay. Can we please stop being dumb? Samoa Joe, you are smarter than this. Drew throws the briefcase near the stage. He just chucked it, right? Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe goes, guess we don't have to worry about that. Guess we don't have to worry about that getting cashed in tonight. What? Okay. That's when Michael Scott, Michael Scott took a dollar bill out of his pocket. Then he said, see, I don't need money. He crumbled it up and put it back in his pocket. And they're like, <laughs> that wasn't anything. And he's like, no, no, it's useless now. <laughs> That's what I this was. That That's, funny. That's what this was, Larry. I guess we don't have to worry about the briefcase tonight. Why? Because it's over there? <laughs> For later? What? 
Claymore, Drew wins. Then he points to Matthew McConaughey in the virtual crowd who looks like a bunch of pixels and blobs. It does nothing to point some. You could tell me that was uh, Stephen Hawking. I would have. Yeah. Aw. Sure it is. Why not? Now we go backstage. Although after this match, I really thought Miz was going to cash in. I mean, I did too. After this, especially because the briefcase was gone. (laughs) So now backstage, New Day are dressed as the Street Profits. I don't know why. Profits? What? Why are? Because they have a match against them. They they okay. So if they're still champs, the Street Profits are champs. Yeah, they'll have a match. It's a Survivor Series, but they are not only dressed like the Street Profits. They're imitating them. So Xavier is going nuts like he's the king, like he's Montez Ford. But Kofi is doing the completely slow man, drugged out thing to the point where Xavier has to ask him to knock it off because it's too spot on. Can you imagine how confused Vince was right now? He probably thought the Street Profits never left Raw. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, I thought I thought it was only one day a year. Mm. So... Asuka comes in and dances around with them. And they announce at Survivor Series, it's Asuka versus Sasha, as long as no one loses their titles. And also, Randy... Or why would Asuka dance in at this moment? I don't know. I don't know. She She knew they were going to mention her name. And then Orton versus Reigns, if they're still champions at that point. Then the Hurt Business comes in. Was this like a, like a, not canon? MVP says we want those tag titles, and Oscar just starts screaming and singing and dancing, and MVP and guys just leave because this isn't canon. <laughs> what? What is this? I don't know. This is one know. of those narration things that the Street Profits would do that didn't affect the rest of the show, but now New Day's doing it because. They don't want to change what they were writing before. So, oh my God, Larry, Larry, Shane wrote this for the Street Profits, forgetting they were on SmackDown. And then Kofi and Xavier were like, no, don't worry, we got this. That's not even copy and pasting. That's just pasting. No, it's not even anything. It's just going ahead with just insert different name. Copy racist, high five. Drew backstage. And and let me ask you, if if you had done a favor for WWE and wanted to be paid in gold, wouldn't you pick those tag team titles everybody gets a shoe? You mean those copper copper things? That would be like saying, I want the 24-7 Yep, exactly. Drew backstage says, sure, I want the title back eventually, but, (laughs) Uh, you know, whatever. It's fine. Him, okay. He and Kofi should get together and be like, hey, what are you up to? Uh, nothing. I was a world champ for a while. Me too. I'm, right right now I'm playing like, uh, you know, Pokemon Go. Me too. Okay. Maybe I'll get, maybe, you know, maybe someday I'll go back for that. Eh, right Me now, too. I, eh, Already I in the level 40. I know. Already in the ring, Adam Pierce and Pat Buck, apparently the general Where, managers okay. of Raw. What? What are we doing? Are we actually putting two people in there just to make it seem like there's two sides? Is that what we're doing? I I don't know. When have you seen Pat Buck? Also, don't Google search Pat Buck. But yeah, what 
Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. In fact, I'm going to see if Pat Buck does come up. Who comes up? Go on. All right. What are you thinking? No, you're thinking I'm of just Buck saying, naked. You know. You're thinking of George Costanza's fake okay, character. Okay, no, he does come up first. Okay, we're okay. all right. So they just start naming the women in the Raw team. That's what they're here for. They just start naming them. They're like, first up on the team, Naya and Shayna. What? You just said what? But you said the what? Okay. They come out. Mandy and Dana. So they come out. And it's like, why are they? Oh my God, whatever. So the fifth member, they say, well, first of all, what was, what's with Naya's like, oh, Pat Buck. Do you remember when Naya implied she had to do stuff to Pat Buck to get her job back? <laughs> yes. I, I do. forgot. No, I forgot until right now. Oh, yes. I didn't forget. Um, and they say, the fifth member is going to be the winner of this fatal four-way match that's next. Wait, you said that the women didn't want to... <laughs> I guess they didn't want to individually do it. They okay. just wanted to get it all out of the way. That's fine. So it's Lana, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Nikki Cross with new music. Wait, what? Where's Naomi? Where's their best pick, Naomi? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Oh, man. What a big... What, what would you want her... So she has nothing to do... Last pay-per-view and this pay-per-view, and she's their huge first female pick. Yeah. And don't forget, as soon as we need somebody to fight Reckoning, uh, Naomi will be in the Hurt Business real quick. So. It's a four-way of who cares. Peyton moves like a slow-motion giraffe. I'm sorry. It's really sad. Remember when we thought she was the good one? Well, maybe neither were good. But don't you want her to be good? Of course. I want everybody to be good. Oh, but I want, you know how I want some people to be better than they are? Yeah. I know. Larry, slow motion giraffe. She was in there with Lana at one point too. I know. It was embarrassing. Tom says that Nikki can't put away this matchup. No. And then Lana falls into the ring like an idiot. She fell into the ring, tripped over the top rope into the ring. It's They have to make this the story. Lana steals the win, but of course, Nia wants a hug, and Lana okay, ha- must have memory loss from the last five weeks. No, she, she's dumb. Okay, I, I could, I, this is good. She's dumb. Is that what it is? Yeah, she's really dumb. She's like, I'm on the team. Character. She's, I'm on the team, and she hugs Nia, and Nia... Winks to Shayna and is like, move that stuff. Yeah, and this is good. For the sixth time, Lana goes through a table. This was good. This was love a it. great payoff. This was done perfect. Yeah. I love this. And Lana going into the, think about it. She won a Fatal 4-Way basically for nothing. She went into a match where she's going to be eliminated first. Yes. And then great. put through that table. <laughs> it's great. It's exactly what it's got to be. She's on the payroll. Are you, Here's, what, what I know. are you going to do with her on the payroll better than this? I know. Nothing. Here's what's going to happen. She's going to go out first. Naya's going to get mad at her and put her through the table. There. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. Naya's going to be like, no, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. And she's going to fall for it again. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. Seven times. Yep. No, by then it'll be 20 times. <laughs> um, True. So now... Backstage interview with Randy Orton. 
And Charlie is in a hurry. She runs to Orton's dressing room. She knocks on the door in a hurry to save Orton's life, even though he's a heel. And she says, Orton, Randy, Randy, did you get a chance to see the Funhouse? Because there was a threat on there against you. You interviewed him after the Funhouse earlier. Yeah, this is definitely WCW out of order bullshit. Yes. Clearly, it was supposed to go interview, Funhouse, interview. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, and if you think about the first interview, it makes sense if it was flip-flopped. Yes. And then Orton says... Oh, go on. Finish this part. Orton says, I'm not scared of the Fiend, and I love that because Orton thinks he has Bray beat because he's like, who cares about the Fiend? I was in the... I was in the Wyatt family. I faked him out. I fought him at WrestleMania. I, I did all this already. He doesn't understand what the Fiend is, and that's awesome. Yeah. It's important. It's good. What no, were you okay. going to say? No, no, the, no. What I was going to say is I was just from previously. It, no one gives a crap who wins this women's battle royal Survivor Series, right? Does it matter? It's not a battle royal, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's the Survivor <laughs> Series match. Yeah, no one cares. Just for the fun, yeah. the only good payoff would be amazing if Nia and Lana are the last two. Yeah. And they win and they hug. And I puts her through a table. Again. I know. That would be so That's amazing. Too, that was the other thing I thought of. Right. Lana never that actually has so to get involved in the match. Yes. Oh, that would be so yep. much fun. I agree. Rap Middle comes out because that's what I'm going to call him from now on. Okay. He's not long for this world, so it doesn't matter. We'll see. Backstage, Ollie tells us that Retribution isn't a team. They're a mission. So he says... Yeah, you thought we lost. We win whenever you suffer. And we will win when we decide that you will be shut down. What? I don't know. So this way they can lose every match, Larry, but secretly they're building a bomb or something. What? I don't get it. I don't know. I, what they are is, is just a confused conglomeration of nothing. They're uh, invading. They're hired. So they're hackers. It's just no God, idea. It's Qualifier match, rap middle against Seamus. Tom says the locker room hates riddle, by the way. Yeah. Where does that come from? Didn't we see him partying in the back with, uh, I think, I was, think it's, yeah. I think it's, they're afraid of him distancing from, for the lawsuit. No, I just think he's done. Why not just take him off TV for the meantime? Anyway, bro kick on bro, bro on bro violence, Seamus wins. That's hilarious to me that Rat Metal isn't even on Survivor Series. Rat Metal, Rat Metal. Orton walking. Here's the main event. Already in the ring, Alexa Bliss. We only have like four minutes left on the show. And we're, I'm like, wow, what's going to happen? Alexa Bliss is in the ring. Moment of Bliss Demented Edition with weird music. Randy Orton comes out. He's like, all right, where's The Fiend? I know you're just playing games with me, so so seriously. And Alexa's like, yeah. no, 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 no. It, I really liked how everybody was a character here. Yep, the, and Alexa played character. the part perfectly. And yep. she's like, no, 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 really. There's, I don't know where he is. And so Orton's like, no, I'm going to ask you again. Where is he? And Drew comes out instead. So they fight almost a Claymore, but lights out. It's the Fiend, but we don't know where he is. So Drew's in the ring. Orton's walking up the ramp. 
or he's standing on the ramp, sorry. So he's escaped there, I guess because of the night vision goggles, right? He was able to get all the way over there. But Orton knows, this is an awesome moment. Orton knows, the fiend's right behind him. He's like, he's (laughs) right behind me, isn't he? Is what he's thinking. And Orton, so then he chooses to not fight the fiend. He wants to fight the guy he's been feuding with, which makes sense. You don't want to make two ways to go. And later on, the WWE posted on my Facebook page that Drew and the Fiend tricked Randy Orton. No. Really? Yes. No. That's Hmm. not a trick. Wow. That's not a trick just because two people are against one people is not a trick. No. It's not like they're in no rant that what was cool about it is Orton is like, oh God, nope, I'm not gonna mess with the fiend. No, even though yeah. he talked crap earlier. Right, but he's he noped out on that possibility. Yeah. So go fight the guy he just beat instead. That makes more sense. So he fights with Drew. But once again, we're oh, we're at WCW, we're out of time. What? Hmm. Same as last week. We're out of time. What is this? Out of time and don't explain really what kind of happened. I no, don't. we don't know. The fiend just existed. I don't really understand this. I, although they did do a good job of making, because when Otis had that briefcase, yeah. there was never a point I thought he was cashing in. That's a good I point. I honestly thought maybe Miz could swoop in there at the end. Even Miz laid the groundwork talking about how he had cashed in at that same place earlier. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. I know. So, Wrestling, very mixed bag this week, but I'd say Not the off. good I'd say the good outweighed the bad. Yes, which I we talked off air about this. In a in a perfect world, this would have been a six week in wrestling, but in, in this world where wrestling is usually so bad, you're getting a seven point five for this mm-hmm. week because yep. there was stuff that happened that was right. really good. I agree. Um so I have our rankings which are the same. Um, I yeah. don't know what yours is, but ours are, are probably all the same. But ours are AEW, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Yeah, I got to go that way too. Raw, even though it was three hours, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Most of it was not offensive and some of it was good. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I will give all three shows good enough. NXT sucked. NXT was by far the worst. Like by... By miles. And again, go back two, three months. NXT was pulling down first or second. Yep. Agreed. They've really mentally checked out. I don't know what it is. And Halloween Havoc is tomorrow, Larry, and that's, you know, hosted by Shotzi with matches I don't care about. This does not sound appealing. No. Prove me wrong. Hey. They, it could be. But Put on a great show. I just don't really care. And I'm my problem is they're going to think maybe we can put on some good matches and make it a good show. But yeah, Excuse I, that's me. not enough. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, is that it? Oh, yeah, you're right. This was a short show. Short show. Oh, my God. It's almost five hours. Oh, my God. No, don't tell me that. Almost Larry. four hours, 50 minutes oh. almost. God, well, hurry up and wrap it up before we look stupid and do a five-hour mm, show. Okay. Uh, all right. You didn't want me to do anything else? You sure? Oh, no. Are you queuing me up for something? Maybe. I'm going to bed. But I want to read real quick Larry's walking whiteboard comments that he found. Oh, that was – okay, that was – oh, yeah. Okay, these are funny. 
Okay. So but I, these are I, actual. They're funny. Okay. They're not funny because I, they're funny because I wanted to hear you read these. So I know these are actual Facebook comments that Larry found um, on Facebook. This one's from precious Barbie Zulu. She writes, Jay Uso will win this Sunday. My brother works at WWE as a rope construction <laughs> advisor. He told me that Jay will win and Roman will turn on Paul. What? Okay. He works as a rope. You you read all the punctuation correct in that, that post. What the? Works as a rope. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, this one says, just some BS storyline. He was bad as a baby face. He is still bad as a heel. The only time I enjoyed his act was with the shield. He was my fave from the trio. Little did I know it was Dean and Seth who carried the dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so cool. Okay. Then this is a fight between two people. Oh my God. I think one of these is your friend, Larry. No, it's not really. Yeah. Um, This one says it's about Roman Reigns. It's just the heel aspect of his character. He even knows he's not at the quote head of the table. And then somebody else chimes in and says he is at him home. Yes, sir. (laughs) He is at him home. Yes, sir. Uh, also, the big dog will not put his pride on the ground. He will not give Jay the belt a present. Dog is going to beat him till Jimmy comes with a towel. <laughs> and a towel is one word. A-T-O-W-E-L-L. I, I understand in our social media modern day thing about when you don't use punctuation who are these people who are constantly using over punctuation i don't know (laughs) and then finally the usos will win roman reigns has to quit unfortunately his illness has the better of him no disrespect joe roman reigns (laughs) but this Skyrippid role play is. That's it. Uh, that go. was honestly, I probably read fifteen of uh, responses. That yeah. was five out of fifteen. That's how bad. Yeah, I thought walking white whiteboard really had to try, but I don't think so because no. I read fifteen and I just kept sending to dude like I cannot believe these people. Yeah. And I knew you would forget about it, but I didn't. I I forgot about it. It works as a rope. (laughs) I guess so. I never knew that was a job thing you could do. Um, Wow. All right. We don't want to hit the five-hour mark, so we got to go. Oh, yeah. That would be um, embarrassing. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Listen, if you love what we do, we love what we do. We'd love to keep doing it. So if you want us to keep doing it, patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Hook yourself up with some great merch or some great stuff or some extra or some anything. Just go chip in a few bucks there and um, we'll keep the show going. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye, everybody.